0: so good morning good afternoon good evening good night when available sis this is Machabidi alongside my particular partner, in crime ricardo medina hello 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 Alongside special guest Danielle Lumchunk, Lum Young, sorry, Oops.
1: <laughs> Don't worry, a lot of people get my name wrong. Hello, hello, everybody else and me in the internet.
0: And of course, Tracy Hutchins.
1: Don't tell Harry.
2: <laughs>
0: and this is, believe it or not, the 50th episode of BBB Radio. Yes, I counted it. I went on Anchor FM where I upload all my stuff and yes, this is actually the 50th episode, right? And similar to my debut episode of BBB Radio, which I did in late June of last year, um, I'm going to be doing a couple of retrospect reviews, man. So uh, today we'll be talking about... um, two big films actually i would say two landmark films not just in terms of superhero cinema but just with blockbuster cinema as a whole um so we will be talking about uh spider-man from 2002 uh you know it will be celebrating its uh its 20th anniversary believe it or not uh mediated and the avengers which literally came out 10 years after that right which will be celebrating its uh well, it's 10th anniversary. Sorry, um, the right. 4th right? So imagine that. It's,
3: it's who... fascinating. Sam we come back full circle 20 years later. exact. Yes.
0: No point. Yeah. Yes. That yeah. just blows my mind. I, I feel Kevin. uh Kevin, fight He knew this. Yeah, they're they they're they they're <laughs> <you know. laughs> Like I just feel he orchestrated all that journey. You know what <laughs> I mean? Um, and I'll bring this up actually too, with, uh, with with just a run through of I'll do just a quick brief little run through basically of uh, my history with the Spider-Man trilogy because um, yes, I mean we are talking about the. You know, the first film in the, in the trilogy, but you know, I think it's best that we talk about the, let's just, just run through it. I'm not going to see too long enough, of course, right? Our experiences with the, the full trilogy itself, right? So uh, let's waste no time. Let's kick things off, right? So um, for me, just my experience, my my first time watching um, the first my movie, right? So um, like you, Ricardo, because I know you've brought this up um, numerous times, right? Um, I would never forget, you know, just seeing that first trailer, that that teaser trailer with um, of of Spider-Man, basically with that guy or uh, yeah, that that robot, I Believe it was. I'm not sure if he if if he was in a helicopter, whatever it is, right? But uh, yeah, it's
3: a, it's a bunch of bank robbers.
0: Right, bunch of bank robbers anyway in, in a and chopper, right? Yeah, he's in a
3: helicopter,
0: yeah. Right, 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 and you see that web between the um, between between the um, the twin towers themselves, basically, right, in in New York, right. And I know they pulled it off because, well, you know, of 9/11, right. But yeah, that trailer like legit blew my mind. I remember seeing that like this was about a, a year or two in, you know, um, from, from Game of Thrones um, desktop, right? So this is me watching this on real player. Kids axe parents, right? Yeah. Watching this trailer in real player and I was just blown away, right? Um, so for me, I mean, uh, just, just like a lot of people who will talk about Spider-Man, um, I've been a huge fan of this character. He still remains one of my all-time favorite superheroes uh, regardless of um, brand. Um, I love the ninety um, the nineties TV series, um the animated series, right? That that for me was when I, I just really grew to love, you know, the character Spider-Man, right? Um even though prior when I was younger there was the you know Spider-Man and his amazing friends right. and you know yes. the Spider-Man show that was prior to that, right? It was only really like I think it was when this movie came out, right? That um ABC Family actually showed um the 60s spider-man that's when i was introduced to the spider-man spider-man right because i just always kind of heard about it as far as you know pop culture goes but i never saw any episodes until well i think it was around the time of the release of this film right or uh, it's, it's either then or maybe for the other for the subsequent films right um and then afterwards you know well yeah 2002 came and you know this movie dropped right but two interesting things about this show right um that 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 re- that what 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 to me makes this um this film special one um this is literally a year after this um you know just the, the 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 chaos of you know set um september 11th um 2001 right yeah, so you know at eight, that time eight months after yeah. yeah eight months after right so you know it's like well yeah you know this movie to me came at the perfect time Um, And that's why, you know, the final shot of this particular movie here is so significant, right? Because, like, yeah, we need, we just need someone to look up to. We need a hero, right? And, yeah, Marvel just came in and said, look, boom, this is your hero right here, right? Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Someone relatable, someone likable. They
3: had a pop song for it and everything, right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um Nickelback, you know, hero, Nickelback, hero. Nickelback. Yeah, yeah Nickelback's nah. hero. Um even though ah. even though it was not on heavy rotation on local TV as much yeah. as say Kiss from a Rose from Seal for Batman Forever, I remember that song just just showing a lot on TV all the time. Okay, you know. yeah, all the time. And it's and well, you know, just slight spoiler as far as this movie go. It still knocks like the, the 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 song still moves me. It still gives me chills, especially that chorus, but like when you hear that chorus, you just wanna pull out your imaginary light and just wave it and just sing off key you know what i mean it's just it's just such a great song it, it just perfectly sums up you know this the the theme and the the tone of this film right so yeah um seeing spider-man for the first time i thoroughly enjoyed it um i had a lot of fun with it um watching it oh you know over the over the few um you know subsequent years or whatnot um i did have a couple of issues here or there but that's just more narrative stuff basically nothing too major right but then boy you know, and, and by the way, this is, this is, you know, um, you know, me and you know, just just starting to to enjoy the output that Marvel was putting out as far as you know cinematic films go, right? You know, Blade was 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 hot. Um, X-Men, the first one, even though I have issues with it today, was hot. And you know, this was just like, all right, boom, we just keeping the trend going, right? And then the following year was X Two, right? And at at the time I thought that was like the best Marvel superhero sequel ever made, boy. And then two thousand four hit, Spider-Man two came. And i just let you all know one time, to me, hands down, that is one of the best um, superhero sequels ever made. by. Actually, yeah, I rewatched it it um, before, you know, meeting up with you guys here, right? And I was just amazed at just how strong that storytelling was, right? I think that's yeah. the key to what makes that movie, good, just the storytelling. It juggles a lot, eh? it juggles yeah. a lot. My God, they make it look so seamless, so easy, boy. That's how they're able to just put all these elements together, boy. Um... And in particular, the visual effects were just pumped up by just by a lot. um, It's no wonder that the movie, you know, won an Oscar for best visual effects because, my God, like, the visuals still hold up, Um, particularly with the, you know, the effects um, on, you know, Dr. uh, uh, Octavius, right, played by um, Alfred Molina, right? Just those arms alone, though, and just just how they move and all that kind of stuff was just amazing to me, right? But yeah, just how they expanded on the character of Spider-Man, his dilemma, um you know his his on again off again relationship with um Mary Jane Watson you know once again played by you know Kirsten Dunst um and it just does so much though but it never loses sight of what the story is about and the heart and emotion and all that kind of stuff man and you know it's like yeah I mean like like for me like like Spider-Man 2 was literally raised the bar as far as superhero movies go right and then then we had Spider-Man 3 by. And I will never forget the excitement level I had for this boy. When the trailer dropped, you know what I mean? The moment that you see, you know, just in number three. And you just see like, you know, um, you know, the, the, the close-up of the Spider-Man suit as being covered in venom, you know what I mean? It's like, oh yes, 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 yes. It was even to the point they even reveal, you know, one of the scenes that was, that was basically where you saw um Peter and Mar- uh, Mary Jane um on the web, you know what I mean, looking at the stars or whatnot, and then that meteor drop, which, ugh, right? But anyway. But yeah, excitement levels were high, man. I mean it was I mean Spider-Man 2, look at what it did, right? But like similar to watch um similar to Spider-Man 2, I actually rewatched uh Spider-Man 3 immediately afterwards, boy. And um just to talk quick about it, right? I was always kinda fair to the movie, like I knew it was a huge step down But I just kinda saw it like, you know, it was just a missed opportunity to try way too hard, but this didn't work, right? So okay, fine, right? But yeah, what I watched over this movie here, I was like, nah, boy. I, I was way too fair to this movie, boy. Right? Um, not the worst superhero movie ever made, or not one-off, boy. But this is one of the biggest disappointments, I would say, as far as just blockbuster movies go, boy. Um, the writing... That I praised so much in, in, in Spider-Man 2, boy. They tried, they just literally tried to do the same thing again. But just all the subplots and arcs and thing were just pointless. They made no sense. I saw little to no character growth with, you know, just the media players. Um, from Peter Parker to Mary Jane to even Harry Osborn. Like, who I felt was just pointless in this film. It's just like, oh, you killed my daddy, Peter, and I must kill you. And, oh, I hit my head, oh, and now I forget everything. Or, sorry, I, I, I forget the fact that I hate you. And now all of a sudden he gets his memory now and now he just wants to take um Mary Jean from him. And literally calls him into this coffee shop and beats him and and tells him right to his face, "I'm the other guy, right?" I remember the audience was going, "Ooh, ooh wait, <laughs> what?" Yeah. Like, he was losing yeah. the, the shit when they hear that way. Like this is some kind of soap opera shit. What is this? You know what I mean? But. What they did wrong with this thread is that, well, they figure, oh, well, you know, it's three, right? So, you know, we have to do three villains, right? Ha, 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 because, you know, not, not, not that many superhero movies at the time ever did that, right? The closest they ever did with two, right? Like Case in Point and Batman Returns, right? But, nah, boy, we had to be more ambitious. We need to do three, right? In retrospect, it should have just been, you know, Green Goblin 2, i.e., Hobgoblin, even though they should not even have the decency to call him that. And I, I, I sorry, he doesn't even look like Hobgoblin. I know that's what they're aiming for, but it's clearly Green Goblin 2.0, right? Or whatever, right? It should have just been him and Venom. Sandman it, it, yeah, was yeah, prob- pointless. Yeah, the problem was is that no Remy himself. That
3: be, well, it was himself wanted Sam around. That was the problem. So. You know, is is right you, you arguing versus the director. No? And at the end of uh, the, the end of the day, it's not like it's not like he didn't want Sandman. Like that's the problem. So, you know, it's kinda hard to argue. Yeah. Point, you know? Like, yeah, I as a fanboy knew from the nineties won Venom, obviously, but like, you know, he's an older filmmaker and it was just a clash of generation. Right? So that's why I noticed about that. As always that's, for that's, a, that's asterisk, cool. as always for asterisks in, in terms of a list of you know what a, films I'm disappointed by because it's just a totally different <laughs>
1: vision
0: he had. Yeah, yeah, but 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 I this, think
1: but, I think I uh-huh. think this Sa- the Sandman thing could have worked, but it's just that he, if, he... if the studio the way it Yeah, exactly. If the studio had just gotten out of his way and Sam Raimi could have made his vision, then yeah, yeah.
3: Exactly. And Sandman, so, so, is like not a super iconic villain, but that's only because of time. Like he was always a really weird and cool villain. Um, but for a different generation of 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 Spider-Man fan, which is Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi is what. Generation X, late boomer kind of type. So it's like, yeah, yeah it makes sense. Like having this argument over and over. I am disappointed by it, but only because I grew up in the 90s and we are accustomed to Venom. I mean, Venom. You think right. about this a dumb 90s villain. He's a kind of, of cool course. villain, but yeah. he's, he's a shitty 90s villain. Like let's admit that now. He's a dumb badass villain, right? Yeah,
0: it's within the whole edge lord thing. Like, oh, he's
3: bad as he looks, right? that's right, right, exactly. And he's a bigger, bigger blacker Spider-Man. Okay, yeah, but I mean, whoever like, this, it, 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 it is, I, I, I know this is the root of the argument there of two people, you know, two generations arguing with each other about boys are more interesting villains. And right they just right, clash. It right. clash and mix in the wrong way like oil and water.
0: Yeah, I understand. Understand, right? Um, so just just a few things, and I'll wrap up, right? So, so for me, right? Um, as I bring up Sam Raimi, um, you know, I I would I would be introduced to his earlier work. That would be the Evil Dead trilogy, um, you know, which which I I absolutely what well I should say the first two movies I actually I absolutely love, right? Um, Army of Darkness is fine, you know what I mean, but you know, um, but for me, my 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 introduction to him came in the form of Darkman from from 1990, right? right? And to me, I always saw that like, oh, it's the universal horror version of the Batman movie that Timber did last, you know, the year before, right? And it's so yeah, funny it that you know Danny Elfman did the score for this yep. for that yep. film too, right? Yeah. But yeah, yep. so you know Sam knows his way around around superheroes, right? That's why I'm so happy to see him, you know, in officially in the in the in the uh, MCU, in, in the MCU, basically what what he's going to turn out, hopefully, uh, which which I well sorry, I should say hopefully will, will be stellar with uh, Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness, right? But yeah, but but that's uh, to to close up with um, Spider Man Two, right? But yeah, um. What what really makes the show feel though, is just that storytelling boy. It it juggles a lot, but the stuff that is juggling just seems pointless and dated by now. The whole oh well Mary Jane be with Peter and all that kind of stuff. Um, the whole emo Peter thing just does not work at all. It's just <laughs> I, I cringe, find
3: that makes that makes make perfect, make perfect sense to me. But yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and even the dance and stuff like I watch it and I also, smile also, at it. Also,
3: also makes perfect sense, but again yep. it's supposed to be cringe, but yeah. But I, 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 I like what you think about us is though exactly I'
0: yeah. I'm smiling at it too eh? and I, I want to laugh even eh? even though it's yeah, that, eh? what was what what, what what I kind of forget about the movie right is that literally when he is venomized right That's as i see that's when he when that's when he had done that kind of way <laughs> he looks right. more but when he normal quote quote he looks normal and he hair park back and all that kind of stuff like yeah know really, yeah, really, really, bro really
3: yeah, yeah know. normal comic book you know um, hyper hyper realization so
0: you know <laughs> yeah yeah, but, but the Venom stuff to me is the most disappointing by the all the hype surrounding this thing, right? And literally yeah, so, so. you see the Eddie Brock villain, um, venom literally yeah, yeah. come in a half hour before the movie done.
3: No, but uh, to, to, for Grace I thought it was terrible. Um,
0: yeah. yeah boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I you and,
3: know he's an actor I never liked all that much, but like I I thought he was particularly bad in this. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. And, 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 I and
3: last I, much 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 because because Sam Raimi just don't know what to do with the character, or at least didn't care to do anything with the character. He is like, Yeah, okay, just do the basic beats and then move on now.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and, and lastly right because you know we could talk All day about, um, about Spider-Man 3 Which by the way I believe is yeah It's, it's, celebra- it's celebrated sorry it's 15th anniversary right mm-hmm. uh, but anyway right But what, what what gave me about this show in General though is the conveniences I understand it's a comic book movie right But so much things are so convenient so yeah. On the one moment when you know uh, Peter has the Venom suit on And this is right after you know he embarrassed Himself in the jazz club you know in, in front Of um, you know in, in front of Mary Jane right and then you know, all these memes pop up As a result right you know when he goes To church and you know he you know he's trying to Rip the suit off and the bell and all that shit right Oh, conveniently at that one time, yeah. that's that's when goes show up into the church,
3: praying, right.
0: "Oh, kill, it. yeah, please kill yeah. Uh, Peter Parker." Like, yeah, it, it,
3: it yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a clumsy script. And again, yeah. it's, it's, again, all of this is just production stuff. Like, it, that's why I don't, I don't like bother myself about it. Even though, yes, this movie is on my list of five uh, films
0: that is right, right, movie. right. Which which but, is why I want to get to you next, right? Right. And, and yeah. one one more convenience and then I'll shut up, right? Um. Oh, so you now realize, and this is one thing I just hate, right? You so you now realize that that Flint Marco was the guy who actually this, killed your uncle, right? Wait, wait, been... wait. What? What? What's up, what's up, right? So yeah. the moment you realize that, right? You and your bed lined up with the spider, with the spider, with the spider suit on, and that at that exact moment is when the venom symbiote attack you, and you turn into into Superman. Sorry, into Spider Man, Venom, whatever it is. At that one moment when you find out. This is the guy who 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 ran around the place. Is the one who actually killed your your uncle, Trent. Right? That's what. That's when you become Venom, and you, then you start to turn out emo and shit. Makes no sense. It was just way way too convenient, man. So yeah, that was that was just a massive letdown as far as you know the um this the the, the the Spider-Man trilogy goes, and you know just just the most disappointing thing for me is just how just how uneventful it just it just kind of ends. It's just like all right, well, you know, um, Harry dies, and you know. There's the possibility that mary jane and peter will be back together and this this is this is the way that we end this glorious trilogy this is this is how you end it right but yeah um afterwards though i mean you know the rest is history sony no not Columbia, but sony really tried to bring him back um honestly didn't really care that much about the the andrew garfield films thank god they, they stopped at two because yeah amazing spider-man 2 was terrible in my opinion but but yeah the mcu came did the thing and it's like yeah well, i mean now now we have tom holland spider-man and I, I, at least we at least they were great they were they were grateful enough to say let's not let's not throw away andrew garfield or toby Maguire, man let me, let me actually bring them in for one time only right and that's with spider-man the way home man. yeah I, I can't be mad at that, man. So yeah, that's my that's my history with uh with with the Sam Raimi um, Spider-Man trilogy. So Ricardo, uh, what what's your history with the trilogy? With well, particularly when you saw the first one, um, yeah, how you how uh, you thought about the second one, and why you have the two one in your top five worst movies of all time.
3: Right, no, yeah. Um, right. Well, the word worst movies is not exact, right? But whatever, well, we'll get to that. Uh yeah, uh, for me the, the first two films are a masterwork. Um they 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 bleed into each other really well. Um, even though you know when you learn behind the scenes, it, you know, a lot of this stuff was up in the air and and really iffy. Um, it just feels so organic and, and how they just mix interest in filmmaking with 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 the comic book and the you know the heightened, you know, hyper-realized version of New York City. Um just everything about it just works in terms of just um toby Maguire, you know great casting all around toby Maguire's as peter he's perfect um agreed yeah you call him? uh well you kind of uh we call sexual predator himself james uh, franco franco james yeah franco. oh yes, Franco's great, yeah great as great as harry like yeah, this this kind of you know he on the edge of yeah he, yeah, yeah, he not likable, and his, all of his relationships kind of weird and toxic. But you totally understand why he would be in a relationship with these people. Kind of slightly makes sense given his wealth and what what happened in there. Um, his relationship with Peter makes a lot of sense. The the, the two kind of loners, and they they kind of shared lonerdom. That works. Um, Norman Osborne, excellent. Um, you know they do the mental health thing really well, but they, they balance it really well. Um, yeah, and and it's Willem Dafoe, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, Look, just, at, look just, at the
0: guy face in that movie, dude. Yeah, come yeah. On.
3: Just, just absolutely nail it. Uh, Aunt May and, and Uncle Ben, absolute pitch perfect. Uh, Aunt May's yes. a little by then. Aunt conceit is a little dated, but it's still fine. Um, again, straight out of the comic books, that kind of stuff. Uh, they get Uncle Ben, perfect pitch. You know, instead of just getting any old guy to be, you know, uh, uh, say the lines and say, you know, great power, great responsibility. You know, they get a really, really solid character actor to to come in and do it. And yeah, he and he and me McGuire have such great chemistry in, in the in the full staff of this movie. The late, uh, and,
1: the late and great Cliff Robertson.
3: Yeah, yeah. yes, man.
0: Uh, R.I.P. Cliff Robertson. Man.
3: Right. Um. They have a bunch of like great little little guest stars. Like it's a bunch of little comedy people, you know, in this. And it's like oh, Lucy Lawless in this for some reason. Okay. Yes. <laughs> because it's the Miandi, Miandi. Mm. All of them did do a bunch of you know stuff with them, right? Uh. Just just a bunch of great calls on how to utilize just people. So again, the other other late great thing and this well, this little piece of drama came up recently. Uh, Randy Savage, right? Um
0: yes, yes. how do
3: oh, you yeah, yeah. utilize Machine. Randy Savage? You know, we, he doing the same shtick he's been doing in, in WWF for whatever well, twenty some odd years at that point. Um mm-hmm. and they just use him as Bonesom McGraw perfectly in this. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting like little little weird calls in terms of like what kind of decisions they make all right so just the quick little bad stuff with this first film uh and how I feel about it but we will get into that the actual film itself but yeah the only issues that don't really work is that clearly it should have had more action stuff but that couldn't have happened because 9-11 and so they had to do different beats and they're not sure what what they had to do and when um in terms of the shooting schedule uh the second is goblin's outfit it does not work sorry uh it you know did Thing, and then it, it, it don't really look good on camera because it's, uh, like the plastic don't really look good. And yeah, it, it didn't cut together particularly well. That's about it. Very, um, very,
1: very Power Rangers-ish. Right. Yeah,
3: this is... I don't really understand that that conceit, but uh, whatever. Like, it's supposed to? I don't know, whatever. Uh, anyway. Uh, and then Mary Jane, has, in her characterization doesn't work all that well, I think, for the first two films. Um, Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it, it, it just... She... It, she's still just kind of a prop um in the first film the whole point is to give her up so like all right, it makes sense in the first film but then the second film she's the reward and she doesn't really make a decision or at least it's not from her perspective like clearly she made the decision to say all right i know who spider-man is and i'm still going to choose peter over the she astronaut the
1: man, she humanity. the yeah. man at the oh. altar god damn yes, I know, yeah, it right? yeah,
0: yeah. o- over over <laughs> jim um, J- um yeah. jonathan yeah yeah yeah
3: uh, right, but whatever, it's like, it's comic book shit, it's fine And I, I like how they shoot it, they shoot it like a romantic kind of comedy kind of thing Like, it. My it had a Julia Roberts movie at the time, or wrong that oh, time Oh
0: yeah, um, Runaway Bride, was it? Something
3: yeah. like that, right, so it had that same conceit, like, clearly play play on that, that premise Um, But yeah, that's just, uh, you know, the, the first film in particular, just getting into that film it just uh lines up so well. Almost all of it works well. And and the reason why they, why stuff like even like the goblin costume or why that really still still works reasonably well is because Sam Raimi knows how to shoot hokey stuff and make it look scary still anyway. So it's fine. Yeah,
0: like Evil Dead trilogy anyway. Yeah, exactly.
3: So it was it wasn't that big of a problem. Like it's still like, like if you look back at that scene in the indie the fire, it's it, it goofy as hell, you know, him pretending to be an old woman. Like that's so stupid. Oh yeah, the... <laughs> yeah. 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 And then the, camera, the camera turns around and it's just a shock thing. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, we'll talk about the film. But yeah, uh the, the film, the first two films work so well for me. Um, Alfred Molina is absolutely perfect as Doc Ock. And, and I love how they balance him doing the just best being a villainous asshole from the comics, but then giving him like solid great pathos and, and tragic narrative uh in this one. Right. It's actually kind of brilliant where you know, you know, this this guy is basically, hey, he's what Peter could be, and you don't have to be a shitty sad sack and be an intelligent nerd you could be a nude and still have a a good wife and a good life and still be open and and cool it's just you know unfortunately his weird nucleus and experiment goes wrong right um but they they balance it really really well and make that that second film work so well it lines up so well and yeah i mean the the train scenes are goddamn classic right um Mm -hmm. then spider-man 3 comes along and i still think it's one of the best I, i don't know what it is with 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 great trailers and shitty movies, but that's just something that just hype you up so much. Because it's still mm. one of the best trailers out there.
0: But yeah, just that, the music alone, though, yeah. for that trailer. Yeah,
3: it does hype you up so well. It's like a yeah. really well shot, well cut together trailer. Um, But yeah, the film itself just don't work. And for, again, we, we get again to the reasons we just talked about, which is it has two visions just overlapping each other and clashing and not mixing well. And he just didn't have the power. I mean, I, I suppose you could blame Avi Arad for this, maybe. Um, I'm not sure. But it's just, they really, really, really tried to push the Venom thing down, down his throat. And he wasn't having any of it. And he was like, yeah, I still want to do the Sandman thing. Sorry. And, you know, people knocking him for the Sandman thing. But no, the Sandman is the, the, main, the main narrative. Yes, me as the 90s kid would have dropped the Sandman thing entirely, to be honest. But, like, it's, his, it's still his vision. And, you know, I can really argue against or for that. Um, yeah, right. the big problem I had with it was the whole uh, Marco Beanie want to kill Uncle Ben thing. I hate it. Right. I get what you're trying to go for. In terms of closure for Peter, I get what you're trying to go for, but sorry, it's still a lot, a lot of tanks. I hate it. And oh, that... can,
0: can can I just mention one thing about that flip, Marco thing? Watching it again, that 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 was was just annoying. So in his his excuse before he 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 evaporates, sorry, he 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 turns into dust and flies away well, literally, right? Mm-hmm. Is that when the guy from the first movie was running towards the car, right. he get e- excited and, and like, like, pulls the an he, he, yeah. pull trigger and and shoot right. Uncle Ben. Right. Like what? You just get frightened? No, so it's like, yeah, that, oops. Yeah, that okay, sorry. Sense.
3: Which I don't on, again. Man. I don't really like stuff like that. I don't that do bother me as much as just again. You know, to me, the conceit of it don't really work all that well. Again, I get what they try to do eh? because it's not like it totally invalidate Peter's narrative and, and in relation to Uncle Ben or anything like that. That is not what that third film did. Like, just be clear about that. But it still really, really con- you know undermines the conceit of what was what the original conceit was. If if that make any sense. And yeah, they, tried yeah, yeah. Square, they tried to square they to it both ways now. And I was like, all right, the idea, I get the idea was trying to give Peter closure and to maybe stop being Spider-Man. Like I get that is what he was maybe trying to go for. But yeah, the movie, it's clearly it's clearly visions slashing with each other. It don't work. Yes, it is on my top five of most disappointing films. Um, but yeah, that is that's about it for that for me with the Spider-Man franchise. Overall, yeah, I'm a big Spider-Man fan because my dad is one and he kind of get me into mostly watching Spider-Man and Amazing Friends. He had a bunch of comics um the character works because he is the first effectively the first teenage superhero he's the first superhero to be truly relatable and he's one of the rare examples where being spider-man actually makes his life worse right it totally subverts the power fantasy that's why the franchise works that's why the character works and peter parker is a great character and they make it and we'll we'll talk about that with with his first film um yeah that's about it well when are we ready to get into the movie itself yeah
0: Okay, so um, all right. So just to get Tracy and um, and Daniel's um, you know views on the trilogy. So yeah, let, let's let's start off with uh, tr- uh with with Tracy. Sorry, right? Um, yeah, your your just your your quick thoughts on the first um sorry, you know when you saw the first film, um, thoughts on the trilogy itself and particularly um, you know two and three.
4: I have oh thanks. I have uh, like I've come full circle. With early 2000 uh, superhero movies in general. Because you go from the, oh, I love this or I like this to, that's kind of annoying, uh, to, you know what, it was good for the time that it was. And let me see how it could be, how new things could be made better. So that's kind of how I feel when it comes to um, more Spider Man 3 than anything else. Spider Man 1 still holds a really Top tier place in my heart. I really enjoyed it. It's kind of hilarious to me. Like, I remember the first time I I saw the first Spider Man and seeing like the um, certain cameos and being like, that's Jockster, that's Xena. Because, you you know, Sam Raimi and Ted Raimi for me was always Xena. And Mm. then, you know, he comes on and he gets involved in Spider Man. It was hilarious to me that when I saw spider-man that's when it put two and two together that the tag at the end of xena that said sam raimi's that same guy and then dark man so that was a whole height onto itself um that first spider-man still gives me like it gives me a, a kind of a kind of joy that i feel sometimes when i look at some of my modern iterations i look at it and i think to myself okay you have more budget you have better uh, visual effects, but there's something missing and I always go back to maybe some of these older classics in Spider-Man 3 I'll, I'll, I have this written on there. One of you were talking about it The dancing scene in Spider-Man 3 for me really, you know, that really doesn't bother me. The thing that bothers me is that jazz Dancing to fever in the nightclub the whole he gives right. me fever what that yes. shit? I can do without I, I they could kick that out would be fine hilariously Watching No Way Home. At the end of No Way Home, when Peter walks into his apartment, the new apartment, um, Tom Holland's Peter walks into his apartment. Someone in IMAX
3: was screaming out, "You'll get your rent when you fix the damn door." Exactly. I, he told red <laughs> <laughs> I swear to the rent guy. I swear rent man was going shopping. I, I had hoped. I was hoping I, the rent man
4: was going to show up. I really hope that that, I, re, I don't know if that Russian, that actor is still alive, but I, I feel like even if they were to even bring in the daughter, um, because she would be age appropriate and make her the landlady in this new universe, something to tie it back. But it, it's 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 one of those things where the entire Spider-Man, um, original Spider-Man franchise, love it, hate it, however you feel about it, it became memeable. You know that whole thing of Peter crying over Uncle Ben that became a whole meme again with the whole "you'll you'll get your rent when you fix this damn door." It's things like that that stays in our minds, and I and I appreciate that. Um, I'm there, there's certain things in Spider-Man too f- funny enough that I could do without. The raindrops keep falling on my head. Watching people, you know, getting their ass kicked and sense. eating a hot dog. Um, I get <laughs> like I like I I, I, like I get it. it. It's yeah. silly, but that's the point. It's supposed to be silly, yeah. I get it, but it was, it's one of those things that's like... So I grade movies on how much of it do I want to fast forward when I go and and, and watch it again at home. And that is a scene that I can do without in terms of that. But it's still it's still one of those things where I have to agree um, Toby gives a really good Peter it's one of those. It's one of those hilarities for me where, if I'm being really honest, I grew up watching and enjoying all things Spider-Man. But Spider-Man was not one of those heroes. Like, I mean, Spider-Man has no money. He's he's in a mess. He's not. I don't. I don't necessarily need him. I don't need to be to to have a hero that relates to me in terms of me not having money and me trying to figure out what the heck is going on with my life. Even though he was a teenager, I was still more on the pantheon of DC gods. That being said, I still sat down and watched, you know, the 60s Spider-Man. I'm trying to figure out where I saw it, whether it was Satellite or if it was TTT or someone of them. Yeah, uh, for, me was,
3: for me, it was sci-fi syndication.
4: It, I, I'm really trying to figure out where... Like, I know TTT had Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Right. And there is the first... Ep- I think it's the first episode. One of those episodes is forever burned into my mind, which is 10, ten little superheroes with a chameleon brought Spider-Man and Firestar and Iceman and a whole bunch of heroes and he was transforming into everyone and basically offing all the heroes. That is burnt into my head. But in terms of, uh, like like Spider-Man as a whole, he's not one of those superheroes that I would be like, I simply must dress up or I simply must, you know, be uh, a Spider-Man. Yet his movies and his animated series, um, series, series, always got to me. Where Sam Raimi is concerned, I'm very much here for the, for the first one. The second one, I dig it. I love the conversation between like uh, between Octavius, the quiet moment, the conversation between Octavius and Peter. Um, even the idea of how he got Rosie involved, even the idea yeah. of him trying to read poetry to Mary Jean, and Mary Jean is like, I'm not about that life. You know, yeah. you're an empty yeah. chair. That was joy. Um, so, yeah, so that is that that's, that's it for me with uh, uh, Sam Raimi, Spider-Man. Interestingly enough, he had an article. There was an article, rather, that came out. I think it was either last night or yesterday. I saw it on Twitter. Uh, Sam was saying two things. One, he got he admits that he got rel flack from the fandom when he did the organic web shooters. That's,
2: right, right. you know. Well, that was, that was uh, uh, I'm going to talk that about that.
1: Was, that, was that was really a, that's something that you Go ahead. That wasn't mm. even his though. That was James Cameron. Okay, right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. I that's something that don't bother me as much as like it's something that used to bother me because it was a here's the problem, it's something that with, you could understand bothering you, but it makes sense the conceit of like a series because mm-hmm. you had to you had to read it weekly, but for like a single movie, and you don't really have to worry it as a as a causal concept because you know it it was always a source of tension. He robot run out of web fluid and he in trouble. Uh, but since it's a movie, that's not a problem. So it's like whatever. Um, well, that's I, another thing I hated in Spider-Man 2, by the way. Like they brought it up, and but it was more like a psychosomatic thing. It's like okay, mm-hmm. well I just kind of wear and do But yeah, again, it's something that really bothered yeah. me. It used to bother yeah, me, and, and now it doesn't. It's, it's, fine. it's right,
2: right.
4: So we have that, and then we have the other story, which was he had said if he was doing Spider-Man 4, he would have brought in Craven the Hunter. Yeah. Uh, so there's a that's a you know just as a random thought. I'm kind of it's very weird now that I think about it. I'm kind of hoping in in terms of Multiverse of Madness that I get to see Ted Raimi do some random, show up in some cameo or something like that. Because, you know, he always puts his brother in there to do something yeah. or the other. Right. Um, and it would feel like home. But in terms, like I said, I, so that's, those, are my, those are my general thoughts. I'm very much big on Spider-Man 1. I like Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 3, you know, my boy giving his prayers to Deloitte to kill Peter Parker. There's something deeply
0: hilarious
4: about it. Yeah. Um, the delivery
0: uh, is hilarious.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, my one drama with that particular scene, and then I'll, I'll just wrap up, is a bell tower in a church is pretty high. Um, and <laughs> yeah, so, boy. even if you're looking... extra vision
3: yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, well, tell you're it, you're tele- looking, t- yeah telescopic vision. Yeah.
4: like, somebody screaming you 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 realize his scream is parker you could see his face from up there. That's these friends the of the people.
3: the body's a photographer the <laughs> but yeah that's it, for, that's it for me for now
0: yeah all right all right and uh well well before we get to to daniel and then you know the review proper um note to self though i really need to watch that japanese spider-man though um the, if if you haven't seen the the trailer for that though watch it it is one of the most hilarious things you know what like, yeah oh so yeah. Uh, yeah 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 the, the, the 70s japanese one I, I need to watch that like asap yeah
3: it was super fascinating history behind that like why you know you could actually tank Marvel for all the Super Sensai shit we get nowadays.
0: Um, oh, whole, oh, right, right. right. Uh, yeah, it's a really,
3: really fascinating history as to why that happened. It was supposed to have all the captains of countries, not just Captain America. Yeah, oh, okay,
0: okay. It's a whole a little, thing.
3: It's really, really, re- right. re- really clever and interesting and, and Stanley going to Japan. And
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that, would, that would have been interesting, right? Yeah, uh, so last but not least, um, Daniel, just your history with the first movie, like when you first saw it, Um, and just thoughts on, you know, two and three.
1: Well, uh, I was uh, too young. I was still in primary school, like when the first film came out, but I was always like, oh, I was always aware that there was a Spider-Man movie out, so I didn't see it in theaters, but my father's friend, he Sometime, sometime later after the movie came and went. He had it on DVD and he lent it to me. And I popped it in my DVD player. I watched it and I was like... After it all... As a, as a little kid, I was expecting... I was kind of expecting more action. But I was a stupid little kid. And all the boring character stuff really didn't... Uh, really didn't sit well with me. So, uh... I remember not really liking it all that much but as i got older and my tastes started to evolve i I looked back on it and i'm like this is actually really good i would rank this uh, i'm ranking i rank all the spider-man films and this is the second best one this for me this is always the second best spider-man movie spider-man 2 will always be the best spider-man movie ever made in my opinion Nice. I know a lot. Of, I know a lot of people. A lot of people say that Into the Spider Verse is the best one, but <laughs> probably is what Ricardo is saying is like a different generations, mm. different generations. Yeah, here's the thing with Into the Spider Verse. I have one problem with it, and it's the one thing
3: everybody like about it, which is all the extra spider people. Like to me, all the extra spider people completely undermine the tension of the story. But people okay. like the Peter Parker, so it's like all right, well, whatever. Like yeah. to me, that's completely dismissed the argument from that perspective. But that's the reason why the movie doesn't work all that well for me, because the away totally take away the tension from the storyline. It's like mm. you have six goddamn spider people that like you must win. What the hell? <laughs> Am I the only one who like this?
1: Notice that? Yeah, well, I yeah. well, I I like Into the Spider Verse. I don't love it, but uh, I don't consider it the best. I consider Spider-Man two the best. As for Spider-Man three. I have my own ideas for how to fix that movie one option is to let Sa- give Sam Raimi the creative freedom that he wanted and let me see what he could actually do because according to him he originally wanted Peter the story to revolve around Peter Mary Jane Harry and Sandman those are the only four characters he wanted to focus on so I say give him the creative freedom and let him make the movie he wanted. Now let's get into this. Let's get into the first Spider-Man movie. Yes, yes. Let's
0: let's let's forget about Venom, which I didn't get him, Right.
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I, I had to
0: do it. I had to do it, right? So no. let's let's go all the way back now, back at the time, you know, 2002, right? Um with the first Spider-Man movie, right? So uh one thing one one reason why this movie uh, really works though, and to extend the second one, right? Um is Danny Elfman boy. Um yeah. his score for this movie is so exciting, it's so exhilarated. Yeah. It just thrills you from the movie. This score is it so started. good.
3: So, it's quite so so, so good in this. I didn't know that he and and Remy had a big fallen out, apparently. So, they had to, like, just recycle stuff from this first one in the second film. And he didn't notice. Really? I did not notice that. Like, somebody tell me that years later. I was like, oh, shit. That, like,
1: parallel hard. Like, that kind (laughs) of make... Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it was in the credits. It was was in the credits for Spider-Man 3. Like, Christopher Young scored it. Right. No, no. I'll I'll say it's Spider-Man 2. From what I understand, it's Spider-Man 2. It was still
3: it is still it was still uh Elfman, but it's not original stuff from Elfman. They just recycle stuff from part one.
0: Oh, okay, uh, did okay. You notice
3: that? From what I understand, that's that's what happened. I'm like, oh shit, that kind of dread <laughs> Like that that like kind of it right? Like is yeah. you know, so much good work went into this first film. That was
0: that, that, for films. <laughs> that that would kind of explain though, just to touch quickly on um, Spider-Man Two, that moment where you know Peter's jumping over the roof and he's like, "I'm back." Right. Why they use the team song again? Like they literally use it right. over right. again. You know, exactly. kind of interesting so to me why they use that song now again. Sorry.
3: Yeah, it's so thematically strong. You don't need to like put more material. Because usually they'll like just get a whole guide. You'll just get them to do back a whole bunch of stuff for the same thing. It's like now nah, man. You're good there And that's why This first film And the second film So organically Bleeding into each other now um and it's yeah. so well well done in that sense yeah
0: go ahead. no sorry i understand I understand yeah well that, that's a really interesting point there right um so you know we have the opening narration um uh, who am i you sure you want to know the story of my life is not for the heart right <laughs> and to me it's always like is it though but then when you really think about like where the direction the show goes like you know it is kind of right too you know, because the 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 guy really goes through well i was just thing I love about the show how it how it kind of constructs and deconstructs the whole idea of what it means to be a superior right you know right, right. um Yes, it's fun to be swinging through the, you know, in, in the air and all that kind of stuff, but but all the sacrifices and all the burdens yeah. that you have to bear. And yeah. yeah, this this show really touches on that very well, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, that's, yeah that's what this was. This was from Neils That absolutely. That's the whole. It really subverts
3: the power fantasy. Like it just takes the power fantasy. Like yeah, it's damn cool to be Spider Man, no doubt. But that shit have a price, and we're gonna show you what much you gotta pay. And yeah, they, they have told Maguire, his acting is so perfect. You know, is what is what movie he was in? *Inside House Rules*. Yeah, *Inside uh, House yes, Rules*. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, it, that's, that's Which, which
0: facial... I saw, um, uh, which I saw after the fact, but yeah. because I think for me this was like my, I think if I'm not mistaken, right. this was my official introduction to um, to Toby, Do- uh to Toby McGuire. Right. I never saw him before, but, but, but it, yeah, is... in, but but with it's... this film though, you know, just just perfect cast in my opinion.
3: Yeah, his facial expressions alone, just that, like just change your face from upset to to excited to being kind of creepy. To being earnest, like that's what like, he balances that so well, as well. Where he's very earnest, but like if you think about it, that shit kind of creepy <laughs> like, because,
1: like, he, he, because like, he looks like a legit nerd,
3: exactly. And they didn't nail that, just that, that just facial expressions and him bouncing off all the other characters. Uh, yeah, absolutely perfect casting. Yeah, go ahead, Matthew, sir,
0: right, right, right. Also, Tracy is still there with us.
3: No, yeah, I was going to ask something, <laughs> something random um,
4: right. in in that, because you're talking about the opening animation, and now I'm playing all these movies in my head. There was the age of everybody having an opening animation, beca- uh, opening narration because I yeah. think Daredevil was doing yeah. that. and Then, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. the X's, uh, Professor X was doing it. And I'm trying to figure out who else was doing that That whole scene of, uh, except for Fantastic Four, I think. But everybody else was going through this whole motion of telling us yeah. what was happening and where yeah, we yeah, Yeah, do yeah to do the, the brooding, yeah to do the
3: brooding. And then you know, like, and then you circle
4: yeah. back around to, to Ragnarok where you know, right. you know, Thor is like, I bet you're wondering, you know, what,
3: what yeah, but the, Batman, the Batman movie did it. Mm, yeah. The well, Batman yeah. movie did it. Yeah, it's like it's fine, you know. I mean it's gala but you know, it's a easy easy easy, easy storytelling beat. So yeah. it's
0: it's effective. It's Very effective, effective. Yes. storytelling. That that's exactly. what it is, right? <laughs> yeah yeah so our story begins right at this field trip over at the science department at uh, columbia university right um also attending this trip is harry osborne right uh who gets shuffled to the building alongside his dad norman who's played by you know a boy william defoe right and of course pete and harry are friends and you just pre- pretty much see where their relationship sorry where their friendship goes the you know through these films right yeah um the love triangle, basically between Pete, uh, Harry, and Mary Jane, who is played by and uh, Dunst, is, is set up pretty early in the film, right? So there's this moment where, like during the lecture, um, um, basically Pete tells Harry that there's you know one is one spider, basically you know has this. Um, could, could pretty much blend with his surroundings. Now he yeah. says there's a a, a defense mechanism. I literally, I I love how how it's set up to her. Uh, Cause Harry's like, oh yes this this uh Mary, you are uh, Mary Jane. You 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 go talk to. It's like, nah, I don't want to talk to her. Or, you we he say no, you go talk to her, right. And that's what he does. He got, he does there. He looks at another spider and says, you know that 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 that, that spiders. You know, bl- um, blend with his surroundings. It's called a defense mechanism. It's like, ah, okay, I like that, right. I like that. Then he's um, able to bounce that off, you know? Yeah, what,
3: what's funny about this is, the, well, okay, so another, another small nitpicky problem. It's only in retrospect is up something. Because it's like you had to you had to let it go in, in, the, in the 2000s and the 90s, which is the age. <laughs> I mean, grown-ass yeah. Peter Parker.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I know, I know. Is he not as expected? I know. Like, whatever. But, child um, labor yeah. laws, dude, child labor laws. What has cracked me up is um,
3: the guy who's played his teacher, I think, younger than both of them. Are you serious? I think he had the, the, black, yeah, he was the black teacher. That when I did know. They, when, they, when they were going with the, um, the, yeah, that the field trip. I forget what you had, but you'll know him. He's a bald black teacher. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He was in the field trip, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, oh, yeah, by the way, gonna gonna there's I, it's, seriously, I didn't even know that, right? Yeah. But there's a moment that I picked up on where Harry says to to Mary Jean, right? Spiders can change their color to blend into their environment. And you, see, you just cut to Peter's reaction, boy. Yeah. That is just priceless, boy. That kind of defeated that sort of wah 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 look in his face though but you know he feel it real hard and to me that, that's what feels my line. For. yeah like he stole <laughs> you know what I mean um but yeah, during the lectures, mentioned that you know at the department they were using the, the DNA that's all called of various spiders to produce fifteen genetically designed super spiders. Why? I don't know. Cause, cause, uh, cause script. Yeah, it's that's a, why, right? It's
3: comic, comic, and super science.
0: It's yes, <laughs> basically, right. And uh, you know, it, it's great that you have Mary Jean of all people saying, "Oh, once one of them is missing, right." right. Um, and of course, you know, well, well, while, well, you know, Pete finally, well, he, there's a moment where, where Peter finally gets the chance to talk to Mary Jane. And it's kind of cute, you know, he's talking about, oh, I'm just going to take a picture for the for the school people, blah, blah, blah. So while he's doing all that now, that's when, you know, the missing super spider comes, guts into Pete's um, hand and bites him, right? So um, afterwards, we, we get to see um, Norman's uh, Norman uh, husband, um, dilemma, which is the typical yeah I make these I make this chemical for the military, uh, which they call performance enhancers. Along with a glider and an exosuit and all these kind of things, right? Right. Yeah, but right, you know, the chemical up. turns people violent and insane. So basically, the military wants to wants to pull out the, from the project. So they give them like a few days to get this thing together, or else, right? You know, usual thing, usual thing, right? But you the, got a lovely
4: doctor that that his partner, the doctor, that was there with him. Yeah, who's the actor?
3: Who's he? Um, that's a good question. I don't kind know actually. Me. But he's a, he's a known, yeah, he's like a known character actor. I forget. It. But they, they had, like, a bunch of, like, good little side people in this, too. Like, uh, I think the girl who did block Peter from sitting with him on the bus, right? And I do the girl. Mm-hmm. I think right,
2: like, that
0: was in the
1: beginning of the Betty film. Betty Brandt. Right? That's what? supposed to be Betty Brandt, apparently. No, 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 no. That's not Betty Brandt. That's Liz Allen. Liz Allen,
3: sorry. Right. That's Liz right, Allen. Right, right. Yeah, it's Liz Allen. So like, okay, right. Like, oh, it's all these little, little silly little side characters that they have. They just didn't name them.
0: yeah, yeah. So, um, touching on, on Uncle Ben for a bit, right? So one thing about this 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 movie here in particular, right? Um, you know, we always like to zero in on the Uncle Ben death scene, right? But you know, I actually have a few moments where, you know, there's this you just see just how endearing of a character he is, right? And that's credit to, you know, Cliff Robertson, right? Rest in peace, right? Um, he's just so likable, so relatable. There's the moment with him and Aunt Me, right? Played by Rosary Rosemary Harris, right? Um, you know, talking about um how, you know, when these are the people he talk about computer repairment, computer analysis. Hey, even computers need analysts, right? That's a nice little joke, right? But you know, you just get that warm chemistry between the two of them. There, you just really understand why they make for 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 great. Um, why he makes sorry for a great father figure towards um, towards Peter, right? Right. Um, so meanwhile, in our last act of desperation, Norman decides he's going to try out the performance enhancement on himself, and you kind of know what happens there. The, the The same guy whose name we're trying to figure out he gets killed because you know the, you know Norman kind of freaks out. So this is literally the birth of the of the Green Goblin himself, right? Uh, while this oh wait, uh, uh,
1: Strom, 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 Doctor Strom, is Dr. his
0: name? Okay, what what's what's he what's the actor's name?
1: Oh, the actor. Uh, um, yeah, I try to remember the character actor. Yeah, sure? yeah. Why,
0: why, 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 do you look for it? I'll just continue the, the uh, I'll continue story time, right? So this was before. This was before after him uh him getting kicked out of the board, and you can't yes. do. This. No, 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 no. He he there got kicked him. out after. Like right, you, right, right. You can't do like, this. Like yeah, yeah. Li- yeah. really to, into the story actually, right so um so peter now well you know after you know because of the bike now he you know he goes home he's he's tired he passes out actually right so he's feeling sick right and you know this is also an interesting uh moment in the film for me uh when he wakes up now he wakes up with muscles he actually like you know like when he's looking through his glasses is blurry so when he takes it off he's seeing like much clearer now um and just to touch on the muscles thing quickly, I always thought that was, like, like, a big deal, like, you know, to me, I wasn't sure, like, at the time, if, if Toby really bulked up for it, or if they did, like, see, you know, Captain America, um, the first Avenger, where it's like, oh, it's this actor's nah, yeah, face, right. but it's somebody else's body, you know, like, nah, yeah, they bulk up. Bulk it's, up. It's, yeah, 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 I know that, like, like, in hindsight, right, um,
3: Shout out yeah. to the American healthcare system, though, where right. you yeah, would rather that, that's prefer what to what go. Woman, yes. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. How funny, we decided to just take our instead of going to the hospital. Like I, I can't like, go I, to the I mean, hospital. Yeah. I mean, the I thing is, like the our golf ball. Eh, I, like whatever.
0: I know, right? And <laughs> I, I, all right, and in retrospect, I, I know the you know the film meant sorry, the, the the you know it was it was it was basically the the, the film didn't mean t- meant it to be intentionally creepy, dread. Right? But yo, yo, the moment that the man realized he could see properly now, that's when the film touches on the fact that Mary Jane is the man is a man neighbor. Like the first thing he does is look out of his window and he's seeing Mary Jane dressing, ready to go out. I'm like, wow, Dre, like you're you kinda settled the fact that he was neighbors early on, and, but don't make they him make him into like me. this proof Dre. Right, exactly. And they didn't make they didn't
3: they didn't do, they wasn't even subtle with the whole web shooter is the jackalit thing, yeah. Not subtle. Yeah. With that Ooh, shit at all. Not subtle with that bullshit at all. So it's boy, like, yeah, it's good, timing, yeah. right?
0: Because yeah, the, the moment that he tries it out though, that's when he he ended up um smashing um a lamp and you know the right. auntie me comes to the, like what are you up to? It's like uh, <laughs> right. nothing, just just exercising. <laughs> you know? And they're like, Ugh, like like I know I don't want to think about it. I know <laughs> yeah. I don't want but to, but, but they the show it... kind of making it out. <laughs> <laughs> when they do it i oh, sorry subtext upon subtext subtext by subtext right but alongside with with the whole uh web stuff which i'll get into in a bit right um he also notices you know his ability to to stick on to, to certain um surfaces right and i love how they set that up too with with him trying to catch the bus um and with him touching that go wildcat sign that's the the side of the bus itself and the, um the top part of it rips off right so that, that was really cool um Cafeteria scene where where you know he he learns about his reflexes and all that right. It's a cool shot, right? Uh, right. Although the setup is kind of lame, you know, with Mary Jane just suddenly slipping and falling, whoop! And all of a sudden, you know, he just grabs all of her stuff there with with his tree. Uh, the shot um, itself looks really good, though. But the setup with her slipping and falling is like, all right, really, bro. Like like was this a commercial or something, no, Yeah. Know?
3: And is he famous? Is he famous? Like what? It was a uh, take. I'm um, like two hundred some takes or something insane, like, uh? yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah.
4: Yeah. 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 It's about that.
0: Yeah. Right. And I also love how it ends too where, you know, he notices that her her fork, not his, but her fork is stuck to his um his palm and wristner. And when he tries to pull it off now, that's when he notices the weapon for the first time, right? And everybody's like, Oh wow, you're, you're you're a freak, man. You're weird, right? Um I remember um, you know, just just um back just a the totally weapon for a bit, right? back then for me that was a big deal now because you know when you grew up in the 90s you know we, we, we we've played the marvel games right we've seen you know the spider-man cartoons already the comics right and it's like oh we're doing organic webbing now you know but you know at the time i was like all right well two years ago they gave us x-men and they were wearing like black leather so like all right i understand now the nature of you know, um, comic book to film adaptations. You right. have to change certain things so, you know, non-fans could kinda understand what's going on and you don't have to overthink things now. So I felt like, you know, and this is what um, you know, the amazing Spider-Man films try to fix, right? Yeah. Um where, you know, but here now it's just like, all right, well it's a spider, you get bite, okay, you have these powers. So why not have him have make organic weapon? Just why not? Let's rule yeah. with it, right? And if you don't like that, well, you have the comics and you have the TV shows and all that stuff, right? You could get so it's in, like, all right, you know what? Yeah, fine, I mean,
3: let's just go, it's natural, okay, fine,
0: let's go on, yeah?
3: You could get into all kind of, like, weird arguments about plausibility and which one does work better or not. I mean, again, again, as a fan, and I, you know, back then I wanted the things to be more close to the comics. But it, like, from a script standpoint, yes, it is, it makes much more sense, like, if you think about it. It's kind of like the whole having Rogue be the central character in, in X-Men. Like it have a purpose just because you need to get from point A to point B and like right and why is it faster? Like that's how I think about it. Like it's just it's just a smart decision in that way because like you have no time for this bullshit. You have to get at a at of pause. He won't make up the way. Like like logically he won't just do that. Like why would he do that to think to swing? But if he have it intuitively, that's part of his biology, then he would think all right I could do something with this and he see it pulling stuff and really hard. Then you can have the intuition to swing just to get the scene later. You know, it's just these little, these little skip script decisions you have to make now. Because, again, you have to tell a story in a short period of time. That's that's that why I don't really have a big problem with it from that standpoint. Now.
0: However. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, the first instance of, of the Spider-Sense is really is, right. is cool. Uh, although it is uh, very early true. 2000s, though. Um, because, you know, they have to do true. the... Sorry?
3: No, well, your boy that coming up just now.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, <dear>, Joe Manganello. <laughs> <Flash>. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Cause, Cause, basically, Cause they just have to do the, the, the um, you know, the slow zoom. You know, I means they have to zoom in on this fly. They have fly to zoom it. in on this spit that's coming up from this guy's straw. Yeah. But it's when you when Flash Thompson, who by the way is you know the, 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 um, the current boyfriend of um of Mary Jane, right? It's when he comes in with the punch, and that oh that that's still goofy as hell though but i get it's more <laughs> right um you get a memorable line here you know i don't want to fight you flash i like what flashes i don't want to fight me neither sorry i wouldn't want to fight me neither right and the fight itself works right and you know it's it's very matrix inspired you know, as far as um you know peter's body movements go and whatnot um but just but it's just, like, and you also see um, Peter's super strength as well, too, because yeah, he just lands full punch, blow, and send him across now, you know what I mean? Um, but for me, one of the best moments of this movie, hands down, is where Peter tests his wall-crawling ability, right? Um, just the music alone is fantastic, right? That do 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 right? Just so mysterious, like, oh my God, I'm, like, just trying out something new, right? And just from a camera work perspective, that's just the, the tilt of the camera as well works, you know, just just works perfectly because it could have just been you know the camera looking down at peter while he's he's climbing but the camera just does this tilt where you're just seeing like the you know like where you see the sky itself mm-hmm. right so it totally yeah. works right and how it ends though, with him going woo, it will be like i love that right and yeah. it just gets better boy because you're seeing again some matrix stuff with him just running uh, on, on yeah. rooftops
3: and yeah, jumping be not even cg not best cg but yeah,
1: yeah no 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 it's, but, early, but, is, uh, it's early 2000 cg yeah forgive it
4: forgive yeah. it
2: yeah, yeah, yeah is, I'll, I'll,
4: I'll tell you though it's seeing the barbs coming out of his fingers as he's getting ready to climb up yes, that's wall. cool Yes, i thought I was, that was, that was really, cool, really but cool i, I thought that was cool
0: yeah
4: it's cool and it's there's something about it I, I haven't really put my finger on it it was kind of freaking creepy the way was just this barb, I because it looked they, like they, they look
0: metal metallic bars. they
3: look very yeah. metallic
0: yeah yeah
3: so uh, what what was what was interesting about this you uh, know and it, again is remy you know just the kind of potential body horror that could come from this snuff now like, I, I could imagine, like, I've, you know, we're getting Monster Spider from Remy in the long run. Like, I could imagine that. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, stuff like that. Or Alistair Smite. Or, you know, it's, it's kind of a shame that Remy didn't get more with this. Eh? But, like, yeah, oh, we could oh, get, like, get some yeah. weird
1: shit going he Some the Morb- some. He, I would have liked to see him tackle Morbius. Yeah, well... Yeah, yeah, Well,
0: you know. No, 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 that that, that actually would have been interesting. Um, especially yeah. like while we where we saw that character in the in the nineties um animated right. series, right? Um yeah. speaking of matrix, we even get, you know, a free your mind moment, right? Where basically um, you know, Peter has to get from point E basically to this, like he has to cover this lot this large distance now to get to this um this building, right? And it's like, all right, well I have to use the webs, right? And you know, never forget, you know, seated in theaters. the audiences was laughing with the go web, fly. Right up up on the way where yeah. kind of like, but yeah. like, and, kind of right? and i like this how, without thinking you know a web stream comes out right it's like oh okay let me just try it and he gets one to stick on a crane right. and you know <laughs> great moment now where he's swinging he's like ah and then he has he a bam um, hitting a billboard right although the nitpick here at the moment he hits the um the the moment that he hits the uh poster and slides down um no reaction afterwards it just literally cuts to nightfall now to nighttime sorry i just see pete running home just so i was I finding just, out just was like, an odd, like like I, all right like like i'm not seeing show you know um you know birds you know um um you know flying around his head and he's going Ey. i'm not seeing that but give my little reaction to him literally you know landing smack I, just assume, into- I just i just assumed that he knocked out <laughs> It's a comedy beat, like it's, that's what it is. You yeah, just
3: cut to whatever. Like I, that's that's a thing. I don't know. I don't really yeah, like, think it's... about that. It's just a yeah, comedy
0: beat. I, I
1: don't know. I still find that like,
0: there's just a weird cut, right? But anyway, well, right. That, so that is
1: that is that is in a lot of Sam Raimi's films. He likes to humorously torture his his actors.
0: Look, Evil Dead to anyone, like that's a prime example of that, right? With um <laughs> Bruce Campbell, who I'll get into it a bit, right? You know, shout out to Ash Williams himself, right? Anyway, so uh, we got a nice chat with, uh, with, with, you know, between Peter and MJ on the night off, right? Um, and I like just in terms of setup where, you know, um, Flash shows up. It's like, hey, here's my new car. And then she just jumps in and, and drives off, right? Um, so you know, Peter being the, the the teen, quote unquote, that he is, decides that he has to get a car too, right? He has to impress MG. He has to drive around with her, right? But you know, in retrospect, it's a great piece of writing too, because you know, he had those those first couple moments with him missing the bus and you know everybody laughed at him, right? So it makes right. sense. Like it makes sense, it's like, like example, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like get the bus, right? uh sorry, get the car, sorry, right? Um, and upon looking for, you know, yeah, uh, for for card deals and whatnot, he stumbles on an ad for amateur wrestling, right? So basically he, he gets paid, you know, you'll get paid three thousand dollars. If you last a rig for three minutes, right? And colorful characters are must do. And that's where Pete comes up basically, with the Spidey Suit Mach 1. That's all I'll call it, right? Yeah. Uh afterwards you get a great moment between Pete and Uncle Ben, where Ben, you know, drops some, you know, um some 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 nice advice, right? You know, like these are the years when a man changes to the man he'll become for the rest of his life. Right. Just be careful who you change into, right? And then of course he drops think, a straight line I think, I, with great power comes it, great he was... responsibility.
3: He was lying to him for something. He just kind of lying to him where he, went, where he wanted to go, right? He was going to oh, go well, to No,
0: the no, he, 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 was, he was saying he was going to the library and right, uh, right, Uncle, right, right. Uncle Ben said he was going to meet him at 10, right? But, right, you yes. know, it was like, nah, well, I, I'm, I'm actually going to go to, um to right. you know, this rest do this wrestling gig and then but, and, I'll and, come and meet Uncle
3: and Ben. He, and, and I thought actually the quick body language was like, yeah, Uncle Ben knew he lined to him. Kind of thing now
0: Like that's yeah. all kind of Read the scene Yeah Okay great. Yeah And then there's also this This you know Why are you talking to me Like you're, you're my father Kind of moment Right, right And right, it, right. it really It really hits too There's just that Emotional beat Between the two of them It really really works Right And then what makes it Even, even more impactful Now is that This is the last time That he He gets to have a one on one With Uncle Ben Right So on the night off right so we meet you know now we get to one of the most memorable scenes in the film the bone saw mcgraw v spider-man fight right so yeah, perfect yeah. casting of the late great macho man randy savage he just has that great voice that you know uh well, that's one of my favorite lines. You're going nowhere. I got mm. you for three minutes, three minutes of playtime. Like, I love that, right? Mm-hmm. Also, points for having Bruce Campbell be the MC, and he's the one right. who announces him as the amazing Spider Man. Because, right. yeah, Peter was going as the human Spider. I was like, dude, what kind of name is that? Yeah, right? terrible calling, you know? bad calling. Yeah. Right. Now, to talk about that line that, you know, that, that became a, a, a deal a few days ago before, you know, at the time of us recording this, now, where we're basically outfit. Yeah, cute, we, we, we kinda of have to bring it up, right? we're, we're basically right. um that's a a cute drink, well, did your <laughs> husband give it to you? <laughs> yeah Exactly, that that's the line that that's at the beginning of the fight, right? right. Now how I see it, right? In, in in retrospect, right? It's one of those okay, it's a PG thirteen film. If this was PG, we would have said, Did your mommy make it for you? or if this was a cut, right? right? And kids laugh at it, ha, ha ha, your mommy make it ha tough wrestler again, this ha, ha, right? But it's PG thirteen, so they could get away with that line, right? Now, right. What really it all boils down to is just, I am just trying to cut this muscular guy to size. It's the usual, I'm talking down to bully line. That's what it is. It's not meant to be homophobic, you know, but, you know, some people what? just read it as yeah. that, right? I
2: think I think the
3: big, the, big, the big conceit is that oh, you're using something implicitly effeminate as an insult. That's it. I mean, that's what people have a problem with. I I, I never read it as impl- explicitly homophobic, but it's one of those now. Like, you know, you yeah. like how people will make a casual racist joke or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's why people might complain about it. Maybe like the whole the whole censorship thing is a whole story by itself. I mean, I right, I that was,
0: that was gonna bring up cause yeah, all right. of a sudden this this well, not in all stations, but this is some stations that right. run in this film now, they just cut that scene entirely. It's like all right. Well, well, let's okay, cut the line. the line, okay. Well, let's
3: change the line. They do the they do the money the Friday snakes on a plane bullshit now. They do that. Oh, like, okay. I, they...
0: I just thought they just cut it out entirely.
3: No. Okay. no that's not what they did. They, they, just, they just did these snakes on a plane Monday to Friday thing. So it's just like this kind of dumb censorship. Thing. Um, Yeah, again, it don't bother me super much. And I kind of get why they, they would censor it. Like, I get it. But, yeah, it's like, it's, it's just a goofy thing. But it's one of those cultural things that, that we're just going to change and move on from. And it's up to you to accept that or not. I don't know. It's up, it's up to you with that. I. It don't exactly. bother me too, too much.
0: Yeah, it's just a line, though. You know, but anyway... um you know,
3: but one way or the other, like, to be to be honest. Like, it's just, like, I get why you would go both ways on this. Because, yeah, yes, yeah. like, it's a working itself. And, yeah, that's a real popular meme with that, eh? But, yeah.
0: That, that, that's true, that's true, yeah. Yeah, very, very yeah, popular. Yeah, uh, but, 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 yeah, Tracy, your, your quick thoughts on, you know, the, the, the line, the conjugal no, line.
4: You see, my thing with that is I'm actually surprised no one, for all intents and purposes, picked that up earlier. And for me, it's one of those things where I get why it is uh why it is a scene now we can say that was based on the time or that was just a cool thing but i could tell you me going into high school or you know whatever it is i'm doing i'm not doing something that the average guy would have been doing at that time and so the first thing that you find a lot of people do is they find a way to say well since you're not doing that clearly something is wrong with you and the first jump that they make is to uh homosexuality or the idea of it being effeminate so the idea of him coming and seeing uh, you know did your husband make that to you where the whole group of people are trying day in day out to get America of all places to realize that they exist and they are uh, they are people and that there are views and that kind of stuff I could see how that would aggravate people I would see how people would come and say well okay maybe we should Acts that line because it's a, it's like a low hanging fruit for me to go right. and tell somebody, hey, you know, you're you're looking like that because what? You're 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 implying that they're gay and also, gay is a bad
3: thing. Right. So again, you it's, know, a, it's, it's a, a low hanging fruit. It's a shitty punch dong joke. Like let I admit that it, it, that's what it is. But again, for its time, you totally understand why they would do it. I totally understand why it would be in the script. Uh it's just look, it's a product of time. Move on. You know, it's one station that censors that a kinda. So I don't know. It it doesn't bother me, and it's I one of those. It's a non-trivial. Scene. Let us put it like that, right? It's a non-trivial. Agreed.
0: Scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not 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 to lose your mind over, right? right. So yeah, after the fight, now he gets a hundred dollars, and he excuses "Well, you know, <laughs> you you pinned him them in two, right?" Which is like, jeez, like you you are serious, right? So yeah. as as Pete storms out, now this guy, this robber shows up, and you know, um, pretty much robs the guy, and then you know, as Pete approaches the elevator, Pete notices the robber leaving the office uh, office, sorry, with the money, right? Pete steps his side, and you know, allowing the robber to run. Into the elevator and escape, right? I love how he says thanks, You know, before the, the 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 um the doors close, I love that, right? But it's when the you know the the, the booking agent basically comes in and says, you know, you could have taken that guy apart, right? No, you yeah. get with my money, right? And then he, uh, Peter says, i miss the Power. Where that's my problem, right? Meme. Which is the same <laughs> words that you know oh, the guy oh, told me. him, Trent. Like,
3: he's, a, he's a meme all the type for years after that.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And it's a great line. It's a great line. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, outside the library now where he, you know, where he's supposed to meet Uncle Ben now. That's where he finds Ben on the on, on the pavement now, you know, dying, right? Cause he's been yeah. shot, right? And you learn because this this conveniently, right? This cop, you know, was was talking on uh via his radio basically, walkie talkie, sorry. Um, that you know they found the purple and you know, he took the guy's car and all that kind of stuff, right? And I love just this moment where you know Peter, you know, puts on his Seem him out well you know puts on the outfit right uh, he's, he's enough after get right i love how it contrasts with how you know just how you know um happy and free he was when he right. was trying to for the same now I he's remember. angered you know he's, yeah. he's, he's he's just yelling a lot um even and then well I'll, see, I'll say before i get to your point ricardo i love that this is the moment where he figures out how, how to navigate with the webs Right, learns how to do it because it's like, all right, I, I do one, all right, I need to do the other one before I hit a wall or I hit the or I hit the ground. I need right. to keep doing it, doing it, and I love that moment. Yeah, talking about Yeah,
3: I, I, there's this one shot I remember where he was running and then the camera like pans to the side and he was running on the side while he putting on the mask. Yes, yes, the scene, and it, it was like going through bars. So the, by the, the way, how it cutting? It looking like comic panels.
1: Like, yes, that yes, yes, yes. like, that was a cool look. Like, that,
3: that, that was a, gr- that's a very really di-
1: dynamic shots. Shots. Yeah. shot there, boy. Yeah, yeah. But also, the, the early 2000s CGI was on full display when when uh, when he was, like, r- walk running up the wall and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But true, true, true. Yeah, especially that.
0: It, it's, like, they're really trying to be, like, real hyper-stylized, though, but it, it kind of looks a little, um, not cheap, but just a little fake. It just kind of takes you out of times, right? But anyway. Um... So, the sequence now where the robber finds himself in this abandoned warehouse is great, though. Particularly, like, the fear in his eyes, though, you know what I mean? Um, and, you know, well, how, how though, too? because, you know, when, when Peter um, attacks him in the corner, so that, like, legit freaks him out, right? Um, there's a cool shot, though, where they see Spidey um, sliding from the roof, though. I mean, that's like, a classic Spider-Man visual, though, but I just love how they use it here. This this whole sequence, uh, in, um, in general, feels very um, Batman-esque, in my opinion, right? Um, especially with, with how, um, yeah, like, like you almost expect, you know, Spider-Man to just show up behind, me, behind him and say, I'm Batman, right? Um, but really what makes this woman work for me, though, is just Peter's reaction to the fact, when he finally sees the guy's face, like, oh my God, this was the guy who I just let escape, you know what I mean? Just that shot, just the way how, um, it's it's not... um. It's not like, you know, helicopter lights or whatever, but I, I think it's from, like a, because it's by a pair, so it's basically one of those lights from those boots, whatever, but when it hits his face too, I just see his reaction when you see the guy's face, um, the guy's face too, I love that, right? and you know it, it's kind of a batman thing i kind of call it that though whereas like you know like he's te- like you know it's like um like you know he's like oh you know, I mean um don't don't hurt me It's like and you know like did you do the same thing with uncle ben um just a moment where you know the guy uh trips over this this pipe and bursts through a window and falls and dies right as a sort of a, in my opinion sort of a uh, joker tim burton batman kind of vibed it like right. the way how that ends though i i i don't think it was intentionally like that though but um yeah that that, that, that moment though, still works for me that. right just like oh my god like this was a guy who i let slip right? i was just about to kill him right and then well you know conveniently he trips and falls right so imagine imagine what would have how, how his life would have been if he had if he actually did kill that guy right um so yeah and, and any thoughts on that 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 one you know scene
3: yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a solid scene in terms of this building of Peter as it is. Yeah, the upside-down thing is, is the upside-down um hanging thing is like a classic, classic Spider-Man. Like, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. didn't think of it, what you, putting it together in terms of the um the Batman-Joker
4: thing until you said it. So that's actually an interesting take on
0: it, though, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it kind of is, though, in, in in an odd way, right? All right, so cut to some weeks later now, I assume it's some weeks later, right? Because the show never really established this, right? And it's graduation day, so okay. And uh, conveniently, Mary Jane. <laughs> this is the moment where Mary Jane dumps Flash, right? Like he apparently he proposed to her, and you know while well, Harry's there, so he takes notes. He's like, ah, okay, I have a, I have a chance now, right? Um, so inspired by by Ben's last words. You know, Peter decides that you know he's going to be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, right? And off-screen, he creates the Mark II costume, right? That's all I call it, right? Mm-hmm. And we get this this pretty fun montage, which um, great which, montage, you know, yeah. yeah, great, well, yeah, great montage, right? And one thing that you know, this this show kneels, right? And of course, you get it with the the subsequent films too, right? is just the the scope of you know when you see spider-man's movements right just those wide shots of the city how the camera just follows him throughout though and it, it's just so dynamic so thrilling every time i see them and you know just once again you know daddy elfman's music throughout these moments though i just get chills every time i see them right if it's one thing a spider-man movie has to has to nail, it's just Creating the feel of wow, this is how it would be, you know, to to, to be Spider Man, right? You just see right. the, the exhilaration of doing that, right? And, and you know, I just love how this montage, you know, always intercuts with you know, people on the street. And it's you know, is these New Yorkers talking about hey, is this guy this web swinging guy? Who's this guy, right? Um, but yeah, points for Lucy Lawless, too, who comes with yeah. the cameo where she says, Guy with eight hands sounds hot. So, right. like, well, watch it, it's like that, that's McGill, you know, that does Zena, right there. I love but that. I love that. They had a
3: bunch. Of, they have a bunch. Like in retrospect, they you have know, a ton of great cameos in this in this project. Mm-hmm. Jim Norton mm-hmm. in this. People like Jim Norton. Like all these little side comedians, little small people. Like oh, hear this and. Um, I said, Man, was in the second one. I was like, all right, you know, that funny. We're like, yeah, they're all his friends. It's funny. Yeah,
0: even one. Joe McHale you know, we was the, was the second one. one. I was like, what? Yeah, he was yeah, this, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, just lastly on that sequence. Um, I don't know if you have, if y'all have anything to say about the and um and and Daniel. Um, I love the gu- the guitarist on the subway who's doing like this oh, yeah. this old version of the yeah. '60s Spider-Man theme song. Right, yeah. I love
1: Chance that. Is right. like oh, a spider, I mean, looks, looks like a bug. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we we <laughs> should all just heart, give
0: him one big hug. Uh, i <laughs> love the, that that is that is pure new yorker idea you know yeah. but yeah
4: it's the, it's the two sides that i uh there's two characters there that i actually quite dig there it's the absolute exuberance of the woman who's interested in his tight little ass know who she is but it's mm-hmm. just the, the overjoyness and her face around his tight little and the guy who is the guy who is like, you know, I, I I don't like him. He sucks and and and, and, and I, I, I don't I, like him. I
3: think I Jim Norton. Yeah,
2: so it's like
4: the, the, just those two. Because I mean, seeing Lucy Lawless, it was like, oh my god, it's Zena. So Goodbye. you know, immediately. But that cut between those two for me is hilarious.
0: Yeah, yeah, indeed, right. All right, so let's let let's talk about the awesomeness that is G jonah jameson yeah. and just the so, perfect so, like, timing perfect, of him showing up the film perfect <laughs> uh, casting perfect you know cast. I me mean, by jk yeah. simmons oscar wither of course um his opening lines are so brilliant
1: who is spider-man he's a criminal that's who he is you know what yeah. I, mean, I love that right well um, uh, i need to i need to say this there's only one other actor who i thought could have pulled off jameson ali Ermi. The drill yeah. sergeant, yeah. um, sergeant. Yeah, from he drilled sergeant.
0: From he was still alive back then, right? Um, yeah, He was still alive back then. I know he passed away. But yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, the, yeah.
3: The person, the other cast, I had was some, um the guy who played Doctor Cox some Scrubs, um John Mc, John C McLean. He's a he's our G. Shonad Jameson type, in my opinion, as well. Um, oh
0: right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um. Also, speaking of R.I.P.s, boy, um, boy Bill Nunn, A.K.A. Radio Rahim, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, he's there as your sister yeah. as well. Right. Also, um, Ted Remy as a sister there too. I also that's right. funny that he's there, right? i he's always calling him like, yo, it will be like, like, yeah, know, well, always call him to attacks. Um, yeah, like he's yeah. all showing up to, to to tell Judah something. Judah just says something quick and then he just goes back to his office. I love that.
3: And then with his Doctor Strange, it's taken. <laughs> so it's a nine.
0: Yes, yeah. that that that's in the that's in the second film. Yeah, yeah. yeah where it's like, oh, Doctor Octopus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That sounds like crap. <laughs> Doctor Strange. Oh, that's taken. I was like, ha yeah. ha ha. Kevin Feige, you saw that? Okay, I saw you. <laughs> I saw you. I saw you saw that, right? Um, it's coming. It's coming, right? It's coming. I, I just love his his bit though. Where oh, and by the way. Also, points for the movie, bringing up Eddie Brock, of all people. It's like, oh, Eddie Brock was unavailable. Was you know what I mean? Something. Right. something, something. Mm. right, right. But basically, yeah, I just love the whole setup where, you know, he just wants pictures of Spider-Man and you're willing to offer cash, right? And Jonah's last lines in his sequence, though, round of applause. He doesn't want to be famous. He famous? i am making famous. Round of applause. Like Brock, well. Love that, love that, love that, love that, love that. Love that. Yeah, any thoughts on any any more thoughts on you know the awesomeness of of Gidudu Jameson? No no, 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 no,
1: no. Yeah, no, no
3: yeah, absolute, absolute perfect. Think... It just how he does work and thing. Uh sometime later in the film they really do this great. He's really a good guy deep down thing, and I really love that. Like they a small character beat. You know, you can sell out Peter. Like, that comes later. Uh he does when the green yeah. when the, when the he, green he, goblin busts into the office. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And he, he um, you know, you know, is he one of these bosses who will just lay his life down for his, his employees? You sure, right? Like it don't matter because it's just a simple
0: character, beat. he killed us all about he didn't love it. Right, right, right. Yeah. So while all this is going on also you have to see where the lives of, you know, Peter and Mary Jean and um and um and and Harry, you know, are right. So so MJ basically is working at this um at this diner um you know harry's doing his thing as well actually harry and, and, and mg are together now and harry so dread he didn't even bother to tell peter even though they're rooming together in in this this penthouse suite basically at his um dad's place right i, I, I mean come to man harry like like like, what kind of friend are you gonna make right um and then well you know pete you know, he's trying to figure out what um, to. You know, he's still trying to find a job, right? And then he sees on, you know, the, the, the bugle, uh, you know, reward for photos of Spider-Man, right? So you know, we get another um, great sequence where basically, um, where, where Spider, where Spider-Man, sorry, you know, takes pictures of himself, right, while he's fighting these, yeah. um, these, these bank robbers. Well, sorry, well, these, these armored truck robbers, basically, right. Um... And this is where we get to the moment S- where, where S- Norm- S- yeah, 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 basically, right. And this is where we get to the moment where Norman um, Osborn pretty much gets shafted by the other board members. It's like, yo, we just don't want you anymore. You know, we 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 going through some changes now, so yeah, we just need to kick you out, right? And this is is,
4: he is, totally is, destroys Questiero Space to make sure the company stays afloat.
0: Right. Yeah. Yes. 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 He 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 does that whilst wearing the the um, the Green Goblin outfit um, early on, right? Uh, and you know the uh, you know the board members are like, all right, we will make the announcement during the Oscup the Oscup sorry Unity Day festival, right? Right. Which right. is pretty much you know the Thanksgiving Day parade, right? And right. And it's funny mm-hmm. because it's only a few days later that it is Thanksgiving, right? And to talk about the parade itself uh Macy Gray was in this, Macy you Gray, know. Red. Macy Gray cut my. <laughs> yeah, he, he will give me about this, right? So Hero was all over radio, right? And Macy Gray was big at the time, right? In the late 90s, early 2000s So I was expecting this song to be like to have like a music video or something oh. to be on radio. I heard nothing. The only two place where was... I hear this where I heard this song is in this movie. I thought that was mm-hmm. really weird.
3: Right. So I I think this felt like shoot stuff. Like this all of this was supposed to be probably um what do I call it? Like you know, t- twin tower stuff, and they kind of have to cut it. Cause this whole sequence, I, g- I like it, but it's clumsy. Like me admit that. Like a lot of these it feels unfinished and kind of it and and you know, I don't know. That's it so yeah,
0: yeah. Well, that's, we'll, we'll, why, we'll
3: that's why this song not not really any popular. It's like yeah, kind of weird, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, and and it's just one of those songs that just kind of just there. It feels like a placeholder, unfortunately, right? That's incredible. So yeah, that's the problem, right? So, um, right. So Peter's there, of course, you know, um, Harry and MJ there and whatnot, you know, Pete, you know, kind of macroing what's going on with, with MJ through his camera lens, right? And then suddenly his, his spidey sense goes off and Green Goblin makes his, you know, official introduction into Pete's life, right? And for the first time in the film, he starts using his pumpkin bombs. Because like, all right, got to get the pumpkin bombs. And he finally does, right? That, that's what
3: you like with them, the into skeletons just crack me up still, though, right? It, so it looks <laughs> like bad,
0: but... Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he basically throws one at the board members, all of them. And just one flash, and they all turn into skeletons. I'm like... <laughs> That that that's the best all you could do. Like I know P team, but no rush, man. come mm-hmm. on, come on, come on, right? Um, they but, just uh, touch quickly but,
1: on the but, on the goblin. But I just, yeah, Sorry, d- you you were you were gonna comment on the goblin suit. I yeah, uh, I always wanted to say that, like the black leather, outfit of the X Men. This is ju- the, the Green Goblin suit was mainly just a product of the early 2000s. Because when I was little, I didn't really have much of a problem with it. I didn't have much of a problem with it. I was like, okay, how are you going to realistically translate the Green Goblin outfit into live action? I saw this as probably the best way they could do it. Because I saw some costume tests like they did for this movie. And like they tried the rubber mask thing and it just did not look good. Probably, it yeah, that, that is, it, the technology
3: just wasn't there because we didn't have the Deadpool technology yet, no. Like, it just you didn't have it. So it just it wasn't there. there. So I could can, I can imagine they wanted to do it and some you could have got it in comics so they make a choice. Again, it's all choices. Like, it's fine. But I, I still think they could have just do other stuff with, with the with the choices in terms of um, what kind of decisions you could or couldn't have made going forward. And I, I don't know. It is Again, you know, it's a movie that we, we could have seen as opposed to what we had, right? Because uh 9-11 like you know if they had more time or what they could have done in terms of
1: making other things other kind of decisions i don't know it's well i mean me. if they, well i mean if they wanted to keep the costume like that they could have added more like purple plating or maybe splash some purple on the on the helmet or something I but don't know. It's, you it's, know, it, it, again you don't know you don't know what kind of
3: decision they could have made going forward you don't know as yeah. it is but yes yeah, it's well, a bad one with you
0: yeah, that that's true. Uh, it's really for me personally. It's really the helmet that just doesn't work. The open exactly. mouth exactly. doesn't work. Seeing William the force mouth inside doesn't yeah. work. But the, um, the, just the the, the, the alien esque kind the of, of design the of, of look the head, off head and all too doesn't work for me.
3: But the lighting itself looks off too. Like it's just it's just like it clearly they clearly wasn't finished there. Now. Like in terms of like it's kind of like with 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 uh, Batman's outfit and and the um and the Whedon cut in Batman v Superman. All oh, right, color, yeah, yeah. coloring and color correction all off, like it's terrible and looking bad. Like it's just, yeah. not, that's how it feels. Yeah. But again, because, yeah. because of the nature of Remy and his, his general cheapness in filmmaking, he can't he shoot around with any way. No.
0: It's fine. Uh, I, I guess so. I guess so. I guess yeah. so. So, of course, you know, they have they have a fight. You know, mean, Gobby and Spider, Spider-Man have a, have a little fight. Of course, you know, MJ is in trouble because she's on this um, ledge that's about to break off. And, you know, this is like the first of the screaming MJ moments, you know, where uh, she's always... And, you know, it's, it's one of those things that now, you know, I, I like, especially feminists will, you know, critique about, you know, the damsel in distress, right? And I know they will just zero in a lot on Kirsten Dunn's um, MJ character because she's always in distress, right? Uh, but, she- you that's know what? sorry she doesn't she doesn't have a workable arc in that sense i mean it's still tr- framed from peter's perspective no. exactly we, you don't mean i i have to save her that's it that's yeah. it i have to save mg full stop. Be,
4: be, even before just a little before that can we just touch on the very annoying child that's because to this day <laughs> anytime i watch that what i understand boy. fear can meet i know fear can make you freeze and this child just stands up there and watches entire dumbass balloon
0: Falling, falling, what, what is making and that then, scene so funny? Tracy, is the is the wind that's blowing on his face? On like, his face? He's seeing this breeze blowing at <laughs> him, and he's just like, uh, <laughs> uh. He's like
4: the God is expression on his face? But
0: yes, yes. No, but but that's for bringing that up too, boy. like when I see that game, I was like, what? Like, dude. It's just there basically for Spider-Man to swing it and see me, bro. Like, this this is this why you're there? Is this why you're there? You know, whatever, right? Um, afterwards, right, we get this brilliant piece of acting from William the right? Where he's doing the whole Jack and Hyde thing, you know me I mean, with Norman Osborne and Green Goblin. This is where basically Norman learns about who the secret identity is, right, uh is, right? Because they Pretty much playing sort off like, oh, I don't know who 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 killed the board members. Was that me? Ooh, and all that kind of stuff, right? I mean, yes, it's done with a mirror and all that kind of stuff, but just the acting and just that that sniveling voice and just just the guy's feast. Right? Just this Willem's feast. Right? Like, I mean, like and and speaking of Green Goblin though, um, so 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 J Jonah James is the one who come up with the name Green Goblin. Uh, that that that's this it's, it's a pick of mine, like, oh, he's the one who come up with the name, so oh. Let's call him the Green Goblin. In the second one, oh, let's call him Dr. Octopus, right? I mean Well, I don't know. So, so, so why why can't the villains name themselves? I mean No, they won't. <laughs> that do be no. No, Why? Why would they do that? I, I want to be a villain, with... right? What is gonna be my name? No, I have no I, name, I just wanna that be that make a villain. Sense. <laughs> Dude, <name laughs> yourself, bro. That's, so why would they, that's why would you name
3: yourself? That don't yeah. Make... yeah. If yeah, if because... I, can himself,
0: I can name himself, why Villa can name himself? Just see. So no,
3: know. Right? the thing is, the the carnival barker, shitty newspaper guy, is supposed to be the one coming up with these goofy names. It's like Waco Jacko. It's like that. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's because like, yeah, okay, like, I, 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 like, I, I got it. Jacko, the,
0: the, the sensationalism of it. I, I
1: got you. I got exactly. you. Why one thing is if Leonard might be running
0: our Ragnar, so it's like
3: yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: One thing though, um, our uh, Aquaman. Remember, remember why they don't? Why the supervillains don't name themselves? Watch Aquaman when Ocean Masters like call me Ocean Master. It's like, yo, this is not working. <laughs> this is that is why supervillains don't name themselves.
0: Yeah. And um speaking of 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 Jonah Jameson, right? So a moment that I legit forgot about, right? And I won't lie, it made my jump, right? So this is where Pete comes in now, and you know, he's giving all these pictures, like, nah, I don't want them, and you know, just get away from me and all that kind of stuff. Or I think he's, he's he didn't want to pay him that much money, right? So at the moment as Peter leaves too, you see Jonah's cigar is thrown through the window behind him and then just lands <laughs> in front of him, right? And then boom, a green goblin is blast through the window, though. I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. I forgot about <laughs> that, Ray, but I I, I can't <laughs> remember if I jump when I saw that back then, though. But I probably would have, seen See that for the first time. Yeah. Holy crap! Right, well, um, there's another,
3: there's another funny meme involving that and at me. Um, so everybody's Oh, I'm gonna get to the aunt
0: right, yeah I'll, I'll get I'll, to that, right? Make, yeah, the beaver, I don't need beaver as well. There's a really yeah. funny beaver as well. Yeah. Right. So so basically Green Goblin wants to know who's the photographer who who's taking pictures of Spider-Man, right? Right. right. Um, of course, you know, Peter's there, so you know, Spider-Man shows up to save Jonah, right? Um and Gobby unleashes some sleeping gas, of course, it knocks him out, which, right?
3: Which was kinda dumb, but <laughs> yeah it, it
0: is, it is right? <laughs> a, little,
3: a little too quick, but whatever.
0: yeah, go ahead. And and basically it's just Gobby just basically talked to him, like trying to persuade him to pretty much join the dark side, right? And you know. You know right. he has to fly off like this. all right this, gonna give you time to think about it right though like this is interesting right, so, okay. yeah this is
3: interesting so you talk about how we be better than everybody and they'll try to tear us down and all kind of thing yes and yes. i it's such a like weird turn for goblin because like yeah i know goblin supposed to be like like you have a mental health problem and he's rich but like they decided to do the whole randian rich businessman edward you know um, Rich businessman thing now, You know Ayn Rand thing And I was like wait Is this a nod to Steve Ditko or something Like why make Goblin like this in this movie It's such a weird call Like have him be like this Well we're super people And we're better than
0: everybody Kind of thing What Yeah like, It's, like, it's, really? it's kind of weird Like, like he only, the only explanation... was reaching towards something They're just trying to reach right. for something more no, right. but, more, and, ex- right, again, more existential in a sense Was like well right. Spider-Man right. do like right. Yeah exactly but my only explanation is that is
3: it's objectivism, and it's, well, if you know who Steve Yutko is, he's very instrumental in creating Spider-Man, uh, he was an objectivist. Like, okay, that kind of makes some sense. Like, his, his worldview and philosophy, yeah, that kind of stuff there. And I wondered, I wondered, I keep thinking if that was an homage to him. Like, that's the homage to him, instead of just mentioning his stuff. I don't know. That is a right, weird
4: right. It's a real, real weird. It's kind all of right, full
3: so... circle when you think about it
4: coming later on into No Way Home. Right. Because this, the, the, it's not the same speech, but it's the idea of that speech that he then gives right. to the room of villains
2: that yeah. Electro
3: takes. You know, we're gods. We it, don't exactly.
2: ask. It's a take. villain
3: speech, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's typical. we better than everybody else or, and we're better by the right of kings or nature whatever it is, right? Usual it's, it's not objectivism, like I, I, if you know the worldview, right? We're, and, just product, we're just a product of natural selection, man, or whatever, right? And it it they make it work for what it is. But it's like it's such a but it's it, it's Steve Ditko, though. It's like it's such a blatant Steve Ditko conceit. I don't know, like it, like why why do this for this? villain
0: thing anyway moving on yeah moving on right so of course Jonah being Jonah you know calls Spider-Man a bad guy right and you know the man had the goal to take to take pictures, <laughs> pictures use them and put them in, in the front face you know basically calling out Spider-Man to be a villain right that was that was cool right um, and then we get the moment which is pretty much for the ladies, which is, you know, where, you know, Pete runs into to MG, right, and then, like, right after they leave, Rain falls, and conveniently, yeah. these two muggers follow her, right, and then two muggers become four, MG surrounded, Spider-Man shows up to beat up the muggers, right. and, you know, like, at, at that point in time, he didn't even get a chance to put on his mask, right, so I love that there's a moment where he ducks into this alleyway and then puts it on, right. And, you know, they have a the old chat and whatnot. And then we get the moment that was all over the marketing. So when you see it play out, like in the film, it's like, yes, yeah, what a nice scene. I mean, this is yeah. where, you know, Spidey's hanging down, Rain's falling.
1: And, the upside down you know, um, kiss. Yeah, yeah the,
3: upside on, the upside it, it down kiss. It is, it is the most iconic shot in the, in the franchise, in my opinion. It is. It, it is. Totally. Um, sells. Yeah, yeah, no, and
0: it totally was, sells the shorts. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, so those you're you're right. It it totally sells the the film, right? And it's to yeah. the point though. I remember parodies of this. I remember in particular right. the MTV Movie Awards kids' yeah. acts appearance, right? When oh, Where yeah. they parodied that the same year, I believe yeah, it yeah. was right. And yeah.
1: Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman showed up, right? Was that I can't remember. Like it was it was 2004. Like it was
0: it was it was in good old days when when the movie when the MTV Movie Awards actually mattered, right? Again, kids act the parents, right? But yeah, guys, any any quick thoughts on the on the upside down kiss,
3: right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's it is the most iconic shot in in the franchise, like in my opinion, like that's the thing that sells the thing. It's not the best scene or best sequence. It's just as a shot, just as a it okay, Spider Man, you know, uh, you know, you're raining and everybody wet, so you know that's a shorthand for you know, much like the ejaculate stuff, right? No different, right? The same shorthand stuff. And it, but it what I like about it is it balances not being too, not, it's cheesy, but not too cheesy, it's not creepy, and it's not too sexy. It just balance, just right amount of romance just enough to make it work, right? Uh, and they make it work for what it is, because it doesn't feel sleazy or anything like that. Uh, but no, yeah, no everybody everybody wet and soaking right so you know you know that's oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. right so whatever, but yeah that's is, that is how they, they make it work i find it it's really well balanced and well done you know just right enough in terms
0: of like how to get that that whole sequence played out and yeah and, and, and well executed though i mean proper yeah. for, 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 for toby boy for being able to, to hang on for that long right they talked
4: about how how um impractical that yeah. shoot was because i mean obviously yeah. you have water running through your nose and yep. it was a very to, I, I can't remember who it was was saying it but basically the gist was it's a very unromantic shoot to evoke a romantic uh, moment because that whole being wet and you're upside down and the blood going wherever it go in and then of course the water running up your nose and how it felt for
1: him and how it felt for her but yeah it was Toby, it was Toby who was saying that the, the water was like filling up his sinuses when he was uh, upside down like that. Yeah. But, oh god. But, <laughs> right, right,
0: right, right, I I, I would have given up, Jud, you know, given
1: given how how easy my sinuses is research. but anyway, right? So But, um, yeah, now, now, but this what, yeah, that, that 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 whole that whole scene is iconic. The whole movie is iconic. There's a lot of iconic shots in the film. But one thing I want to crap on the scene for is Mary Jane. Yo, you you going up with Harry, and I understand things are maybe a little bit on the rocks, you're, you're flirting with Peter uh, a few minutes ago, and now you're kissing Spider-Man, Mary Jane, Mary hey,
0: Jane! Hey, to be
1: fair, he did see her twice, right? Uh, <laughs> whatever, 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 Mary uh, Jane! Ugh. Just
0: the 2000s, guys. I mean, I mean, what, what are you going to do, right? What are you going to do? Um, so up next, you know, we have, you know, the um, apartment building scene. This is where, you know, this, uh, this random apartment building is on fire. Um, um, Spider-Man decides to go in to save the day, right? Almost says yes. Superman. Oops. Um, and, you know. It's, it's just a setup of it, all though. like, here of all places is where Green Goblin's hiding, and the way how he hides is, oh, you know what I am mean? gonna dress in this, this old shoal, right, and I'm gonna, you know, go, oh, help me! like, I'm some old lady, right, you know. but, like, execution-wise, <laughs> it's kind of sloppy, right, because it's like, oh, you know what I mean? like, uh, what do you think about my offer? Like, you know, he's trying to bring up the whole offer thing from before there. And, you know, that's why I was like, never. That, that kind of vibe now, you know what I mean? But you think they'd pick a much better situation to to bring this up? You know we I mean? Like, you want to do this in the middle of this fire where it have like a few people who need saving. But anyway, right?
1: But it but um, it, does lead, it does lead to it does lead to a really good uh fight sequence. So oh.
0: that's was gonna bring up, right? Especially that slow mo though, with the spinning blades, like yeah. even when he's swinging the trailers, I was like, all right, that look hot, that look real hot. I love that, right? But the ending of it is is kind of goofy with the where 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 uh well you know Spider-Man es- escapes, of course, right, to avoid getting booted, right? And you know Gobbi saying, no one says no to me.
1: <laughs> that is so goofy my opinion. Yeah. But yeah, any, any thoughts on that scene? <laughs> It is cheesy, though. It really is cheesy. Like, especially in the line at the the Unity Day Festival when Gobby is like, We'll meet again, Spider-Man! It's like, yo, this is really cheesy. Yeah, really cheesy, yeah. There's a cool moment
0: actually where Norman realizes that Peter is Spider-Man. Though it's you know the whole thing where you know there's some blood, but some blood drips and you know you know Dobble's wondering where it came from, and then there's the Thanksgiving dinner that they have at his place though, and Aunt May is there, and you know he notices his gash on on his arm on his arm. It's like where you get that from? It's like oh I was on my bike and it, I and I fell right so. You know, great little reveal there, you know what I mean, in terms of, you know... was uh, it a
4: bike messenger who clipped him or something along those lines? Oh, right, 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 yeah. bike
0: messenger who clipped it, right? Because at the time he didn't have the bike, the little dude bike thing in the second movie as yet. Okay, oops, I I forgot. Oops, right, right? Uh Larry, Larry, let's talk for a bit about the Aunt May prayer scene <laughs> and just how dark it is. But it's darker. Eh? But at the same time, you're I just kind of smiling at how menacing it is, right? It's as she says, though no, but deliver us." And um, Gobby just literally blows a hole through her bedroom window. Right. Dread. So and, the and is, is like, the meme says, "Deliver
3: is- us! <laughs> Yeah. so everybody. The joke with this is, the meme, says she got her back blown out.
1: Oh <laughs> god. <laughs> oh. oh god.
0: Oh god. I was like,
1: I was like, Gobby, why didn't you kill her? You know. You know. <laughs> No, but there's the whole
0: okay, so the whole mentality that was brought up now with the, the Jackal and Hyde scene is oh, well, you know, to, to kill Spider Man, we must attack his heart, right? Oh, we must right, attack yes. those who we love, right? But what the moment that really makes it dark, though, is his finish it, finish it. <laughs> and she's like,
2: <laughs> from evil!
0: It's the that makes it so brutal, buddy. but other than that, the scene is it, over just- the top. it is really over the top, but I love it, though, I love it.
4: The two scripture verses used in this film, I always chuckle to this day um, how it is used and then the notion of suffer the little children coming later on down, which has a different connotation but the idea that of how Goblin uses it has always been something that cracks me up both
0: those times. Um and thank goodness she survives too. But um you know it, it in retrospect I would've lose the those eyes, those horrible yellow eyes. I would I lose that line. It's it's just it's just it's just a lot. It's just a lot, you know what I mean? But it, but was just, just, it was just it was just it was just to let a pe- it, it was just
1: to let Peter know that a hey, goblin knows who you are.
0: Uh, true, 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 right? Um and speaking of which though, so you know, um At me is at the hospital, she's resting, right? Um MJ meets with um with Pete, you know, they and he, he finally reveals that he loves her, but he kinda talks about it through the perspective of you know how he describes mj to spider-man right and you know it just ends basically with mj you know reaching out to pete's hand holding it for a bit now and then when harry shows up now he kind of notices that they holding hands and then they kind of pull away right so um later on you know he go like a little whiny bitch he goes and tells his dad that oh mj chose pete over me right and you know i, I love just Norman just being normal. It's like, all right, now now I, now I have a reason now to kill Spider Man because he because because he 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 you know he 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 made he he allowed um uh, MG to break my son's heart so now I must kill Spider Man. I, I just love that whole vibe of it though. It kind of makes it kind of Shakespeare in a sense, right? Um, so he kicks off his plan now by kidnapping MG and putting her basically in the top section of this um I believe is the yeah well this bridge basically right but i have and...
1: to i have to ask uh-huh. for those people who are spider-man comic book fans and who went to see this movie in the theater how many people went oh shit are they really yeah. gonna do this, when, yeah, when this go sitting, yeah. yeah, they It go and sitting yeah they're
3: going to go and see sitting yeah i was like yeah, uh, uh, yeah I, I know that you... immediately yeah, yeah right I was like,
1: um, uh, is, is, is goblin really gonna kill mary jane yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly.
0: yes, um, and then he also, before I forget, he also blows up this compartment. So he's holding this this tram car basically, right? It has kids yeah. and a few adults inside, right? So he's holding like the 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 cable to that, right? Um, and while he's holding on to um to MJ threatening to drop her, right? And then we get, in my opinion, my my favorite line, top favorite line in the whole movie. We are who we choose to be. Now choose. So he drops MJ, he drops the cable, right? And, well, thankfully, Spidey catches them, he catches her first, then he grabs the cable, right? He can't hold on to the boat for long, so pretty much begging MJ to climb down the cable, right? Um, And if you notice, at that moment, he's seeing MJ and Mary Jean, right? And that's, that's, that's the moment where, you know, I imagine, well, MJ, during this whole debacle, is like... Oh, okay, this, this guy knows me, or oh, this guy is clearly Peter Parker, just judged by his voice, right? He's not trying to hide it or anything like that, right? Um, and there's this barge just coming as well, too. So he's trying to hold on until this barge comes in, right? Um, I always love the uppercut that Gubby. Does the Spidey do while he's holding on Just kind of flies in and just blow Just straight up uppercuts um, Spider-Man do, you know what I mean Uh, But luckily for him, you know, he grabs the cable in time And, you know, um, MJ matches uh, To grip her hands on the roof of the tram car, right Then we get this great moment now where You know, the citizens, there's some of them On top of the the, Shout uh, out to New Yorkers yeah, yeah, shout out to New Yorkers, boy, right? You know, we, uh, um, uh, New York to the Phillies, right? Um, on the bridge itself, and they just train all this garbage at um, Green Goblin. like, yo, you don't be, don't be messing yeah. with Spider Man, right? You don't be messing. Right? And nine have elevens. this one black guy, right, who's like, I got something for your ass. You mess with Spidey, you mess with New York, right? Yeah, and Yeah, you're right, nine, Ricardo. This is 911. Nine yeah. Nine yeah, this yep. is yeah. yeah, just just rising up from nine eleven. That's what it is, right? And that's what makes the scene totally work, right? Yeah, uh really, and yeah, really, the it the it trunk, it uh, is is um landed safely on the badge and you know the kids are okay, right? So that's nice.
1: It really made me feel like Spidey is uh is the people's hero. It really made yeah. me feel that way. Yeah, that, that's yeah. what they were building him to do,
3: it, right? to be fair, it's a scene that would work one way or the other, You know, even if it wasn't for 9-11. Like, clearly, they wanted bigger aspirations, but we're not, not sure. Again, yeah, it's difficult to tell behind the scenes. But yeah, it would work one way or the other. That's why it, it's not a big problem. It's, it's very organic anyway you know. Like, yeah, he is a product of New York. Even though we're not sure how popular he is at this point, However, Again, the yeah, second yeah. film does this so much better, but yeah, well.
0: Yeah I guess so right So um, as, as we're wrapping up here right So Green Goblin uses his cable to grab Spider-Man And basically slams him through a building I love how the music cuts off here It's very similar to you know That, that Batman and Bean fight in Dark Knight Rises Where you really have to heighten everything and make everything seem more brutal than it actually is and i would say though like just as far as like the spider-man trilogy as a whole this scene in particular is the most brutal that i've seen though which is just basically green goblin beating shit out of spider-man but this this is this is is really at his
3: you know horror movie best like how it cuts sound effects how you know sometimes the songs will go out for it um you know, spidey going there's another meme by the way you say, you know for for people like me i don't know if you follow already like computer or tech 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 nerd but you'll talk about how you'll spend so much for a graphics card or a keyboard but your is looking like spider-man tear up you know in this <laughs> oh. scene. right there's another meme uh yeah. But yeah uh yeah uh this scene is excellent like it, it really plays like a horror movie because it's like yeah you realize how goddamn strong goblin is how dangerous yes. he is. He like he ain't fucking around here
0: at all. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, you know, I love how I, this scene I, in particular I, just doesn't hold it doesn't it doesn't pull any punches at all, Like like you know like, I I saw this when I was young when it came out, right? But I imagine like I, I think I remember like in the audience everybody was quiet. Yeah. Everybody was quiet. It's like you know, kids were crying and whatnot. It was just like you realize the seriousness of it all, You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and this is the this when I first saw it, I remember feeling sorry for Spider-Man, yo. Yeah. I was Me like? Too. <laughs> like I was feeling sorry for Spider-Man because I d- you still need to remember, this is just a kid. This is just yeah. a kid. And he's still yeah, getting... That, he, that's what makes it even worse. Yeah, yeah. He get his he shit beaten out of him. So it's like, I really felt sorry for him in this moment.
0: Yeah. Um, Goblin delivers another 3 quote of mine. You, I just read it out here. You spun your last web, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Had you not been so selfish, your little girlfriend's death would have been quick and painless. But now that you really pissed me off, I'm gonna finish her nice <laughs> you know, and slow. And it's all, it's is all the, it's the all, delivery so, of that yeah, line so, so, though that's so so I that cool, that cool. love it. <laughs> yeah, pissed. And you can me see off. his
3: mouth inside the mouth
0: <laughs> yeah. going as yeah. well. Like, that's another thing.
3: That's nice another thing about the goblin thing, yeah, is that like they can I just do like like rubber mask stuff. And just have it be um, William before emoting through the the the, um, the material now because they've been doing that on Star Trek for however long, so I don't. They could have done that instead, maybe I don't
0: know. yeah, I don't know, I don't know, but yeah, yeah put, that, that put, moment put put though Defoe. is so chilling though. I just yeah, see delivery they get well, the oh, oh, put. Oh,
3: right, 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 yeah. right.
0: Make it look like
3: the actual right. Yeah, just put, have done just that maybe, it, right. maybe. But it's, the whole point is that it's a mask, and it's, it's, so you have no mutation or anything like that. I that'd be kind of weird. Like, oh why is why is the mask looking
0: like that? Hey, whatever. Yeah, and again, you have to sell it for people who are not familiar with the story, right? So, right, yeah. exactly. Right. Um, but it's the anger in Pete's face that sells the moment, though. And, yeah. yeah, though, like, the man literally bring the wall, well, basically a broken part of a wall, yeah. down on Gobby head, and Spidey just sat, like, just literally kicking ass, and he's like, yes, you know what I mean? But there's a moment where Gobby's like, Peter, stop, it's me, right? And then he takes off yeah. his mask, and, you know, he's just kind of talking, like, you know, it's Green Goblin, he's been talking to me, right? And, you know... <laughs> You know, it's the whole, you know, he, he. I didn't want to do what he was telling me to do, all that kind of stuff, right? But it's a nice deflection because, you know, he presses a button and then he activates yeah. the glider, right? Yeah. Of course, Spider-Man with his um Spidey sense picks up on it. So yeah. he does yeah. a flip, he does yeah. a back flip and then Nobody, well, he will yeah. bleed, and he, he glides. So there's
3: another line. There's another line. not a be blind. Yeah, Godspeed Spider-Man. <laughs> <Hot>. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. <But laughs> oh,
2: the
3: anyway, Sorry, go on. No, go ahead. Finish what you were
4: going right. to say.
0: Yeah, um there's a moment where you know the, the the green goblin side um flip um clicks in, right? And then you know he says something about the whole father thing. No, what he says is basically, I've Go been like a father Harry. to you. Be a son to me now, right? And then Pete right. responds, I have a father, his name is Ben Parker. Yeah. Love it, round of applause. Re-plan. Love Re-plan. it, right? Re-plan. Yeah. And that's when he's fighting sense goes off and he does the flip, right? But yeah. is he is is how Will of the Fool says oh yeah
3: I get it this is some real real you know Sam Raimi camera work how the camera looking like it's speeding up towards the towards him you know it's how yes. they use it yeah sharp
0: yeah and I love his his last words though Peter don't tell yeah. Harry right I yeah. love that right so Spidey brings Norman's body well home basically right and Harry shows up you know what have you done right and then yeah. you know yeah. Spider-Man feeds off right that's what starts off the whole heat between you know right. between between norman and um and um and spider-man right in in the second film basically he learns who you know um spider-man is right but that's another story finally right um and then we just get to the funeral now on well, norman's funeral Um, Pete tries to console Harry, but he's all like, you know, Spider-Man killed my dad, and I must avenge him, and all that kind of stuff. I I love how, you know, his story arc pretty much ends at that particular point, right? Um, Pete goes to his um, uncle's gravesite, which also was pretty interesting, because I always kind of remembered, you know, the, the final moments of the film being centered on norman's funeral right but yeah he actually goes to his uncle's grave site and you know MJ is there to console him right and then she reveals that you know she loves pete and you know she's thinking about him when she was in trouble and he kissed and all that kind of stuff and he always like oh all right but this is a great character moment here where peter's like you know I. I, I just want to be with you, but I can't tell you everything right now because deep down he feels, and he doesn't tell her that, but he deep down he feels that if he knows, if she knows who he is, then, you know, her life will be in danger, right? And see how that that, that conflict is, is more or less addressed in, you know, the second film, right? Yeah. So I love how he says, uh, you know, I'll always be a friend. You know what I mean? You know, uh, which is a great twist on the whole, you know, the hero gets a girl at the end of the film, yeah, right? But really, it was like yeah. I just yeah, just I just can't be with you right now. I'm sorry, right? I just love how he just kinda walks away, you know, just leaving her there. That's mm-hmm. that's just great character development, right? I just yeah. love how it flips the whole yeah, because he was, you know, this this um knight in China. Oh, armor. of course he's gonna get the girl in the end, but it's like, no, look at what I went through. I'm, I'm sorry. It's uh, now is not is now the is not the time, right? Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: and, and then while well after the kiss no, coupled, coupled, coupled with the ending narration, it r- it really feels like Peter has come of age.
0: Yes, 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 yes. I love that, right? And then yeah, um, in comparison to the opening narration, it makes sense where yeah, his story is not of um not for the feet of heart, right? Because yes, while there is exhilaration to be in Spider-Man, there's a lot of sacrifice, but there's a lot of pain in being that car, um, in being that that hero too, right? I just love how they nail that at the end, right? Uh, and there's a moment, like, when, when after, whilst, um, whilst Peter's walking away, where, you know, Mary, uh, MJ is like, oh, wait, the kiss, because, like, she recognizes it somehow. It's like, right. oh, my God, is he, you know, and it's something right there, right? I can tell
3: upside down and right side up. I know, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? And in closing now, he does his final bit of narration, right? And then he ends it, of course, with, who am I? I'm Spider-Man, right? Yeah. And then we get that final swinging sequence. Swinging. God, great. I love great. that scene. Great, I mean, they,
3: they 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 make it by far superior in the second film, but there's still yes, great. Yeah. Scenes,
0: yes. It, it is, yeah, yeah,
3: But it still it still looks great, I find. Yeah. And then you know, there has come you know him flipping up to the to the um to like, the american flag you know, yes the american flag at the end and it's like yeah it's and,
0: smart and great it's, choice it's, right. it's how it's how danny elfman's music yes. swells it's at a particular it. point yes. like when like i, I won't lie do as get close to when i hear this music though. when i yeah. see yeah, I was, me too. it, it <laughs> just moves me so much too yeah. just as such a great way to any movie right then of course you hear you know hero which which ends up the song though <laughs> and by the way points points, points, points. At the very end, near the very end of the end credits, you hear the 60s Spider-Man team. Right. I was yeah. like, yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love that, right? So, in closing with, you know, this first Spider-Man movie, um, while it is not one of my, you know, all-time favorite, um, you know, superhero movies, though, this is uh, one of the most enjoyable by far, though. This, this was, you know, just the blockbuster you know it, it was just like just in a great it just came out at a great time though um you know with the blockbuster film and you know just with audiences started to get used to big budget superhero films that don't suck right so it was within yeah. that that period and, and it's from marvel as well too so it's like yes marvel was on a on a on a roll with that one right because previous to that you know there was um there was x-men as well too right, right. um but it was really the, the the timing of it that really makes it work though just coming out You know, months after 9-11 So yeah, he was that hero That we all needed, right? Um, in retrospect, you know, there uh, there are a few kind of cheesy moments, like unintentionally unintentionally cheesy moments. A few narrative things I would not really care for, but in that though it's what what really makes it work is the heart. Though. There's a lot of heart to this, right? Um, the performances great across the board. Tobey Maguire is is fantastic as Spider-Man. Um, we could we could talk for days about just how iffy you know the the costume is, but Green Goblin just made for a formidable villain, though. Only, even though he is outshined to this day by, you know, Doc Ock, right? Who still remains the best villain in this um, Sam Raimi series, right? And lastly, um, Sam Raimi, boy, he just knocked it out of the park with this one, boy. You know, like you thought, well, you know, um Man was like going to be the first and last time he would attempt, you know, superheroes, right? But right, now nah. right. here, he just put everything he just re, he just raised the bar so high with this film though. And then of course he would just raise it even further with Spider-Man 2 by right? so yeah. This was a great this was a strong start to what would have been a great, you know, superhero trilogy. But yeah, as it stands on its own, it's just just a fantastic and dare I say amazing, you know, superhero film, man. So for me, I'm gonna give this a decent a strong four to five, man. Um this is this is you know just a bonafide classic and it ranks on it, it easily ranks uh amongst you know the best superhero films ever made right although to be fair you know spider-man 2 is you know the best out of all of uh in this trilogy by far man but yeah you have to give credit where credit is due you wouldn't have part two if it wasn't for part one right so there we go uh ricardo last thoughts and rating man
3: yeah, yeah, this, this was our big flashpoint for, for superhero cinema. Um, well, the, the, the next movie we're going to talk about was the next flashpoint, but this one was, like, a real big deal for people. Um, It, it was amazing. Just just the idea of of just this weird offbeat auto filmmaker doing Spider-Man, of all things, that's, like, hearing that Paulie Shogun win the Oscar or something like that. Like, it's just insane. Like, at the time, people... When, when Sam Raimi was, was announced as dean director for Spider-Man, like, what?! That was mad, That was, like, insane for a lot of people. And so, you know, and it just ended up working out as an amazing success um, overall. You know, his, his filmmaking stylized, stylization, you know, the, the hyper-realization of, of New York City under this this um, feel and look, you know, in the Spider-Man comic book. Um, just a bunch of the call, the casting choices, his directing choices um, in terms of just where the camera is, where it should be, and how it should look. Um, absolutely love it. Yeah, th- this movie is a marvel, mar- marvelous work um you know no pun yeah, intended. that
0: yeah should have used yeah, marvelous
3: no, yeah yeah marvelous work no pun intended uh but yeah it is just just really really well done and and it only gets better from here you know with with uh the sequel um truly fantastic Re- a big flash point for superhero cinema and you know you, you know it's, it's amazing that he get that that big big budget people should have do more with this i put i put the the te- the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man up there with with the Christopher Reeve Superman in terms of you you can't really top this you're not going to top it. Don't try to top it. Don't try to do anything different with it. Um, you know, it, there's it. It, it. It's there for me. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, rating, you know, probably like a, a 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10, maybe. Only because, the you know, where the sequel goes is like, oh, shit, they they blow you out of the water with that. So it's like, yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as I say, if it wasn't for the, uh, again, all the little smaller nitpicky things. And again, you can only, because of the very extraneous circumstances of, of September 11th. Um, you know, you you had to make that argument, but it, again, counterfactuals—it's next it's, it's impossible to argue one way or the other. So um, that's the only thing that is kind of hamstrung. It kind of, but you know, other than, if you ignore that stuff, it it doesn't you know break the movie or anything like that. Yeah, absolutely
0: love this movie, Joe. Right, right. Uh, Tracy, quick final thoughts and reason. I
4: just, well, I'll give you my final readings uh, First off, so it's it's really a four or five for me. I still can watch it, I have no problem with it, it is one of those movies that I still actually very much love for what it is and for what what it was at the time and for what it is. The thing that I, I do with movies like this is that I like to go back and remember that Kevin Feige, you know, Kevin Feige was a, a producer, associate producer and that sort of stuff within the Marvel realm before Marvel Studios came into play. Like, even now, he's listed as an uncredited executive producer for Spider-Man in 2002. And I think of where, you know, where Spider-Man started and where it is now. And knowing that, like, Kevin, because I'm not one of those people who believes that, you know, he knows everything under the sun. But he's been in this machine long enough seeing Toby doing his pelvis dance and all the other stuff that happens in Spider-Man 3, etc., etc., to know where to take a franchise moving forward but i still have a great deal of love for the original to be maguire's but i'm not gonna lie when i saw him in
1: no
0: way home i legitimately had feelings so yeah four out of five for me and last but not least daniel final thoughts and written
1: well man after 20 years the movie still holds up yeah. Except ex- it still holds up, uh, except for that one stupid line in your wrestling match. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, y- y- yeah, I would. Give, <laughs> I would give this movie. I would give this movie a strong eight out of ten. I reserve in my nine for Spider-Man Two because Spider-Man Two was just you know a good follow-up, a superior sequel to a really good movie. Um, I I do minor complaints with the Goblin suit um just a really good step forward for superhero cinema i mean of of course we had blade in 1998 that showed what was possible then we had then we had um x-men in 2000 which you know great stepping stones spider-man the first spider-man was also a great stepping stone and watching the first spider-man and then avengers back to back it was really it was really wow to see how fast superhero cinema had come from 2000 I, to, the, to 2012.
0: i know boy i know boy that, that is amazing
1: yeah so yeah strong strong eight out of ten thoroughly enjoyed it great great uh hero's journey
0: yes yes indeed all right, so let's waste no time. Let's jump in. Let's let's skip ten years now. Let's jump into the Avengers, right? So oh. in this case, I'm gonna forego, you know, where I was back then when I first saw it, because I think all of us are pretty much in the same mindset. We were probably not so much in the same cinema, but you know, we we, we went in with the same expectations, and you know, the you know, this film definitely um, exceeded them, right? So what I will say though, just uh, as a, as an intro before we jump into the film, right, is how you know this because. You know, at the time, right, when 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 Iron Man came out in 2008, right, that was a big deal, right, and you know, yeah. it was it was a, just a huge success. We had um, seen it for the first time in theaters. Just had a blast watching it, right? But it, but you know, something told us, you know, just stick around for the end, stick around for the end, because we were hearing scuttlebutt across you know the internet that you know we have something coming up in the end, you know. And yeah. That's where we got that moment where, you know, with, with Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, rest in peace Tony Stark, um, you know, meeting <laughs> Nick Fury played by, you know, the incomparable Samuel L. Jackson for the first time, right? And just the mere fact that it's Samuel L. Jackson playing right. Nick Fury. That blew my mind, right? I know it's yeah. the same thing I, I, you guys, know- right?
3: I know they planned the seeds for that in the comics a while before, so it was like that big of a shock, but like, oh shit. In had- the ultimate, yeah, ultimate, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the ultimate universe. Right? Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. And yeah. it what, what was shocking is that uh, you know, they actually go and like pull the trigger on that now. So it's like, oh shit, they actually doing it. Like even Sam Jackson for a while, that was surprised. Like, oh, okay, like they had they had it the, they had in mind for a hot minute now. Like Yeah, I
0: yeah, was- yeah. Um, but it's when he dropped that line, just that freeze Avengers initiative, yeah, right? I, I will think. never forget the audience I was with. Me and all two. We were like, bah! like just screaming yeah. down yeah. the place. Where we yeah. were so excited, right? Of course, we had to wait a while, you know, for the, for the, for the films to drop, right? But, um, you know, it, it, it was fine, you know what I mean? Because we, we knew that this thing was going to happen. We wasn't sure how it was going to happen or when. That, that's the thing, right? But It was worth the it wait. Was yeah. It was worth the it wait. Was, it was, right? So you know there was Iron Man two, there was Thor, there was you know the Incredible Hulk, right? And of course there was Captain America, the First Avenger. I'll never right. forget, because you know we 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 got used to this used by now. We went right. to the end of that movie <laughs> now, and then we saw the promo basically for the Avengers. Yeah, it was basically a trailer. It was a trailer.
3: <laughs> right. No, I was uh, like, uh, right? I, I, nice, nice, I remember. Nice. I remember. I remember being in, in Trinity for that. Uh, and, oh, and, me too. Me too. I was. Yeah, went
0: went there to see too.
3: Yeah, and so it was me and my brother and a bunch of comic nerds who's he's always been talking comic shit for all the time. And I remember the woman, the woman who was the, like, either she was the janitor or the chef, I forget what she was. And she's like, hey, only get up and go home
0: now. <laughs> like, oh, when is like, the zoo so, dies, we're like, no, do you not yeah. know what this is? We, yeah, yeah. we I, wait until it I, ends. I, like, wait no, until, yeah, until we like, see like, distributed by Walt Disney, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And then we get up, right?
3: So she did City at it yet now, but like we were waiting for it. And then the, the lights cut back off and it's like, trailer started. Like, oh shit, they got to do Avengers next week. And like, nice. Yeah, hype, real
0: hype. Exactly, exactly. So, so cut now to, to 2012, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was the same thing for you guys, boy. But, you know, for me, Avengers was such a big deal. I had to go to IMAX to see this. And, and I think this was around the time when, you know, well the you know the digital IMAX was, you know, fully established now. So yeah, this literally was the first film that I saw there, right? right. Went with a few friends, went to VIP. So we were in the back, we were at the back with the leather seats and all that. And right. we were just enjoying this movie from top to bottom. But right? this was just such a still to this day a crawl pleaser of a film though. And yeah, it's still to this day, just looking back at it ten years from now, though, it just amazes me at how much they got right to add i was saying this though before we get to your quick thoughts on you know this experience of watching the film is that there was so much room for it to feel eh? but yep. thankfully because they just took their time they built the characters they didn't just throw everybody just in just like that you know what i mean they gave enough time right and even though <coughs> just, you know they <coughs> just Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. They didn't didn't try to jump the gun and try to do too much, like, say, Justice League, right? Right. But, yeah, they took the time to build the characters. And even if some of the films didn't really land as well as all that, right, like Iron Man 2, for example, this film in particular still gave you enough character moments for you to be like, okay, this is why I should care about this guy. This is why I should care about this character. This is why this character needs to be in this film. And that's one thing I absolutely love about this film here, Trey. So, yeah, Ricardo, you know, just just... Um, quick experience with uh, with with this with this movie here, The Avengers.
3: Right, yeah. So I don't, it wasn't my first IMAX film. I think that was John Carter, which was like oh, we saw 60 dollars, whatever. Oh, oh wow. Uh,
0: yeah, Oh, wow. wow. But all uh, oh, right, uh, no, i don't remember why I didn't see it because I was in the states back then. So okay, right. yeah, I, I, I did, I did, I, I probably would have seen it then. I was like, uh, nah.
3: Right, but yeah, so I, I yeah I went to see Avengers in IMAX as well, and I was just so impressed and blown away. And again, much like with with here Sam Rae was going to Spider Man. Look at the time, I'm like he's yeah, we know he's a, he's kind of a villain. nowadays, but uh, Josh Whedon.
0: Yeah, Josh um, Whedon though, like
3: yeah, F- yeah, Firefly, Josh Whedon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was he was a person. Like I, I was never the biggest biggest Buffy fan. Like I like Buffy, Not, by but yeah. I was a very big Angel fan, right? Absolutely loved. Oh, Angel.
0: okay, okay. And
3: I, I I was a big fan of Angel and how, how that show was playing itself out, and I was enjoying a lot of that. And then I absolutely love Firefly as well, right? Yeah. Uh, so and, oh <laughs> well, we
0: had to mention Seren- Serenity, bro.
3: Serenity. Well, I
0: that was it. Great that, that, closer to that series. If yeah, you great. Yeah,
3: yeah. That, yeah, that kind of operates like a season finale. Um, who and this fellow? Well, this fellow coming in. This is, was the operative in that um. call him, gosh, Marona. I forget the name. She,
1: she would tell you. She, were yeah,
3: yeah, she yeah, Chawa, tell for right. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, there's it, a film that has come together so well again here and just using name on it. It's like all right, well, perfect. This is like exactly what we needed to. And you could tell by this point, Marvel was right. They had their head on a swivel. They knew what they were doing in terms of like getting this stuff right, learning how to crack the code with it. Um, we still I was still like hesitant about a cinematic universe and if they could really make it work. And mostly because of just seeing Iron Man 2 and the first tour. Like I, I like Captain America and I actually thought they nailed that first film, to be honest. Um, love the first Iron Man, but I, I was like, yeah, the tour wasn't all that hot for me. And and Iron Man 2 was kind of a mess. So I was wondering what they're gonna do with this and how they're gonna get it to work. And then on top of that, they had to bring in a bunch of a, a couple of extra characters. So like, all right, let me see what they're gonna do and you know the hype starts and then I, I i saw the film pretty early like i don't know it did launch it was the friday and you know in has come out like wednesday whatever it is i saw it the tuesday night and i was like okay yeah and i was like just so blown away by it Jared. i was mm. really impressed by it i did not expect to be to be so awesome I and mean, we could talk about like why i think this film so works so well but it, it gets into something deeper about you know the nature of cinematic universes, and you learn something kind of like dark and deep about um, about uh, DC because one year earlier DC had a little film called Green Lantern, and
0: Green, oh, Lantern, yeah. was, uh, uh, Green
3: Lantern, was was kind of a mess, right? Like a complete mess. Kind and I was, of
2: but best. here's the thing <laughs> with
3: that: what was kind of weird to me, I was like, wait, how come how come a Justice League movie didn't come out yet, and uh, Avengers movie come up before Justice League. That kind of weird, right? Because the prevalent yeah. narrative at the time was, well, DC how all the, 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 the IP under the one banner. WB could do anything you want. And Marvel had to struggle and Marvel had to sell off and they had to buy back stuff to make it work. And look, they had to use these B and c characters to, to build the universe. Look how, look how Marvel had to build back. And that was a completely false narrative because what you learn and you only know it now is that, yeah, actually DC is the one who more tied up in more internal bullshit and legal chicanery. And, and why you can't use these characters here or there or not. Here's a quick question. When was the last time you saw live-action Batman on television? Quick
0: good, question. Good, good question. Very uh, good question. It can't uh, be
3: done. You notice that, right?
0: Yeah.
3: It, it kind of can't be done, because it, it, who movie writes and TV rights and all of that stuff? So you realize that it's a kind of DC in the internal, like, rats-ness of IP law and who's going to get that, actually have, have a harder job of getting the shit together compared to Marvel. And that is, like, a big factor why they can't get a shit together. Like, that is, like, in my opinion, probably the number one factor, I would argue. Um, and, yeah, the, the Marvel and them, they say, they just take their marbles, they take what they could work with, Iron Man is a good character, modernize him, build from there, and then slowly but surely just chip together and then give me, like, a real damn good script with this Avengers movie. And, I don't know, I still think it's, it. I, I I I think I ranked it as my second film uh for the decade because it is the...
0: Yes, like
3: I was, um I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right, yeah. because because Marvel, much like Spider-Man, shaped the superhero decade of the two the arts. This smaller shaped the superhero decade of the of the tens. Like it it's the movie that everybody used the template for building from here and there. Everybody who fail or flung that after that. They fail or flung that, right? Because they were trying to be the Avengers and they failed. That's effectively what happened, in my opinion. That's right. Um, but,
1: you, but, I mean, but you know the 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 weird thing is that in the 90s there was a chance for tim burton to make a connected dc cinematic it's, universe since, dude, <laughs> from, from superman lives exactly they were trying to do this
3: shit from a long time you know and you realize it's utterly shocking how they can't get this right like superman is particularly troublesome like there's a great book about this i forget the name of the book but basically it's um something like um superman versus hollywood or something like that and it is getting into the full narratives of why they just keep fucking up superman but it, it is a general problem with dc characters all, all across the board to be honest um and it just kind of weird how they just keep messing this up. And Marvel, again, DC was winning the all the others game. So they had a big comics, the comics was doing better, all the other stuff, the cartoons was doing better. Like, yeah, the DCAU was flourishing at this point. Well, you know, it ended with Justice League in the mid arts. Uh but the, for some reason the movies didn't work, and it's because Marvel took the big gamble and got away with it. And they ended up winning off, winning off that game. So now Marvel, quote unquote, winning. And we could get that back up back, back and forth about who getting through with that. But in terms of the big name. Right now, it's Marvel, right? Everybody's tuning in to Disney Plus. Disney Plus to watch Goddamn Moon Knight might study that now. And, you know, that is the, the world we're living in right now. And, yeah, this, this is where it starts. This is, to me, where it really starts. Like, this film just worked so goddamn well. Where it could have failed. It could have absolutely miserably failed. And it just come together and, and stitched together so well. And it did it for one. It did one simple trick. And it's a trick you can only say that shit after the fact. I'm saying it's simple because I, I'm talking 10 years later. But... Um, what they understood was meta narrative. That's what they understood. They understood the internet was a thing. They understood how people are going to be talking about this as a thing, how they have to reference the world as it is, reality as a thing. So that is why the the characters and how the actors is play looking like and acting like each other in the world because they're like celebrities in the world as it is, and it's a meta narrative about the world and the nature of the Avengers in the world. Like, it's it's a really clever conceit. The, these guys understood that. Kevin Feige completely understood that, I think, back in, in 2011 or whatever, 2010 or whenever, they started shooting this. Like, what they have to do, how to make it work, how to um, create a skeptics so they have Loki and the, I forget the council guys, but basically the council guys who's Dalton McFury. Have those guys be the ones to say, hey, these Avengers is a bad idea. The you World know.
1: Security Council.
3: World Security Council, thank you, right. And it's like, yeah a bad idea it's like no it's not a bad idea it's a great idea and I'm gonna show you why um same thing with Loki they have an internal fanboy Colson Them little things it's all these little will building extra will building things and tying it to the audience and making it work and yeah this movie is is, uh, is a total success in it, in its own conceit uh yeah but we eventually started to talk about it
0: all right that, that was a lot okay <laughs> yeah so uh Tracy your your quick history with the Avengers
4: uh for me it's it's starts with there's two things that crosses my mind that, that I, I leading up to this. It's that teaser. I can't remember which movie it was, but it was that teaser that says some next summer, some assembly required. Right. It's weird how these things stay in your mind. Some assembly required. And you get to see the little shots of everybody coming together. And I think in that teaser, I think in that teaser, that's when Nick Fury asks, what are you willing to do? I think he was asking for that and it was sometime before that a friend of mine who is a huge comic nerd had given me to read the ultimate There was a, 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 the ultimate avengers and seeing black nick fury who very much looked like a samuel l jackson type and all this kind of stuff so getting to read all of that and then watching going and see our film it's amazing to me as a SaiPa. it's amazing to me that 20 odd years later i'm still in the back of imax watching people leaving as the credits were and i was like are you stupid but anyhow uh don't we know how this thing works by now and going in and sitting down and seeing the avengers seeing how this thing played out this was i mean like everybody talks in terms of like their favorite joss things but one of my Joss things is dollhouse for all intents and purposes right. Dollhouse. Was- right yeah. was something that I absolutely love,
2: and
4: Joss was a was a guy who, uh, I I wouldn't say like I wanted to pattern after, but he was he was he was he was, he was inspiration. So when I found out that Joss was going to be, like, okay, Joss is actually going to be the one who is putting this team together, and I remember the, the Comic Con hype, and you had all of them coming out on stage and the music, and the whole leading up to it was this, it felt like a celebration and it's one of those things you know we could talk about this at some other point in time but it's one of those things that kind of um slightly aggravates me as i move further along in the mcu because phase one there was something about phase one not just the idea of will this work but you know I've, i've complained enough times to people like i don't need too much skittles and i feel like sometimes the jokes can be overbearing i feel like sometimes it's a it's either way too bright or some sort of randomness of the other, but Phase One on the whole had a vibe where it was like this is the right amount of humor, this is the right amount of action, this is the right amount of storytelling, and Avengers was able to pull all of that together and put it in a nice little bow and wrap it. As a side thing, I to this day still walk around like when somebody calls a Zoom meeting and I don't really want to be in it, you know, be like, I recognize that the council has made a decision. But since it's a stupid ass decision, <laughs> I have opted to ignore it because, you know, it's it's stuff like that. So that's my little rambling there on heading into
0: Avengers. All right. And lastly, Daniel, your history, quick history with the Avengers.
1: Well, uh. My journey starts in 2008 when I first saw the first Iron Man movie and a lot of people I admit were kind of skeptical of it because it's like Iron Man who's Iron Man but with me being a, a kind of a comic book fan is like Iron Man the arch enemy of Mandarin and all these, and all these little things but um, I went in and I was utterly surprised like yo this is actually a really good movie then Iron Man 2 came and I have my own ideas about that. They should have given John Favreau some creative freedom, and instead of shoehorning Shield in there, they should have just made a Shield movie with Black Widow, featuring Black Widow. Uh, yeah, I, d- uh, leading up to the Avengers, I enjoyed all the movies of Phase One. I don't really have much complaints. Uh, uh, it was ju- it was actually during CXC, I that. Um, the Avengers movie came out and I didn't watch any trailers because me I didn't need to see any trailers I already knew that there was an Avengers movie coming and I knew I was going to see it so it's like I didn't need to see anything I just wanted to go in blind go in cold and and let me see what it is unfolding in front of my eyes uh Joss Joss Whedon I don't have much of a history with uh i haven't really seen any of his work although i knew that buffy was around i knew buffy was a huge thing uh, i have i didn't really watch firefly i didn't see buffy uh so what whoever made this movie joss whedon i was like okay let's see if he can pull it off and went and i in the middle of CXE my mom was telling me you need to study you need to study you need to study go go and do your exam first and then i'll take you to see avengers i was like no i need to see this movie now i need to see this movie now so she so she took me to see the avengers and i utterly enjoyed it so let's talk about it All right, so let us see how fast I can run through this story, right? So
0: pretty much we begin at this NASA slash S.H.I.E.L.D. facility, right? So Nick Fury and Maria Hill, they arrive by Chopper, right? So, and and of course, Agent Colson is there to pretty much wait on them, right? Um, Apparently, there's some energy energy surge that came out of, you know, what is then called the Tesseract, right? Um, They're doing some tests on it, right, basically. And if you remember the Tesseract, that was the sort of like, um, you know, Box-like energy right. source well, yeah. th- from you know the first Captain America movie. Right, and the well, they, they, hint, they
3: they yeah, and they hint at it uh in a post-credit scene. I think in torton
0: Yes, 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 actually. Yes, yes, yes. For for a long time, I watched Thor, right? And speaking of Thor, um, Dr. Selvig is there as well too, right? Right. Um, Yeah, he's testing it as well, right? And while all this is going on, uh, Clint Barton, a.k.a. Hawkeye, he's monitoring the whole situation, right? Suddenly, a beam shoots out of the Tesseract and a portal opens, right? And out of the portal comes Loki himself, played by Tom Hiddleston, right? And it was just so weird watching Loki just be this ah look at me and you insignificant insects all that kind of stuff right i compare that to the existential crisis he literally went through last year with the loki series Way it's, it's it's just it's just amazing there's this kind of scene before and after right but that was really interesting right he is bur- um, he is bu-
1: he is burdened with
0: glorious purpose yes yes i love how he says that there too i am loki of asgard and a burdened with glorious purpose like i legit forgot that that um, I remember it from the series, it's of course, right. But I forgot he said that in this movie. Yeah, for a long time I haven't seen this, right? Um, and of course, you know, as he comes in, he's attacking Shield and NASA personnel. Like, I like he even uses his um, scepter to pretty much brainwash Hawkeye, right? Uh, Fury tries to escape with the Tesseract, but uh, in, a, in a briefcase. But uh, Loki catches wind of his attempt, and you know it's. There's a moment, basically, where, um, where after he introduces himself, right? Uh, you see, Doctor Selvig's like, um, you know, Oscar. You I mean, oh, you're Loki, brother of Thor, right? Mm-hmm. I love where Fury says, "We have no quarrel with your people." And Loki drops the line, "An ant has no quarrel with her boots." Yeah. Remember that line? That line will yeah, come it up comes again. Back. Final exam. It comes back, Yeah. It. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he brainwashes um, Selvig, right? Um, so pretty much. He he picks up on Fury's plan. Basically, the, the his plan is just to bury Loki by blowing up the roof of the facility. Right, it's it's underground, right? Uh, Hawkeye shoots Fury with his Firearm um, I think this is one of the few times I ever see Hawkeye with a gun but whatever Um, And he grabs the, the briefcase right And together with Loki and Selvig They escape right and you know the building More or less crumbles and whatnot. Uh Maria um, ends up Escaping because she tries to She tries to chase after them but with no luck right And well of course Loki goes off in the Tesseract right and yeah I mean um, And now you have um, Now you have Nick Fury pretty much just trying to figure out what to do and he only has one plan and of course that leads to you know the avengers right uh now we get to you know the moment that you know well one of the moments we've been waiting for basically the assembling of the avengers right so we begin with black widow um she's being interrogated in this uh, random abandoned warehouse uh, by this russian general and his two goons right and this is clever bit where colson calls natasha's phone right and okay. uh, the general answer is like, okay, well, you know, I'll, I'll pretty much blow up the building. He's in this F twenty two jet, right? Uh, unless he puts her on the phone, and then, well, he tells her that Clint's been compromised, and pretty much as Natasha hears that, she just starts to beat the shit out of the three guys, right? Um, there's a blink in the missing moment where you, you you see like um like a a, a computer basically. Like you are seeing footage of Natasha and Clint together fighting during some right. military operation. I thought it was really cool. But I love how it right. just kind of sets up there, and it's a their, it's their a partnership. Plight. Yes, implied this is the Budapest thing. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah uh, it, it, I assume because they brought this up near the end too. Like, um, right. well, uh, well, I forgot what Hawkeye says. Like, um, something and about and um, know, Black Widow
1: black, black, is like, uh, this is like Budapest all over right, again. Right. And you, yes. and I yeah, you and I remember,
0: Budapest. remember Budapest. very thing, differently. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah
4: um and... but you glossed over the the that intro there where um he actually got the scepter and they hints hint to the, that guy that guy who i can't remember his name the character's name who gives him the scepter and is talking about the idea of the earth will be loki's but the universe you Oh, that, that, are... that alien
1: dude you mm-hmm. the life of me? What, i right, can't remember the, the other i think is his name the
3: yeah, he's, he's supposed to be like one of these like Thanos's right hand Thanos right, at the time. Yeah, yeah, right until he
4: got killed later on. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah, right. So right after the fight and all that now, um, Coulson asks Natasha to talk, um, pretty much asked her to go to talk to the big guy, right? And I love how she assumes it's Tony Stark because, right. you know, the last time we saw her was in Iron Man 2, but it's like, no, the the big guy, right? It kind of reminds me of, you know, Batman Forever, like, no, the other car, right? It's, yeah. it's kind of like that, right? Mm-hmm. And the big guy, actually, just, I remember this being... Not so much of a huge deal. But, you know, again, because this was early in the, you know, the, the MCU. I was like, all right, they actually recast. Um yeah they, they, so they, they, they get, is it, uh, they second get big, Ruffalo
3: okay yeah, it's the second big recast in the, in the franchise
0: right the, yes big, yes, um, yes the first one with was, uh, the with uh, Terrence Howard with, yeah, um, Rody, with, yeah. with Don Cheel like alright
3: right. well okay, yeah.
1: okay, okay I'm seeing so that, that's, this. that's,
3: that's right. why that's why I keep saying like you shouldn't have to be too hesitant and don't, don't leverage yourself on, on a particular actor or anything like that Edward Norton is a great actor you know but you could get rid of him mm-hmm. because he's a problem you know sorry so yeah and Mark Ruffalo is a solid character actor so I actually prefer the call.
1: You know, I was actually thinking, I was watching the movie the other day, and I was thinking because Joss Whedon is a television guy, I was wondering why he didn't push for someone like David Duchovny to play Bruce Banner. Nah. Oh, yeah,
3: God, yeah, no. It, it's, 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 oh, God, totally, no. It had to do with, like, it to do with like, actors' contracts and, and um, we call it, um, sad, sad stuff. So that mm. that not happened.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: Yeah. That's what to do with, like, a, a lot of, like, who, which actor union you're part of and whatnot. So that's why, like, TV people can just transition to to movie people. Because, like, that's a big drama right now going on with The Flash. Like, we're not sure if, you know, what's going on with, with Ezra Miller. And other people say, you know, we'll just get um Grant Dustin to do it. But, like, that's not how that has work. And they not that straightforward. Like, you can't I know,
1: do But that. I know, like, but I know, like, uh, Kobe Smulders and Clark, Greg, they are, like, TV actors, not so?
3: Right, they're TV actors. Yes, but not, yes. it's not, it's not, again, is what contract sign and who and where. Like, oh. you know, by the time they do a, he was doing another project by then and it's a whole lot of bunch of things. So that's why he can just get up and do that. Like, you know, again, the reason why it's relevant no, and I think and I, I think about it now is because he can't just up and get Grant Gustin to be the Flash in the movies now. Like, you had to kind of do a lot of lawyering and chicanery. Sh- sh- I mean, look, they, they get Spider-Man in the MC, so it's not like it's impossible. But, you know, I don't see it happening.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, understood. Right. So in terms of um Bruce Banner now, you know, he's 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 shocking out literally in in um in Calcutta, right? Um, you know, right. he's he's trying to avoid stress. So you have this nice little convo between him and um and and Natasha. You gotta remember this is the first time they're actually meeting each other, right? So yeah, basically he reluctantly agrees to help them out, you know, in terms of locating um Loki, right? And the idea, you know, with the Tesseract is that it emits um you know radiation, well gamma radiation. So with his knowledge of gamma radiation already, he's like, all right, well I I should be able to to help you guys pick it up, right? Up next, we have Captain right. America, right? And then we get that post credit scene from the old Avengers promo, basically, right. from, from yeah. Captain America, the yeah. Avenger. But they expanded mm-hmm. it a lot more. The conversation yeah. goes a lot longer. I really, really dug that. Um, you know, pretty much Nick explains him what's going on and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah, it it, it works. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's just great sis, seeing how... Um, you know, just just this guy who literally was in ice some days ago. Peterman saying, "Oh, you know, what I mean, another guy wanting to rule, wanted to conquer the world." All right, I I understand. You know, what I mean, that that's perfect. I okay, so
3: it, it I got it. Centered was more like a few months because, like, okay, so I think the movie had some some missing sequences. So he had a life. Eh? He yeah. like he set up an apartment, and he might they had this whole scene where he was visiting. He was in New York, I think, and he has, he's talking to some waitress. But that same waitress shows up later. But it, it's cut in the theatrical cut kind of weird Um. So it wasn't like just days; it was a little longer.
0: Um, right, right, understood. Yeah,
3: what what I like about this movie is that you don't need to know the previous films to make sense of this. Yes, um,
0: yes,
2: that's what i was really, going to bring
3: up. Yeah, it doesn't really rely on your your oh, you need to watch five movies prior or some bullshit like that. Like a lot of a lot of um, MCU films, kind of like that. But the MCU has done a reasonably okay job with handling that, like not tr- throwing people out of the discourse. You know, you can just jump into any one of these films and then make sense of it. And yeah, as, but but you I want,
0: mean, like, like, to be fair, like, you have to see the films uh, in terms of familiarize yourself with the characters, right? But you don't yeah. need to remember every
3: No, but kind of, kind of, kind of, yeah. kind of, But you see, this is why I mentioned the meta narrative stuff earlier. Because you literally don't have to watch these movies because you have a whole goddamn cottage industry on the internet that will tell you, you know, which way the other and some YouTube thing. And they have a whole bunch of people literally die a curry just talking about this shit, telling you about this shit making sense I of mean, it. you
4: could go online and basically get a recap. A full a recap, theater. yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. It the it, 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 You in 60 minutes.
4: Yeah, I don't understand. It,
3: it, it, was, it was not trendy. It was more like a... It, it was more like a kind of a, a settle. You know, everybody's talking about a passing phase. No, it was more like a settled lake. Not like a, a, a in-and-out tide. It's more like a, you know, a caldera lake that settled in terms of the pop culture um, narrative. People don't understand how much, like, second-order things that went into... Causing this to be as big as it is eh? Um, And yeah, as I say Because of the nature of media consumption It changed
0: the paradigm of how you're going to Consume these movies and make it work Yeah, you're right, you're right so um up next now we get well tony stark right A.K. iron man right again rest in peace right um you know he's doing some fixes to Stark tower basically he's, right. he's, he's built an arc reactor to power um you know Stark tower which eventually will become you know the avengers tower soon enough right. which you know that kind of stuff right, right. um it's, you know and a I,
3: if i remember correctly
0: yes 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 yeah. um it was cool seeing Pepper Pot's here, you know. Me, she's still with him. It was cool hearing a pre vision Jarvis as well, too. Right. You know, right. Uh, that that was really cool. So basically, Coulson shows up, you know, because you know he urgently needs to talk to Tony, right? And he he kind of gives him this EPK though of sorts We kind of show right. him, oh, well, right. this is this is the Avengers here. This is who I'm gonna pick and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, I just love how it ends with with Tony noticing the Tesseract and you know he's just kind of looking at it, and you know it's it's in comparison to the the whole arc reactor stuff that he's that he was using. The whole idea of power and how to use it, right? And you know that has more or less followed on with the, you know Age of Ultron, right? Uh so now Bruce and Steve arrive at what they assume is a is a Shield aircraft carrier, right? This is one of the great reveals in the film, right? And then while Steve meets Natasha for the first time, Bruce meets right. Nick for the first time, you know what I mean? I just like how how it's revealed that it's not actually an aircraft carrier, yeah, actually yeah. a hella carrier, right? right. So there's a, a great
3: joke deal. with that later. Involving ten dollars.
0: <laughs> oh okay right right right, right, right. Yeah. it's a bet that um that, yeah. that um that steve makes steve rogers makes no, with,
1: no. Uh, with with nicks the moment like he comes no. in when He world he's telling him the world has gotten even stranger than you remember than you know yeah yes it's
0: <laughs> so, like the moment that he goes inside once the once he had a lifts off though that's where he giving the ten dollars i just right. love how just easy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nick that, just takes it from it. It's just so yeah. simple, but it works, you know?
3: Yeah, this, this sequence is a lot of great character beats in terms of Colson and Steve. Like, I love this. Like, that's Colson and yeah, Steve. I, I, no wondering yeah, I was no wonder
4: what exactly it is that he had, that, that Colson had. What was it? Was it stamps or? Trading or, cards,
0: or, trading, or, cards trading, or, trading
3: cards, trading uh, cards. Yeah, that's yeah, trading cards yeah, yeah. from yeah. since the time of the war. It was like right yeah exactly but it's, yeah because they, they st-
0: actually established for those who don't know that um Coulson is a huge fanboy of yeah. um of, of of steve right um i watched well, i watched, the I watched the you steve I, just I, like as he came in
1: i watched you while you were sleeping yeah
0: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> like but, I, but, I know it's, it's meant to sound awkward <laughs> but it, it works it works it's you know it's it's, it's him it's him fanboy in, in, in a yeah. sense right but it works, I, what, it's what right. i like
3: is just it's just it's, it's set up steve as just being very reassuring to everybody so like when he meets dr banner and it's like, is that all you heard about me? It's, like, all I need to know. I love it. Simple.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, like, if it's one thing this show does right. very well, though, it's just dialogue, just those lines. And they just see so much by... While seeing so little, right? I love that, right? So... I remember uh, Joss, yeah, was,
4: Joss was saying... I remember Joss was saying that his angle for the Avengers was to basically plot it from Steve's perspective. Right. So even though, like, some of the, some of the lines and even... The way how Steve takes prominence, because you know he just come out of 1940 something. So just said that he wanted to make it from from
3: Steve's perspective, and then everything else kind of flowed around so it. Like, right. I, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they, they have the because he lined with with Coulson of We need we could use a little more old-fashioned. Like I like that they they make it, you know, cent- as they say, centered around Steve in that sense. It's like yeah, that's why that's why it's gonna work or why they're gonna win is because yeah, they have Steve Rogers on their boy. You know, he's not the most powerful. He's not the smartest. He's not the thing. It's that just him his personality and him just being a general good guy now yeah That's he's
0: right why competent. He's exactly. competent um, yeah. especially in the third act, right which you'll get into in a bit right so um she'll basically locate the tesseract at this spot in germany um, CAPS assigned to investigate right meanwhile Clint proposes to Loki that they steal some iridium that will help st- um, stabilize the Tesseract's power right the, the right. B- basically plan is to open this portal so you know lo- um not Loki sorry um Thanos's army oops I said Thanos <gasps> right um army the Chitauri would, would show up right later on to you know to pretty much invade Earth right that that's the plan right Um, Hawkeye does his bow and arrow thing Loki does his hit people with the scepter thing once inside pretty much this music museum in Germany where the iridium is is hidden right um and Loki just start feeling himself at this point now you yeah, know right. as he's telling all the attendees to kneel before him right this right. is this so cocky way but I always love that about Loki in this film in particular I felt like um like they, just to be honest the saying, eye like thing, sorry I think when he stabbed the guy in his eye yes <laughs> yes door. yes yeah, so yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to, to help um I, you know, open the little um thing vault thing to to get the iridium, right? Yeah. Um, I always loved how much of an improvement Loki was in this film compared to to um to Thor, because in Thor, to me personally, well, the, the 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 time the few the few times I saw it, right, I I still appreciate the film. I don't hate it, right. I always felt like he was just like, oh, you know, Odin loves you, Thor, and he doesn't love me. Right. Here's right. like. Yo, look at these insignificant humans, right? They never see me before, so yeah, I I have power, you don't, right? And he just coming off real brash and whatnot. That's what I love about him in, in this film, right? right? So as as Loki about to pretty much vaporize this old man, now Cap shows up just in time right. to save the day, Um, and yeah, he's rocking his new quote-unquote costume here, right? Which, which, don't work? the lighting was terrible on this, sorry. <laughs> it's, it's,
3: like, probably <laughs> well, it's probably the worst, it's probably the worst <laughs> Captain American outfit, in my opinion.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you gotta start right. somewhere, right? That's my yeah. opinion, right? Um, so you a will fight. Uh, Natasha is there in um in her jet, basically like just having you know the gun turrets targeted at him, right? And I love how Tony just kind of disrupts her t- uh, transmission and says, "Romanov, sorry, either Romanov, you miss me." Then Iron Man chews up, he hear any yep. metal music in the background. He yep. hits Loki with a couple of re- repulsories and you know Loki's forced to stand on, right? And yep. this is where Tony and Steve meet for the first time, right? And that's when the audience is wondering, where's Thor in all of this, right? Loki catches wind of his arrival at like the moment where they're in the plane as they go back to, to Shield headquarters now, you see Thunder their Lightning. So is like the Thor's in the area, right? Yeah. And yeah, Thor show up now. I, I I don't remember how it was back then. I imagine the ladies in the audience, when I first saw it, was swooning the moment they saw Chris Hemsworth. I don't blame them. Um, he shows up inside the jet now and gives Iron Man one punch that sends him flying, right? And yeah. then he literally nabs Loki and flies off, right? Iron Man goes after him, followed by Cap.
3: This, that, that whole sequence is great because you have a lot of great lines in it. Um, so the old man was like, hey, you know, you uh, see a guy like you before and I didn't stand up to him then.
1: And then yes. cap cap pack cap it up. I'm like, yeah, good light. Then yes, so yes, yes. I, I love the, the Nazi... Time, well The, the, nazi the last whichever. time I saw... The last time I was in Germany and I saw someone standing above everybody else, we ended Actually, up disagreeing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, you
3: know, you know, it is. there are always men like you and so on. So. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love I, that. I, I, I love that. Yeah, and then... Um, then they, when it was in the Quinjet, a lot of great lines yes. uh, from there. Um, with his, um, I, I have a plan. I'm attack. not over. Attack. Yeah. I have a plan. Attack. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If, uh, I love that. Need a plan of so, attack. I have a plan. So, attack. Yeah, I have um, a plan. Attack. Yeah. When um Natasha was telling them, yeah, you know these guys are basically gods, and he's like, yeah, there's only one god, madam Doesn't look. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Not sure just like, like that. that.
2: I'm pretty sure. Not like that. Great character. line. Great with lines. Though, yeah. You know?
4: There's that bit that I was thinking of where um, he hears the light, the thunder, and Cap asks him, What are you afraid of? A little lightning. Right. It's a line that Loki says specifically yeah. where he says,
3: I'm not overly <laughs> fond of what follows. Yes. And that yes. is when you fall. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's on just good? It. It. Listen, this is just Whedon, not his best. Like regardless how you could you could knock him now and and people who try to you know a lot of people like I, I kind of annoyed a lot people just be performatively hating on him nowadays. Like yeah he's kind of an asshole and like I'm kind of a terrible person But like latest cut this shit about him and his dialogue. There's some really good stuff he always used to get and yeah I don't know his, his stuff is fluid. That is absolutely perfect for this material. Um, it, because is, you, it, you, is, you, it
1: is it is kind of like TV glorified TV dialogue though. Yeah, yeah no but you need to have
3: it like flow like because you need a, you need to flow crowd now. Like, like, what does TV dialogue mean? What you know? What does that mean in the year two thousand twelve? Like, that makes it inferior somehow. That,
0: that, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> exactly.
3: yeah. point. Yeah, it's about it's about getting a, a bunch of characters bouncing off each other. Yeah, it kind of quippy. No, no doubt. And uh, you know, people do already talk like that, but it it flows in that mix
0: of theatre and realism now. Uh, but yeah, go ahead, now. Right. So Loki and Thor now. Have this actually really brilliant conversation though, right? And it's basically about Loki wanted to rule Earth and you know Tor pretty much right. went to protect Earth. You know what yeah. I mean? And you know, it's, it's it's all about um, you know, you know, um look Loki just wanted to assume dominance because you know he never really got it in Asgard. It's just it's just great though. Um, right. and it ends brilliantly where Tor <laughs> says, You listen well, brother, and then yeah. boom and then and then look he's like um i'm, I'm listening. listening i'm listening, listening. Yeah. yeah that yeah. response to is yeah, priceless i yeah. love that love that right um and then we just get this kick-ass fight scene between iron man yeah. and tor easily one of the best scenes uh, in
1: this movie an- right? another another great line but it was improvised by uh, downey yeah. jr right yeah <laughs> um Doth mother know you were her drapes. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's making fun of all of the like, yeah, what are these dudes? Like, why are they talking like that? It's it's, yeah, um, yeah. it's um Shakespeare in the Park. Yeah, yeah Shakespeare in the Park, he says,
0: yeah, yeah. 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 In the
3: Park. It's a great, great beats.
0: Right. Uh, what what yeah. I like about
3: this is it it does the typical, like you have to answer the whole good guys need to fight and then see who how strong who is and why. So, like how strong is Thor? Strong enough to crush the Iron Man suit. Well, at least that Iron Man suit. Um, you know is which well it comes later which which more powerful the hammer or the shield You find out yes like, yes yeah, they do. answer yeah. all these little quick questions like one time in a little short fight not long yeah
0: yeah simple but just quick will building you're right yeah yeah so right so basically we have this fight between Iron Man and tor um unfortunately cap just breaks it up when things getting really good right, right. there's a great moment though where he tells tor now to put down his hammer and tor actually responds by attacking him with the hammer right which uh cap like deflects with his shield, right? right? And for me, I just saw this as foreshadowing of you know Cap acquiring um, yeah, um exactly. Yolne in um in endgame. Like I was yeah, like, it's oh,
3: it's him. him. Oh, shot oh shot okay, okay. But they, they did it in age yeah, So
0: in seeds. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yes, I know. I need a true.
3: But yeah. The, the one thing I, I forget is I forget why Tony's armor could absorb so much energy because no, that was from Whiplash, right? Like that's a big thing about Tony. All the armor. Oh, right,
0: I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah,
3: yes. All the armors get better. So because Whiplash, because of Whiplash powers. Shutting on his armor He's like Oh what if I could figure out a way to absorb energy And yeah towards lightning He got a big boost of 400% Well how about that mm. Great little <laughs> moment little yes, things Great, great like, moment it's, yeah. it's, it's when it, This is where the comic book Again the nerd in, the, the comic book Nerding us Like really appreciate Shit like this though Like yeah I would
0: yeah, exactly. So with all this stuff going on now, uh, well, the three he- heroes pretty much put their battle on pause, right? Um, Loki is apprehended. He's placed back, in, he's placed, sorry, in a cell, right? Right. On, on, in S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters. It was literally um, designed for the Hulk, right? Right. Um, and I love Fury's back at him with the ant boots. <laughs> love that like yeah no, 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 enough said right enough said it's right? a little
3: it's a little bit a joker for the dark knightish kind of vibe but yeah whatever, well, it's
0: fine yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. like i just see it also too in, in skyfall as well too right let's right. have the villain inside of a cell and right. you know, and let's have him talk do all the psychological stuff and then eventually when right. things start to hit the fan now that's when he escapes and blah 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 right um and what follows here for me personally is not just isn't just a moment of exposition between the, the main heroes though, but just a pure example of how this movie works and why it works, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Um everybody's in character, they're just bouncing off each other, right? Um, you know, especially like Capto and Iron Man, right? And there's a like it's it's pretty much the tone being lightened here, right? Uh with these especially with these clever pop culture references, like, you know, like Iron Man would say point break. Um uh, he right, also says right. flying monkeys. I love how um Cap right. says, ah, I I understand that reference, meme, right? You know popular love meme. That. Love meme. That. Love that. <laughs> popular
3: yeah. meme. This is like one of the most popular memes. I understood that reference. Because yeah, Cap was old enough to know uh yeah, yeah, with his Yeah, that movie, because that movie was, was the was, was, yeah, was, yeah right? Yeah, oh, 29. Right yeah, right.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also there's a great little reversal Of the of Natasha's interrogation scene Where basically she um, Goes to Loki and asks him about um, about Hawkeye right and he like tries to Break her down the moment that she mentions right. um, You know because she wants to remove The red from her ledger right and he, right. he's just like Breaking her down breaking it down breaking it down right yeah. And then there's a moment where she turns her back And you're thinking she's crying because he's hearing Like whimpering and like you're a monster right yeah. And then he says like I'm um, You know I'm not the only monster here it's like okay. Banner, so that's your play, right? Yeah, and there's like, like oh that okay, like, that's like, like that
1: quim. <laughs> yes, I, I like little, I like that little exchange between Loki yeah. and, and Natasha because it's yeah. like he she, uh, when she's saying uh, when he's saying uh, your world in the balance and you bargain for one man, it's like yeah. you think saving no man a man who is no more virtuous than yourself will change anything, it's like yeah. you're in the service of liars and killers. It's right. like the, the people who you used to work for on S.H.I.E.L.D., was the difference between them? Right. They're both, they're yes, all yes, liars yes. and killers. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. not only is that foreshadowed for
0: the reveal that will come up later in this movie here, but um, uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, Hydra. Right. I yep. mean, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, right? But yeah, it was that scene, though, I just love how it flips the, you know, it really showcases um, uh, Natasha's espionage skills, man, you know what I mean? Because, yeah, she was able to manip- uh, manipulate him, you know what I mean, in that yep. process, right? I love that, right? Um, so similar to the previous scene when you just had the characters bounce off each other, right? Um... Now, now they get to the reveal of Shield's face too, right? Which is basically using the Tesseract to generate um WMDs, right? Right. And the reason makes a lot of sense, Jet. It. Basically, yeah. it's Thor's battle with the destroyer back in the first movie. it right. Was like, mm-hmm. all right, we can't have that this was happen a good again. Yeah. yeah, we 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 can't be we can't yeah, be under the rest. It's unreal. Like real it's, you, real, you
3: know, one terror. Yeah, it's unreal. real one terror paranoia, you know. It's like, yeah, look, this, these guys are super dangerous, so we are we are just fucking around. It's like, sorry. And yeah, Nick come come good with it. He died, died the point. But, you know, it's yeah, a bad yeah. look.
0: And, and this, for me, as far as a conversation scene, is one of the, the film's best, too, because everybody have their own opinion, right? Some agree with others, others disagree, right? But everybody have, everybody have, like, a valid point, you know? But it's just how it clashes the moment that they find out, oh, this is what Sheila up to, this is what Nick Believes in all that kind of stuff, yeah. and just that bouncing back and forth, any argument that ensues, to is just stellar, stellar writing, though. That that's yeah. where you, that's where you know your characters top and um top to bottom. And lastly, but, and before that, but, we get but, to your but, thoughts on that, last, but, lastly, I love how that that also is a um you know as a it serves as a precursor to what we will get with Civil War, where basically right. you know the Avengers literally get cut down the middle because of their ideals and their beliefs and whatnot. I love yeah. love love that.
1: But uh, I have a, a little question here. I have a question here. Um, there's a shot in that scene where the camera just, you know, it it moves oh, past. Oh, it, it just it, it just it, it yeah, and it just tilts over, and you and see the and as we all know from future films, inside the scepter is the Mind Stone. Now, Anita asked this: Why would Thanos give Loki the Mind Stone if 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 there was any chance that he might lose it why would he give, surrender his most prized possession to loki that it was part? what he, for
4: me for me my personal logic what? was it, it was what he was getting in return
2: exactly. because the, the idea thing is, was the thing is that is. he was
4: he was using that mind stone in order to subjugate one planet so that he can then go and do what he needs to do for the rest of the universe i mean it's literally like the opening scene there where they talk about Uh, giving him the scepter and what he plans to use with it. So, Earth had the Tesseract, which is what he needed. So, he gives him the Mind Stone to subjugate this planet. And I assume once he gets the planet back, he would once he gets
3: the planet on this, but he would probably have taken it back from him. You know, you think think as Thanos was just like, like, look, you know, this is an easy job, just do this to me, kind of thing now. Like, it's not a big problem. But, like, he didn't think Loki would have been that much of a fuck-up. So, it's like, whatever. And it didn't, it didn't really hurt him in the, in the long run because, like, yeah, he, he, when did this push come to shove, he just went in, kick everybody ass and take it anyway. Like, yeah. that was it. Done. So it didn't take, that's how I understood, like, that whole conceit about, like, if Thanos should have... Who Thanos should have given what to and why and if he failed. I didn't really see it like that. I was like, yeah he can't do this himself. It's an easy job. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, look, he's still kind of a loser anyway, so whatever. I'm going to take it back anyway. It doesn't really matter. It's like, that's how I interpret all of that. Like, I didn't really overthink Tano's plan because he's like... Yeah, I got it. like if I, if push comes to shove, I could just cut everybody down. And any strong person who could take him down was killed off eventually when he started making his real moves anyway. Like once Odin died, that was it. Like <laughs> he had yeah. all his free reign to do everything else. I don't know. I didn't nitpick the, the MCU in retrospect because like they just end up just stitching that bullshit together later on anyway. Yeah. But yeah. but
1: it and it was all and it was also kind of uh insinuating that the Mindstone was kind of turning everybody against each other. A little bit. That, yeah, was, that was like not another, another very, Very, very like, Lord of
0: the Rings-esque right. kind of moment, yeah.
3: Because you can, you can nitpick that bullshit all the time. Like, with how come Tony Stark didn't figure out about... Um, didn't figure out about Hydra if he didn't have the spy equipment on on the ship? Remember, he spy on S.H.I.E.L.D. should he have figured out Hydra? It's bullshit like that. Like, who cares? Like, you know, you could nitpick
0: it and then have some, some nude explanation later down the road anyway. So it's like, well... yeah. So while while are squabbling, right? Um Hawkeye leads an attack on Shield via um via this um cloaked quinjet, right? Sure. Um so what well the explosion, well the first explosion pretty much destroys one of the turbines, right? And it's just right. chaos afterwards, right? Um there's
3: a good line by um uh Thor, the
0: he's adopted line. <laughs> oh <for> yeah, the... <laughs> that was <laughs> earlier. That was earlier. i line. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was, yeah, yeah. Um so right, so in the same room, I assume it's the same room the heroes were in. Now Natasha gets her foot caught in this um this blown off pipe um pipe. Sorry, right. So, and next to her is is Bruce who is stressed out now, and he finally turns to the Hulk and I remember the orders like yes, the Hulk is here, right? And we get this really tense sequence where he's chasing now Natasha. Like I mean, like legit yeah. tense. Like you you feel so concerned for for um. For, for Natasha's life at this point, right? Uh, meanwhile, Cap and Iron Man, you know, team up now to stabilize the, the remaining turbines, right? There's actually this great moment where you see um, Iron Man literally having to 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 spin around one right. of them, literally, to get that turbine to move, you know?
3: Yeah, that, that's what I like about it. It's like, yeah, you forget Iron Man is actually a super smart guy that to solve problems, right? Like, you know, much like with how they, the reason why they have Banner is because he actually dared to solve a problem. These guys are geniuses. This is a big emotional conceit that they, I wish it did more with... Um, the whole Science Bros thing, right? Um, we get a good bit of that in Age Ultron, but not, not enough, in my opinion. Um, but I, I like that, you know, Tony Stark was the one who kind of settled on Bruce
0: in his anxiety. He was the one. Yes, yeah, made yeah. that emotional conceit
3: work. I like that.
0: Right, yeah. So while all this is going on, well, Hulk is still chasing after Natasha, right? And Thor intervenes now, and then we get another kick-ass fight. Well, now we get a kick-ass fight, sorry, between um, between Thor and Hulk, right? So that that's two kick-ass fight scenes with Thor, right? Note of that, right? Um, for me, though, just that hammer uppercut that he gives Hulk, do I love that. That just the moment where, by the way, where Hulk tries to lift uh Mjolnir, right? Uh, It reminds me a lot because I'll never forget this, right? I think it was like about I think it's around the same time that um, either a year before Iron Man or around the same year when we got that um, director video um, animated feature Ultimate Avengers. I never forget there was one scene, yeah, where Hulk went berserk right in the, in the um in the, in the turdac, right, and he literally lifts Thor's hammer, and yeah. that blew my mind, yeah. Like just seeing it, like on screen, you know. But right. in this case, it's like he tried to lift it, but it just was enough, right? I you know. I, I love how they play on that in um Age of uh, Age of Ultra, right? right? But yeah, um, things ramp up even more now when um dude, Hulk Hulk was just such a badass in this moment, right? So it's a moment where this fighter pilot now is supposed to gun down Hulk, right? Hulk notices that he jumps onto the jet, right? And starts to mash it up, right? Yeah. And it's when the guy ejects, right? The man grabs the seat. Hulk grabs the seat and throws him out, though. Holy shit. That is so yeah. amazing, though. It's how yeah. he jumps away the moment the jet explodes, boy. I, I won't lie, though. Hulk's you know how how he just flips out to this moment is just amazing right just amazing right yeah. so meanwhile hawkeye and his team of soldiers as they continue their attack um tor checks up on loki now he does a little clever trick you know the whole illusion thing now so it's like oh you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> it's how you know so tor ends up going inside that you know he gets trapped there are you ever not going to for fall that? for that yeah, I love I love just that line alone. because you know, if they if they had left it out, if they had left that line out, it would have just be like, oh gosh, but how torso stupid to do that, dread. Yeah. But to have Loki, his brother, come and see that, it's like, ah, okay, I get it, I get it, I love that, right? Yeah. Um, and then basically he threatens to open the, the the floor underneath the cell, right, which pretty much will have it hurt lin down to earth, right? But before he presses the button, now Colson comes in. Uh, yeah, he he clearly has he he has what is clearly what is clearly sorry a phase two weapon. I love how well he he says basically is a prototype they were working on after um, Loki sent the destroyer, right? And if you look at like the the actual barrel itself, it looks very much like um it has it reminds me a little bit like inside of it, um the core of it I should say it, r- it looks very much like um mm-hmm. the destroyer and the sort of heat powers that it had, right? Yeah. I love how, you know, it's kind of interesting how he says, I don't even know what it does. I, I thought that was yeah. kind of weird. Like, it's a gun, bro. Like, what, is, what else your you thinking, supposed to do, right? And as he pauses up, now the real Loki now, again, Loki just being a, 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 a SOB, right? You saw an image of him at the controls. So the real Loki was behind him. Stabs Colts in the back with his scepter, tread, right? And it's like, jeez, right? Um, And then what the yeah, real setting
4: up Tahiti?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Oh gosh. <laughs> right. Uh um, I, I see what you mean, right? he just a she, right? And the real low key presses the button now and his cell basically falls to falls down to it, right? Um, in between that time now we get a sweet fight scene between Natasha and Hawkeye, right? Just right. um great, you know, just um fight choreography, you know, throughout, right? And literally ends with her literally just knocking him out, like l- knocking him sorry, back to door. But I was like, Okay, that's that's how you break the, the spell. Okay. All right. Whatever. <laughs> Big fight scene, moving on. Right. So So I know I love how you know he he still in the cell the cell is still hurtling down to earth right. I just love how it's set up from the beginning where you know he hits the like initially he hits the um he he hits the the mirror with his hammer right. But then, you know, he just loses. Oh, there's a hole. So let me just try it again. Right. But right. because of how the direction, well, how it's just kind of like going, how he was just basically bouncing back and forth in the in the cell. He, just, he says, all right, I'm going to wait for it to tilt now. And then I'm just going to do my little hammer powers and just slide through. Like literally he does that. And he just crash lands on some random field. Right. Literally on the field. Right. So, back to Colson now. So, even when he he dies now, you know, he delivers his quip before he blasts Loki with the gun now. And yeah. that's what he says. So, that's what it does, right? Yeah. And I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's seen same with you guys, but at that time, I really thought that was it for Coulson. Huh? And then what? I saw Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. premiere. And he right. was in it. I'm like, what?
2: Right. Okay, so, but, so
0: it's clear to me that Colson was just such a fan favorite. It's like, yeah, yeah let, me, let me bring it back to life, right? Through, but, uh, you know, MCU magic. Let have his own show, God damn it, Because everybody loves Colson, right? Yeah, this is a great moment in the show because it, it has, a, again, more meta-narrative.
3: He says, Loki is de- kind of destined to lose because it's in his nature. I like that line. Yes, that, yes. I really like that that conceit of it. It's like, yeah, you know, the yeah. audience. You're talking to the audience anyway no.
1: like, I like. You lack it. conviction. You lack conviction.
0: But, yeah, that's but, what he um, said, that he says.
1: But uh, but uh, there's this thing. Uh, can you really say that agents of Shield is canon? No, no. That Kevin Feige is controller uh, is in yeah, control of it, everything. you are not
3: sure if it truly canon. Yeah, that's a whole thing. It's unclear. It I mean, like at, at first it was like the first two or three seasons. It was, and then I they went through
4: they went through a wormhole and things shifted right, a little bit. So they exactly. didn't go get the Thanos snap. But what had happened was. There were some Inhumans that were there and some purple people, people, right. they were talking about Thanos and all that kind of stuff. So right. they've gone into their own reality. But right. the so idea I, is, you know, now that it's 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 in Disney Plus, but I mean, it could, you could right. le- legitimately just say it was part of a different alternate reality or something. Right.
3: But so here's the thing too. Uh, Ike Pull Motor. That's the reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That, Well, it's got out. It. He more or less got drummed out and uh you know that, that whole conceit about a lot of his ideas were there and and who was with what and why and where the story is going yeah they they, they they deal with all of that and sort it out um yeah I have no problem considering it part of the same timeline it's fine because like um we call him um, Nick sure he was in an episode in a season two finale. I think or oh, something no, like that. Uh, yeah.
0: He was season one finale. Season no, one, right? It was it was the finale of the premiere. I swear it was either one.
4: He, he was he was the, he was in the finale when when really like,
3: um showed itself
4: up and he okay. was in the the helicopter. And,
0: and they, were, they were clearly oh.
3: they were clearly playing towards like trying to link them with the movies but you're not sure that kind of thing and it is is abc and dc and since he's want to keep this stuff under a similar brand management it was i have no problem calling it part of the same timeline it's fine because we know how this multiverse thing this kind of get all kind of weird and wonky anyway so i don't have a problem with that given we have a good whole goddamn movie about the multiverse coming up just now and i go going like settle all that stuff going forward um as it is so whatever we'll see um, then Joss was, Joss, his brother and the brother's
4: wife, I can't remember her name right now. Right. They were the creative directors of phase one, so to speak. So they right. were in right. charge of putting Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on right. television. But it right. actually, I felt like it thrived a little bit more when it didn't have to do this try. And like I
3: remember, you remember after Thor, The Dark World, when it was lining up. That it was lining up too much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so there's one there's one thing I thought they could have done and I really wish they, they went for, this mostly because of the actor uh almost Shield. I thought that was really interesting like when what they was setting up there and I I thought that was going to be the impetus for the real Civil War. Now. It's like, oh yeah, Nick Fury kind of incompetent and we should take over Shield. And that is, that's that's and, and almost Shield Edward James almost was going to be um on Iron Man's side in the movie or something like that. Now. Uh that's not what we get. We get something pretty cool anyway. So it do not matter. But, yes, yeah, all that little stuff that they show. The show has a lot of great moments. And especially when um, Ghost Rider came in and things like, yeah. But, yeah, as far, yeah. As, I know, as, far as I know right now, it's not technically canon. But, you know, we don't know because okay. of Multiverse of Madness stuff. Yeah. All
0: right, all right, all right. Uh, so back to cool to, to and when we all assumed back then that he was dead, right? Um, From a narrative standpoint, it works. So because pretty much this is what gets the heroes to stop bickering and right. work together, right? Um. And well, yeah, I, just, I mean, um, he victory, has two no powers. Yeah, you right? Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, basically, I mean, Colson had no powers and he was able to take down Loki, right? If only for a minute, right? Um, there's a bit afterwards where Fury shows um, Steve some, <laughs> well, the same trading cards, right? Right. One of which has blood on it, right? Well, yeah, that's a bit of it on, on top, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, the spurs Steve and Tony to continue the mission, right? But then afterwards, though, uh Maria mentions that the cards were a cool, so it's locker not his jacket, right? right? If you notice, that same one doesn't—that's in, that's in blood. It's smeared way more on it. And I, I don't want to say it's a goof, right? But whatever. Um, and then, well, Fury says they needed to push. Yeah. And to me, I was like, yeah, that—that that is something that that Nick Fury would do. Right? Like he would—he would do what he has to do. He wouldn't go hey, too he sees far, the but he would Yeah. Mm-hmm. He sees
4: the opportunity and goes
0: for it. Yeah. yeah. All right, that we get that great, you know, the, you know, the motivational montage and we hear the theme song, right? So this is where you're seeing um, Cap and Iron Man and Black Widow, you know, and Hawkeye heading back to to, to New York. Yes, Hawkeye is back to normal, right? Um, and <laughs> will oh, be serious. oh oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, again, Ricardo, you had a sad summer, right? You had a <laughs> sad summer, right? <laughs> but
4: it's, it's, uh, is Cap. the line that Tony before that, is the line that Tony says to Cap where... You Know capsist there, this is the first time you've lost soldiers, and he had to ex- remind them we are not soldiers, like right. you're the only one. Well, I mean, outside of Barton, who would have had some version of training, but yeah. he was the one who was went through that entire uh military life, you know. Right. Tony is not that guy, Tony makes guns for the military, right? So, that whole turn and exchange there, I always pretty like, that. Yeah. Uh,
3: the the thing with um, with with. Cap and the whole The them Having to go and deal With the situation It's like oh There's the three all Yeah what's going on <laughs> That was just kind of weird It's like uh What <laughs> we, Yeah we Exactly uh, well,
0: <laughs> I know well. I mean yeah. yeah But basically the reason Why they going to New York Is that as we find out Earlier um Dr. Right. Selvig Chose right. the roof Of the Stark Tower As his spot To create the portal right. right This is a good This
3: is a good character beat Because they make They make fun of how Tony and Loki Have a similar Ego level problem So Yes Tony He's, Tony, a, he's a full sail diva He's a full exactly. And he
0: you know he he to have a whole building with his name on it. All oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. So, um, speaking of, of Tony and Loki, though, we get this great back and forth between the two of them inside Stark Tower, right? And yeah. this is where we get the iconic, I have an army, we have a Hulk pit, right? right? And we also get what is, in my opinion, one of the best Iron Man transformation, quote unquote, yes. scenes ever, yep. where, you know, Tony collects a blast from Loki, right? And he boosts through the window. I think, I think he
3: throws him out of the window.
0: Yeah, he threw him out of the window. Trim. Okay, okay, yeah. I swear it was a blast. Okay, right.
1: It's no, I trim. He threw him. Yeah,
0: he yeah. physically threw right? And no, but then, there, there,
1: also, also, there's a really, a really humorous line there <laughs> When, yeah. when when uh, when uh, Loki tries to mind control him, he's like, yeah. oh, well, my performance yeah. issues. Yeah. <laughs> my performance yeah. issues. Yeah. It's not one, one out of the one five of <laughs>
3: that point. <laughs> and you can get into that point. There's another nitpicky nit thing that I get. I used to think about, but okay, about anymore. Uh he did mind control Tesseract. He kinda doesn't use that particularly well, right? The mind control. The mind, sorry, the mind stone. Like seriously, you could
0: you could stick it somewhere else. You could apply. You could attack it. I know, right? Why always the chest? in the chest, bro. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. Anyway, but it makes for a like, nice bits. You know, the whole
3: thing that it wasn't working. It's was like, oh, the guy, his chest I'm wrong with his chest. Let's stick, stick it somewhere else now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom. <dumb. laughs>
0: you know? But um but it's just like again, just back to the Iron Man suit, like how he, you know, how he uh yeah. how that suit itself flies out and you know, that, it yeah. joins and all that kind of stuff, envelops him, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I love how, you know, the Iron Man, you know, well Iron Man now, you know, flies up and then he tells Loki you pissed off one other person yeah. that's Phil Coles, then he blasts him with a repulsory. It's like, right. yes, you know, we you know, get get a little revenge and whatnot. So just there, the portal is open now and the Chitauri army finally make their way to Earth, right? Right. If I have one nitpick though, in in, a true Avengers, no, I should say, yeah, yeah, a true Avengers fashion. Okay, they did the same thing in um, Avengers Infinity War. You just always have to have these, okay, insert alien name here.
3: Yeah, mindless
0: army. Yeah, mindless army. They look generic, nothing about them look inspired. They're riding on what look like, you know, um like space, jets, space jet skis or something so right it, yeah. it, it looks very much like like i'm watching masters the universe the movie the, it's
3: very it's very edward edward rice borrows right you know it's just a general bad guy i like it's, it's fine like i get what they were going for it's fine but again yeah. nobody cares about the villains in these movies it's all about these characters and exactly, the guys. The guys bouncing off each other, and then it's time for the fireworks display for them to celebrate yeah. their
0: existence, right?
3: So, yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, but
0: but yeah. you know, with all this talk about the Chitari, the Chitari, when you see this, it, like, yeah. well. I wouldn't care less who they were. It could have been some well, other, like, you know, army, random, you know, evil, like, uh, alien army from, like, the Marvel comics or something.
3: Right. No, well, well, yeah, clearly, this is, this is again, this is them, you know, holding the cards back, right? Like, um, they, they want to do something as popular as the scrolls or somebody like that.
0: Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, for example. Yeah. So,
3: they just had to get some super generic and say, all right, you know, the Chetari technically exists somewhere. All right, cool. Good enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. and then this this leads now to the battle of New York, right? And if you all know all the MCU history, at the same time and all when all this is going on now, Kate Bishop and her family are trying to find right. the chaos. Right. So if and you watch after, episode and one and of Hawkeye, you'll see what happens. Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then and then afterwards, Vulture will come in, right?
0: right. Yes. Afterwards, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so it's, again, it's just how it all comes together, though, right? Um, but there's so much great moments in this battle, though, and I yes. love. Just, just right off the bat, that it's a battle. Like, you know, they keep yeah. saying war, war, war. Like, Nick Fury keeps saying it would war. No, this is literally a war. Dread. This is literally a battle, dread. I love how it shows that on the ground with you, you know, you're just seen citizens, you know, scampering for safety, and you see yeah. paramedics and all that kind of stuff. They don't sugarcoat the fact that, yeah, this is a war, this is a battle. Right, and it, this is and very, um... Dangerous. And it's very, uh,
3: again, having it in New York, it's very 9-11. Um, it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: So there's
3: there, a lot of
0: aesthetic there. Um, I has so many great moments in this eh? so uh, I know boy so, so I I just, I just picked like, like the, the major moments so yeah, if, if I bring it up Ricardo you'll, you'll tell me right but this right. is gonna run through the major moments right? right so Thor shows up now he starts dealing with Loki right there's a nice right. bit of symbolism where the E in the Stark logo falls yep. so I was like ah yep. ha 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 I see, right. I, see you, I see you I see you Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Loki ends up fleeing in one of the same flying jet skis things right. and he, he goes on right um shit's really sad to hit the fan when this gigantic Onyx like when I say Onyx I mean like the Pokemon that the rap group um Slithers right. out at the portal, right? Um, Cap Black Widow and Hawkeye kicking ass in the streets, right? Iron yeah. Man's handling business in the air, right? Tor shows up to help them, and just when you're thinking that you know, um thinking what what the next move is gonna be, Bruce Banner shows up driving on this. It's before right?
3: that, is before that I had a couple cool moments. Is uh Okay, sure, Cap. sure, mention what it was Cap with the police officer. I just yes, do yes, yes, yeah, yeah, do. Well done. It's I mean, like, why 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 should we listen to you? Yeah. Right. And, and it's got ca- ca- captains come out ca- and wash up the chair for them together and say, like, all right, well, you
0: know, you have to listen. <laughs> he just
3: totally no, the, ca- 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 the
0: policeman just repeats yeah. everything for beat him, though. Yeah, I love so, it. That was brilliant. was brilliant. he next scene?
3: Uh all right. Um, this was before I can't remember before after with the grenade, because he meets back the same waitress.
1: I can't remember.
0: Yeah, oh, ad- that was after. That was after. Okay. okay. After. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. 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 That, that was need really the whole chaos, right? But yeah, yeah um, showing not up in the dude bike is pretty funny, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, yeah, I really we
3: get Harry D. Stanton. Son, you got a condition. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I knew that was him. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, so Hardy, yeah, what course, we is. mean what we what we mean, guys, is that um well, what happened with, with Hulk when he crash yeah. lands elsewhere, right? He's naked and then you just see this old guy basically, well, yeah. he wakes up and the old guy, you know, well, let's tell him what, what went on and how he, well, he had to find a pair of pants for him, blah, 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 right? I was watching the guy's face, like, I know this guy. That's yeah. a Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: That was hard. Because what's funny is that it was like, oh, shit. I, I remember watching it and I was like, wait, that is the bridge from Paris, Texas? I was like, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, shit, yes, yes,
0: you're, you're <laughs> yeah. right, you're <Yeah>. right. <laughs> like, weird, weird, hardness. I love it, I love it, right? So there's a great bit now, um, forgive me if I, if I forget certain scenes, right, but I just had to pick out the major ones, right, there's a great bit where Tony tells um, Banner to suit up, right, I'm bringing yes. the party to you, right, nice yes. white shirt, we see Iron Man flying yes. around a building and then you see the onyxing charge out to him, right, yes. and then Banner walks forward, right, Cap says, now might be a good, might be a good, really good time for you to get angry, and then Banner says, that's my secret, I'm always angry. Love nice. that line. Really? So he just one deliver punch. one punch and yes. just sends the, the onyx. That's just the ground, eh, But it tilts upwards when an Iron Man fires oh. at what I assume is a weak spot. Yeah. Brilliant.
3: Listen, brilliant. Dude, that that listen, just seeing that transformation on IMAX for the first time was amazing. Like I that looks so damn good, eh? Like, you just see, that's a security. I'm always camera. I didn't see the camera. Just turn and just slow down. I just, that I watch, listen, I watch that on, on, well, it was what DVD back then or whatever it is. Just watching that over and over, just watching where the little mistakes is. And yeah, now it don't look as good. But geez, where well, that shit look amazing back then, though. Absolutely amazing. The whole yeah. I'm always angry thing, I know a lot of people nitpicked that one. I didn't have a big problem with it. I felt they could have explained it a little better in the film. Because, they, like, we know it's trying to go for like a big surprise beat for it yeah like oh he could kind of control the hulk kind of maybe not sure i kind of like what he was going for with it but yeah Uh, that's how i saw it that's
0: that's the point he could trigger it when he needs to but it's
3: it's more like it's more like he have a kind of a control in the sense that all right well this is how i was kind of control it by making myself kind of angry and keeping myself right on the edge so if i need the hulk i could pull it out kind of but he didn't master it yet Okay, that's why i kind of read it but like a lot of people is like well that don't make any sense And you could have uh, you should have uh, called earlier or you should not be able to do this whatever
2: it's to just me, a creepy line. I mean,
3: exactly. line but that's why i read it i yeah, read it is, still, like I, I, I mean
4: it's just a continuation for me because i really didn't see a problem with it for me right i came out of the norton where at the end of right. norton is there and it's zero days before transformation and it ends with his eyes going green right. and he's smiling so right. clearly by this point in time, he's already moved from Brazil. He is now in India when right. we meet him. He clearly has some measure of control, but he's right. still angry. So when well, he comes and- out and he says to him that, hero, you know, he's always angry, it's something that I was like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I can live with yeah, that.
3: And I, I can't can get the conceit. It's like him just controlling his rage in a sense in that way now. And they, 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 had, the, they had the running joke all the time because uh, Iron Man was constantly, you know, messing with him with it now. Like, hey, how are you doing it? And he bongo drums and um yoga or some bullshit like that like they had him like it was in the dialogue you know pepper throughout the the movie now yeah like yeah they had to answer it and they eventually answered it like yeah it's fine that didn't bother me
0: yeah well it didn't bother me neither i I still think it's a great line right um the avenger team kicks in though and then we get that glorious 360 shot of our heroes though and you know they were posing again ready to fight and whatnot and for me this is like the embodiment of what marvel has been doing up to that point though it's just like this is the moment where it's like yes in case you didn't realise, now we reach now. We reached yeah, up song track We, 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 we on top now. We on top. Yeah. Shut up. Shut up. Yeah. Right. We on top, right? I love that. Um I, I'll never forget seeing that for the first time in cinema. I mean, yes, it was all over the promotion, um, the the the, the trailers and whatnot, but seeing it on iMas screen we were yeah. just like just screaming yeah. this. It was just like, yes, yes, yes. I'd yes. love it, hard hard. Hard. Yeah. Um, Loki now is like, you know, send the rest, right? And all these other onyxes. That's what we're gonna call the creatures, because right. they never name them, right? Sure up, right?
1: I just I just um, call them Space Wheel. Like they're more like Leviathons.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, that, that 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 would be the term to use to call them, I guess, right? right. Um there's a great bit now where he tells um where he's pretty much telling you well, Cap sorry, tells the other Avengers, you know, what to what to do, right? And then he tells Hulk, smash. I love that, right? Yeah. And for me, though.
4: And it's even Hulk. better when you add a song to it, as in you know, Hawkeye. Yeah, right. Because oh, the magic is a, a
3: good bit, they had a good bit with um with his boy um with his with, with tense up licolas. I'll help you out. Like yes, uh, yes,
1: yeah. Had up like,
3: <laughs> like, that. like little moments. Yeah, that's
1: yeah, so, yeah.
0: That, those are the pop culture references. Yeah, yeah. But but for me though, guys, um at this scene and this sequence alone, boy, Hulk is the MVP boy. My God yeah. boy stop just, had just, yes,
1: just had a wreck shit. Just out of wreck shit.
0: And he's in the air mostly time, and that's what catch do. me, boy. Yeah, jump the he, jumping tickets, whatever. Oh my god. Yeah, he just could jump. Like,
3: that's a, just jump. <laughs> jump yeah. and jump towards you. <laughs> bring it down shit. They yeah, have yeah. a good tip running through our office building and grabbing yes. the um space wheel and bring it down. He's like, yeah, hard this."
0: hardness. Yes, boy. <laughs> and I just love that this movie was just like yes we we, we, we swing in for the fences at this point here Dre. like yeah yeah I mean that, that shot that 360 showed that we on top boy now we're just going to go crazy with the Dred we're going to yeah. show you stuff that you swear was lifted out of some comic book panel Dred, Right. and we're not going to care Dre, because we reached out right um, especially, Loki...
1: espe- especially in that long take scene where you yes. see all the Avengers working together right it, 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 yes, Iron Man, yes. 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 I love sequence. that yes, yes. Starts yeah. on Black Widow, then it goes to Iron Man, and Iron Man fly down and help help out. Cap flies up, you see a Hawkeye, and he fly, mm-hmm. then Hawkeye shoot the arrow, and you see right. Hulk and Thor fighting on a, on and a big it. Leviathan. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Even yeah. the way even the way that long take ends though with with, yeah. with Hulk pretty much oh, yeah. sneak punching <laughs> Thor. Right. I don't but forget. forget he's still on erupted erupted Thor still back fight for Thor. That 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 was yeah. so funny, you know. Yeah. Uh, right, so there's a great moment where Hawkeye you now fires a, a explosive tip. Arrow at Loki. I love how Loki catches it. He's kind of like almost watching the camera like, Bruh. bro, you, you really? And then the arrow yeah, explodes, And Loki has fallen back conveniently, mind you. It's yeah. a Stark Tower, right? But it's how Hulk just jumps into... The... No, yeah, sorry. Day. He spares him through you know? the window boy when I see that my jaw dropping or like yeah. when I watch it a few yeah. days ago I was like oh my yeah. god the man's <laughs> that's that's what I like about no. that's what I like about looking this they hes just
3: so goddamn complacent <laughs> like he, like and you notice know, is the two human normal human characters that can't really catch him off guard in that way eh? um you know um, black widow with the with the trick figuring out the Hulk thing and yes. then you know Hawkeye with the arrow that he so think oh I can grab this arrow I'm good and he just blop in the face <laughs> and just, yeah
0: and set up thing he's so this. and no boy and yeah. then we get what is probably, in my opinion, the greatest Hulk yeah. moment Classic. in film film <laughs> history, yeah. boy. Yeah. Classic. And Loki's like, enough!
3: All of you yeah. are, yeah.
0: believe me, I am a god, you dull creature. And I will not be bullied, by." It. And as you see that, Hulk grabs him by the leg and yeah. smashes him five times onto yeah. the floor, boy. And I'll never forget <laughs> that for the first time, eh Audience, myself yeah. too. We erupted at that. We got it. Laugh, the audience, we the up, audience we were erupted. Small, we were screaming. That's yeah. how he ends with that line. How Hulk says, "Puny god." Yeah. We were just. We that was yeah. it. That was it. That
3: the was the it. audience. The audience that with, with with with. I am um. I was angry. Yeah. They blew up with that. But this that Mel the theater, I told they're for real.
0: Eh? <laughs> yeah. And Loki's yeah. face too, and the wheezing. He does, and he he's like. <laughs> yeah. You know? priceless priceless, priceless. Yeah, done, priceless. done for the night you don't think and I take a nap <laughs> yeah, boy, that, that that is the type of scene you wish you could write you could write for a superhero film. My god, right? Uh, so meanwhile, now while this is going on, Shield orders this nuclear strike on Manhattan, right? Of course, you know, um Nick Fury wants none of that, right? Even to the point of literally shooting down one of the F twenty twos, right? You know? Um so Fury ends up informing Iron Man that um, oh well, you know, there's this um this 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 package coming your way, this this missile gonna come, right? Um and wa- well, Black Widow basically kind of up with um, Dr. Selvi because he's kind of back to normal. It is a close in the portal, right? So co- Tony comes with an idea, right? He's going to collect the payload literally and send it up through the portal right. before it closes, right? Yeah. And he succeeds, right? You know, the missile yeah, this, pretty much hits this? the main chitori hub thing and it yeah. causes all the Shitori to more or less deactivate, right? right?
3: This is a great character beat for Tony because remember the yes of, yes and you yeah, see how it echoes throughout
0: right. the rest of the of right. the well his appearances basically in the MCU um, universe, right. man. Yeah.
3: But is he is he whole is he whole him? Oh, you don't have to sacrifice yourself, and you can always do an extra thing. You know, utility versus you know, yeah. uh, deon now.
1: He, he, yeah, is the is the whole conversation he had with Steve yeah, uh, right, with, yeah. with Steven back back in the helicarrier. He's exactly, like, y- y- you're the not wire. the guy to, you're, you're not the You're not the guy to make the sacrifice play, lay right. down on the wire, and let some guy crawl over you. Yeah. He was just cutting the wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Nice his attitude
3: about everything now. And yeah, it, it really put him in a position where he had to make the, up, the, up, the other choice now. Uh, great moment for, for Nick Fury as well with the, with the rocket launcher. I was <laughs> like, what? Yeah.
0: I didn't think he would that far. Yeah, you know, I just pulled out, pull out,
3: pull out the RPG one time. I was <laughs> like, jeez. You know? And It's
0: when he pulled out, pull out the sidearm and trying to shoot at the other <laughs> plane. I was like, all right. No, no, I, no. I, 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 I get I get how angry you are, bro, but
1: come on. No, 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 no no yeah it's not gonna work yeah.
0: yeah so um as the shitori hub thing blows up now iron man falls through the portal more or less a mere second before it closes right right um and as yeah. the others notice now you know iron man isn't slowing down yeah. um tor is about to save him but then well the mvp himself out now <laughs> leaves just in time to save him right i'm so I, I, have,
3: have, I was really i was really mad that the trailer spoiled it sir
0: the yeah, yeah, that's, spoiled that's this unfortunate. That, this would bit, really
3: that would have been true. goddamn cool to see it for the first time if I didn't know it's a real shame the trailer spoiler? Yeah. joke.
0: Yeah, and it's how he, he just brings him back down to, do uh, I love oh. how he yells at the man <laughs> and then he wakes up. I was like, Hulk yeah. for the win, Hulk for the win, <laughs> MVP, downtrend, right? and down shit, right? While, you know, Tony's... Tell you tell know, me nobody kissed me. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, right? <laughs> now, I think you're out to, to do a little research on this, you know, prior to us meeting up here, but, at the time and still to this day, I still don't know what a, a shwama is. I don't know what that is. Really?
3: But some kind of rap. Oh, some kind of
0: rap.
1: Bro, are you serious? Yeah, I don't rap. know what
3: is It's me. Think you of it in family. Know? Of okay, there's you. no know? okay, you. know somebody do lie by the goddamn avenue. Eh? Shameful. Uh, <laughs> shameful. <laughs> 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 yeah, Shawama is just. Look, a, look I, I know gyros, know right? It's I don't know. In the same family of the heroes. Same family of gyros.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay, so okay, okay. Right? All right. They didn't know back in 2012, right? Sumi, right?
3: Okay. No, no, But is this how he brought it up? Like, oh. Right.
0: Yeah. No, um, I, again,
3: yeah. I, I, I really like the, uh. yeah, this, this whole sequence really works because like, it's like, hey, what happened? We won. It's like, yeah, that really, like, you know, put a nice little, little full stop on the whole thing. Now it's like, yeah, that is how to, to sort out and have a goddamn intense action sequence because the movie goes on way longer than it should, if you think about it. Other than the fact that it just need to celebrate their existence, right?
0: Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right.
3: there's a total firework show that just ends so well. Um, so yeah.
0: the um well, that... well, well, Speaking of end, though, well, we forgot to mention, too, a great shot where Loki now, who's still at the Stark Tower, though, he's struggling to, to get up now. Right. And you need to see all the Avengers staring at him, right? And right. points for yeah. having, in, in terms of um in terms of blocking, right? Yeah. Having Hawkeye be in front, in though, front, because, front yeah, of he's the right. first mm-hmm. one. To get brainwashed, right? I and love, then I love, love, love Great
3: for the line. I'll have that drink now. Yes. <laughs> if, it's, if it's all the same, I'll have that drink yeah. now. Yeah, great, great moment. Uh, small nitpick. I wish they did this. I really hate when you do the whole mash up the mothership and all the robots or wherever the
0: soldiers died, drop down dead. That yeah, kind it, of, it's, it's I it. kind of a cheap way to square the problem out.
3: Yeah, and, and I felt they could have just have a lot of, like, tutorial hanging around the place after and you know, sort that out in Agents or Shield or something. Whatever. Like I feel like I just have them still stick around and that could be good story beats now going forward. Whoever.
0: Right, right. So so
1: in I know, the but in the, I, I, need to, I, need to, I need to say something. Uh a lot of these people I I think is toxic DC fans who like to come with us is um and they want to defend uh DC and all the destruction and stuff. In right. man of steel, like with, with the destruction and stuff. Right. Uh, they 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 keep saying, oh this destruction in Man of Steel is bad, but why are they celebrating for the Avengers? Like, I have a, I have a simple explanation for this. Because the DC heroes are basically gods. They're but, gods walking amongst men. Yeah, they, have it. To, they have to restrain their power. He, he, That's he, he
3: he
1: the only time that was a problem
3: for me in Man of Steel is because it was never directly addressed. People just wanted it directly addressed. That's all. That's the only difference. Like in Man of Steel, there's a lot of good argument that Clark was trying to get out of the city, you know. But like visually, I wasn't I wasn't reading that in the story, like you had to you had to, I had to see that clearly you now. And then in, mm-hmm. in Batman v Superman, they actually attempt to say, "Hey, people, not there. They're not dying. That's all. <laughs> That's all they had to do, you know." And the people made make a big deal out of of steel. It's just it's just my attitude was look, go forward with the with the conceit for the other characters and address it later. They they had a whole movie addressing the destruction. It was called Civil War, right? Like, yeah. you know, when we when we celebrated how Hulk and we watch about badass, that a guy with a camera who had a whole bunch of rubble fall on him. They addressed it. That's the only difference. Just address it. That's all. That's why DC fans this. Don't get that, you know. A lot of DC fanboys. And I was talking about the toxic weirdos who like just make their bones about this bullshit, right? Like, just say, hey, look, people died. They they made a whole 9-11 plaque at the end of the movie. That's why we acknowledge it. Because they acknowledge it. Meta-narrative. Meta-narrative. That's all. They don't do that yeah. in, in *Man of Steel*. They never did it in *Man of Steel*, right?
0: That's true. That's Movie
3: true. We ended. Yeah. They didn't show anything. Right. They just show grey dust on people's face? Like, that is the difference. And and, and, and play end- um
0: and, and play uh Hans Zimmer music. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> At the end of the end of *The Avengers*, they had a whole plaque of people. That is all of these dead people, right? They addressed it. It's not to say yeah. that. It's not to say that nobody died or anything like that. Or we're celebrating it. Is that no? Like you have to address it and then Civil so War* make it carry carry the message even further. Sorry, like yeah, they are tested. That's the difference.
0: Yeah, so What's so the to touch of that though, no, that's that's where you basically get this on the street coverage now. Right. Uh. So that's like what they did with, with Spider-Man, right? Um. The right. first film, right? Uh. Yeah, basically, where we're just treated to like various reports of New Yorkers commenting on what, on the Avengers. What about favorite Sandy Cameos? Yes, yes, yes. I love what, what Stanley R.I.P. Yeah. says. Yeah. You know, superheroes in New York, give me yeah. a break, right? Yeah. I love that, right? Good luck. Yeah. yeah, and and I love I mean, that I you a know Marvel
4: is based in New York. What do you think about exactly? It? It's just,
0: it's exactly. It yeah. Exactly. In New York and, you
3: know. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but but I love that while you're hearing people you know praise Iron Man and Thor and all that kind of stuff, you have other people saying like you know like look at what he did and yeah. you know. What what does it what does what does their presence mean now now yeah. that they now that they're out there, right? I love right. that. Like just a little bit it. Looks, yeah. It, good,
3: right. To me, good writing is just addressing your skeptics. Like you have to have skeptics in the world itself. Like and they, they do the Marvel Cinematic Universe for all its problems. I don't think it's perfect. They do make the the job of addressing their own working skeptic. It's like, yeah. The good guy's not really always in the right on this and they're kind of in the wrong for a couple issues and you have Mm -hmm. to like address it. And whole movies have been based on this premise and they make it work.
0: That's it that's right yeah yeah so that's just a wrap up now right so Thor pretty much is assigned to take the Tesseract and Loki back to Asgard right and well basically end game you see what went down before they even stepped outside right? well pretty much endgame. just kind of come and screw everything up right but it's right. kind of funny watching this movie now and saying oh well this is what would have happened if if the timeline stuck to how it was right right um the Avengers now they go off or the other Avengers sorry go off in these separate ways right. um, and the film pretty much ends with uh with Tony and Pepper more or less prepping renovations this, now to the stock tower and you see well uh, uh, it's instead of stock now you see the east it's like okay right. well this is what the this avengers tower will be, tower
3: will be. Tower. right yeah. one small thing that's nitpick i'm not sure if it is bottom but who built that weird teleporter thing with the tesseract in it who built that i don't know uh, 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 i do built that.
1: Must have been th- something that Thor brought from from um, Asgard or something. Oh, he did
3: bring it down. Okay, okay. I, I could yeah, just, it, it uh, looks so. It, it looks... It's clearly Asgardian yeah. tech. But I couldn't follow, like, who built this thing. Because Thor is kind of a himbo, right? You're not as bright, right? So, like, I don't know if he bring, he's the one who brought it. He brought it with him. Like, it, it's a device I was designed with the Tatarak in mind to send them back home. Because they mentioned, they mentioned that how, since the, the Rainbow Bridge was destroyed, they didn't repair it at that point. That... Yeah. um. Because Odin, Odin, had, to, Odin, Odin had so has to, use right. dark energy, dark right? Energy. Exactly. So, like, how he could get home? They need the space stone to get home, and while well, we learn the space stone later, but like, okay, well, right. I, think, I always assume it was Sivik because Sivik built the portal anyway. So they use they use Sevik's help to build to send them home because no, he built was, portal
1: I, for, for Loki. No, I generally I, assume I, it was Asgardian. I it was, yeah, I thought it was Asgardian tech that that Thor okay. just brought. Right. Okay. No problem. Right. Yeah. Ahead, moving on. And
0: finally. Just to talk about the two post-credit scenes, right? Sorry, a mid-credit and a post-credit, right? So the mid-credit, right? You know, like, even back then, you know, we as MCU fans, we knew we had to sit our butts down, wait until we see distributed by Walt Disney, yada, 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 right? So good thing we did for the the mid-credit sequence, right? Because this is where we got the first reveal of Thanos, right? I'll never forget. Like we went insane, we, insane the height level <laughs> went up. It was like great. Even though when you look at it, though no, I was like, like nah, that's not how Tanus looks like, but uh, whatever, no, whatever, mean, I, whatever. When I see that but
3: I when I see that, I was like, but they actually do this, dread. I this is it. when this, this was realized? like
0: skies was the limit dread, yes, as as This
3: is say. when they realized, boy, if they if they if this is what they got it for, that is a day, boy. They did they, they know what they're doing because I mean they have a vision, dread. I was like, nah, man. they got me confused. They got me confused. Yeah,
0: even even the way how Thanos just kind of looks and smiles. Yeah. right? It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. We I mean, we we. Be uh, on, on top, bro. Be death. Coaching Coaching death. Yeah, death. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: Now you see here, lies the thing. Uh, in retrospect, I think even if Josh wasn't, um, even if Joss wasn't re- revealed to be what he is, <laughs> and even if he didn't step aside um from the movies and stuff because you remember after all said he needed to take some time etc etc right. looking back at that line like when the russo's brought um, infinity war thanos's motivations was right. the world you know the universe is to fill let us dispassionately end it in half and you know that's fine right the idea of thanos smiling when he says when when the the other says to you know that you know to to engage with them is to court death, right. we know that Thanos's motivation in the comics was basically right. he was trying to get literally this woman. Dead, yeah, yeah, yeah. literally, literally court death. So yeah. it would have. I feel like even in retrospect, maybe it might have. It might have been
3: a good thing that they went down the direction of and this is for right. later so, on. I know, you know, I, hey, I know many people who actually think that the the movie version is dumber than the comic version. Um, and they argue why. Now, I don't have a problem with the movie version, actually, like the movie version for it is. It, it, it basically, he's a Malthusian calculator. That is what he is, right? If you know who, you know, Malthus was, right? It's that. It's, oh, the world is too much, and i am going to make sense of it. And, you know, he does don't have the, the, the foresight and sense to make the world better. That's it. You can get into a big debate about that. I would have a whole bunch of people. Why do you make more resources and the usual bullshit, right? Um, but I... I do think if they'd brought in the death thing, that would have been a lot harder to make the case for. Like, how to do it and how to... Because you yeah, had to set up multiple movies to bring her in. And, like, how you would to introduce her through, through the Guardians movies, maybe? Like, it would have been weird, right? Like, like that a little too, that's a little too esoteric. So, like, I understand that the decisions they made. And, again, these people are smarter than me because, you know, these movies make $2 billion plus. So, whatever. So, I, I don't know. It's, it they, they, they make the decisions as it is. But I could understand why somebody didn't like the choices that the Russell's made for
0: the film as it is right, right right and and the the final post credit here, i should say the post credit scene now um for me i at least in my opinion i think this is the first of mcu's oh see, so yeah she stuck around for the whole thing so here's a yeah. little troy yeah. scene that could be kind of funny right and yeah sure. you laugh at it and then they move on right and it's pretty much the avengers at the shawarma joint yeah. now uh yeah. um, yeah. eaten right silently but if you look closely it it's clearly like right after the battle, Joe, Because you're right. seeing glass on the floor. you yeah, see the sweeping. Pictures yeah. all over the place. or what that? I just, long, I just mean, that this restaurant just decided to sweep them anyways. Like yeah, yeah. I know. That, right. like, yeah. <laughs> and, and also, a, a, well, little,
1: well, think, a little piece of tri- a little piece of trivia. Yeah. I think at this at this point, uh, uh, Chris Evans was shooting Snowpiercer at the at this point. I okay. think so. I think so. That's why when you see seeing Captain America at the table, he has his hand against his mouth so like he had to wear like some kind of prosthetic and like the prosthetic wasn't it didn't look real so like he had to hold it up to hide his beard so it's like that was a weird thing
0: okay okay. well um what i was gonna see do is that well in retrospect me, I think the joke is yes, we saved the world, but you know, I think we should have waited till the cleaned up the place before we came by asking for food. That's that's a joke, take it as, as uh, take it or leave it, right? And that's the end of the film, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, in closing, um, yes, this this is this still holds up. I mean, it's just been 10 years though, but in terms of what it did, though, just just how the you know it. Uh, A lot with reason, bar of course, right? But just the chances and risk it took, boy. Um, and it just paid off immensely. Um, but really, what what makes this work, do is just that tight script, though. And just how... You know, it was just, like, just... So smartly written though, but still gave you the goods. There was still enough crowd pleasing moments. It still gave you know the fans moments. It, it gave non fans moments as well too. Um, the character, the characterization in this is great though, and I would say this is a template in terms of just how to. How to flesh out characters? Um, how to tell like a multi-character superhero story? I I, I know like in the past that's always been sort of hit or miss. I know that's always kind of been hard to do. But this one is like the template. Like yo, this is how to do it, right? Um. If the VFX in particular really stands out, though. I mean, yeah. really, really holds up, I should say, right? Um, just so well done by just a lot was put into this. And yeah, this this just paved the way for just other great MCU films, right? And you know, just the rest is, and the rest is history, sorry, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, yeah, this movie still holds up by I'm going to give this a light four and a half out of five. And this is hands down one of the best superhero movies ever made, one of my all time favorite superhero movies. While I can't say this is top five MCU, I, I, I can't say that right now um this is definitely top 10 right and as far as avengers go i also have infinity war and um, endgame right um you know ricardo and i we did previously we did our um top 10 be- oh, sorry top 30 best of the decade right and you know i know ricardo you had the first avengers in your top 10 right for yep. me i had avengers infinity war and endgame i, I just personally didn't want to have Three Avengers movies So I kind of tied the two And I I also have you know Captain America The Winter Soul And I put you know um, Civil War as well too I think that's a really Really great follow up right But yeah um, This this was Marvel Pretty much saying Yeah This is who we are This is what we're going to do this is the bar we gotta set man. and you know it's just so funny seeing how the DCU tried to sorry the DCEU tried to do its thing, right? Or I should say how the how DC tried to do its thing with the DCEU, but boy. I mean I mean that's Sujahara. Like, Sujahara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Yeah. That, that, and that, and that, I and that's I all. always that's
4: interject all. with that because you know, the thing is, as much as everyone shorthand calls it DC, the problem begins and ended with Kevin Sujahara and Warner yeah. Brothers. Yep. He of himself did not know what he had. And it's one of those things and I'll I'll just say this and then, you know, the end with it. The way how Marvel was able to okay, something did not hit well, but we know what the end goal is. So even though this movie Iron Man Three or something else might not have been uh, right. top tier, it still leads towards something and then we're going to exactly. right. Sujahara is the guy behind well he was, he's gone now, Hamada is there. But Sujahara at the time was the one who is pushing things and then doing this whole lopsided suits thing of oh well if this was too dark then let's lighten it up and do this nonsense let's yeah. have a, a a trailer company edit Suicide Squad and yeah. make it different and that became a whole scene but I mean the shorthand becomes DC when in fact it's Warner Brothers still mucking around doing this kind of nonsense
3: no yes yeah, I I just think it's good time and we're talking about this because of the the whole Discovery buyout now. Um, a lot of rehauling and you know shit cannon going on right now uh we not i'm not sure what's gonna happen because it doesn't settle yet with this uh but yeah a lot of stuff just gonna go period like and they had a, they have to do a complete rehaul. um of what going for because so little of it works and the sad part is that the stuff that does kind of work the people have real world drama right so aquaman have the amber hood drama going on and then i don't know what, what going on with Ezra Miller but Ezra Miller are just in a hot mess right now and yeah, it's, it's really unfortunate that that you know they're just in a mess. They, they don't nothing going going right for them or seemingly going right for them. Uh, but they, they still have projects done, and we'll see what going forward as it is. Uh, but you know, meanwhile, you know, Moonlight wrapping up. Like goddamn, you have a six part Moonlight series, and it's amazing. Like study that now. Yeah, like that's yeah, where Marvel yeah. is right now, and they just have a ton of plans. They recently had some. I forget what it was, but it uh, Feige and Company had some big thing where they just talking about yeah. the planning up to year twenty thirty two. So that's how yeah. far they ahead, yeah, they're ahead. They're having you know? a weekend retreat
1: all now, right. supposedly. Yeah, we weekend retreat. Right. right.
3: And yeah. They, they, they don't plan in 10 years ahead. And, you know, again, you know, I don't know where this is going to go, if it's going to last, but it, I can imagine being like how Renaissance era Disney was, where it, it just slumped for a little while and then come back up. And, you know, just, they, they're still doing amazing shit to this day. So, you know, you know, it's still going. Like, sorry, they, they, they understand this material and how to make it work. So... Yeah, I saw that I saw, yeah. saw break up, And yeah, this that's started right. all. This just really restarted really it all.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I already said what I had to say. So um Ricardo, just, just quick final. Yeah, yeah, that's reason.
3: yeah, that's last point. Uh yeah, I, I absolutely love this movie. Um uh, you know, at the time, I knew it would have been good. Like, I, I was going to it, I was like, yeah, Joss look, it looking good, trailer looking good. I was expecting it to be solid. But what I got was so much better than I expected, and I was just absolutely blown away by it, by by what I got. And yeah, it's a movie, I, I do put it in very high in the ranking of my um my MCU films. And in terms of just, I rank it very high generally as a film, simply because of how influential it was. And it, does, it more or less shaped the blockbuster paradigm of the entire decade, right? I don't think it's an understatement to say that, right? Everything was different after this. This was just a just a goddamn bomb that has come and hit Hollywood and this is just nothing recover from since then. Um you know it works. Everything works. Casting was great. Everybody had their lines and it make it work. I have a couple little problems And nitpicks, but it's not a big deal as it is. Uh, rating, nine out of ten. Love it. All
0: right. Uh Daniel, um quick final thoughts on rating
1: Okay. Um I, I really enjoyed this film. Uh well, first and foremost, I gotta say, regardless of what you think about uh, Joss Whedon right now, is like you can't deny that the dude gave us a really, a really good, a really enjoyable, uh, film. The, I mean, the Avengers film—it did what it was supposed to do. It was entertaining. It was fun. I, 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 really like it. Uh, and also I need to heap some praise on Kevin Feige because I mean, love him or hate him. He did. He achieved what apparently a lot of studios can't achieve right now, which is create a cohesive cinematic universe of characters. So, I mean, like like uh, Ricardo said earlier, he doesn't get it right all the time. Not all the movies are great. Some are better than others. But um, he he knows what he's doing. I and I really I thoroughly enjoyed this film. I will give it a strong eight out of ten.
0: All right, and last but not least, just to close things off. Uh, Tracy, quick thoughts, quick final thoughts, sorry, and return.
4: Um, This is is an 8 out of 10 for me. I love it. I think it's good. I don't think, honestly, and this is the problem I have with all the other studios, including Sony, it is not necessary to try and do a Marvel formula. Marvel formula worked because Feige was there again. Feige was there before Marvel Studios was a thing. So he got to see all the crap that didn't work and all the crap that worked, and he knows what... He, you know, it's 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 really really interesting that Kevin Feige and Jeff Johns grew up together. They kind of, in, in in the sense of the industry, they shared an apartment together, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and to see how both men moved. Yeah. So um, Kevin, you know, that that's a whole other scene there. But for me, in terms of the Avengers, it's eight out of ten. It really set the pace for what one should expect moving forward. You know, everybody talked about like. Endgame and, and No Way Home and that kind of feels but you you know the, the, the stuff that comes out of there but Avengers if that didn't if that didn't stick the landing it might have been a little harder or maybe much harder to pull anything moving forward in terms of a cinematic universe so yeah yeah you know of turn for me
0: all right so guys thank you all so much for coming through for what is the 50th episode of bbb radio i'm just glad that i made it to this uh, milestone here i'm glad that i was able to talk about two just superhero masterpieces like just to commemorate that episode just by celebrating the anniversaries of these two um yeah just just some uh, blockbuster masterpieces in my opinion man so speaking of that now in closing um stuff to look forward to uh dr strange the multiverse of Madness. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Hype it, keep up really. my fingers crossed. Um want to see how they're gonna connect it to like the TV stuff, especially um WandaVision and whatnot. Speaking of TV stuff, um Moon Knight is gonna be wrapping up uh, yeah. you know, the time well, I should say a day or two before the release of this uh, movie here uh, of of Doctor Strange 2 depending on you know when you go and see it because right. like here that we're supposed to get like a you know like you know the world premiere basically um, on Wednesday night right but I'm going right. to go a couple of these afterwards right also right. in your case Ricardo you talk about um, Star Trek Picard you right. tell me what went wrong with it uh, I will right. check so out I think um,
3: Picard's Picard's, Picard's Wars finale Wars. if I remember correctly Picard's finale Picard's finale and um, Stranger Worlds, Worlds yeah, same day so we'll be talking about oh, same day. okay 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 Yeah so it's the same day, So I'll be comparing And contrasting
0: Alright well I will I will check out Strange you will You will You will just tell me If Picard is with it By the way How, uh, how you described it To me last week yeah. uh, Not so much But I'm really curious yeah. To hear what was the problem Or what is the problem Since this show Was being lit right Yeah
3: we'll talk about
0: it Yeah so what's again guys um, Thank you so much For coming through So once again Good morning Good afternoon Good evening Good night Whatever this is This was Machu And Daniel Lum Young Thanks for coming through
1: yeah man Uh, anytime you need me i'm here
0: sure definitely uh tracy hutchins thanks for coming through
1: anytime and
4: congrats on the 50th episode
0: thank you man thank you thank you thank you and of course ricardo medina thanks for coming through of course of course of course yes and we are signing off for another episode of bbb radio so to the next one take care stay safe in and out excelsior peace